It's the Tillcast episode 533, Game of the Year Part 2. This week, guys, no news. We laugh, we cry, we might fight. It's a good show. Stay tuned. Brown Notes. Yeah. Ooh. That one sounded drippy. Yeah. It did. We're bang, back. bang. <laughs> it's, it's He's dragging a bang. <laughs> it is not now? sponsored. Um, it is Tillcast. Uh, we are back for part two of our game of the year, 2022 and 2023. Um, it's an M-rated show. I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I'm Trent. I'm- God damn it, Rusty! <laughs> you damn it, talk I'm Rusty. I forgot you're even there. <laughs> okay, he's okay. Just, so, wait, wait, go back. Do yours. I'm Rusty. <laughs> All right, hold, shh. Do yours. I look. You cock juggling thunder cunt. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm Rusty. All right. So cock cock juggling thunder cunt over there. I'm Trent. <laughs> I'm John. See, that's how it goes, Rusty. And All right, whatever. With all of us, you'll get more than 30 minutes worth of bullshit. Bullshit. Um, wow. some Most of it's bullshit. No games, no news. Well, lots of games, no news. Um, John's been on the show a lot. Um, John and Trent are personal friends of mine, but John, you currently do Picking Up Pixels right now? Uh, picking Up the Pixels and TVG Game Club. TVG Game Club, that's right. Mm-hmm. And Trent was a founder of the show with me and Holly way back in the day. He's on here occasionally. But it's been a while. But yeah, yeah. I'd say like the first 200 episodes are on here pretty damn frequently. Oh, yeah. Well, some yeah. of them were just me. That's right. There's a few <laughs> yeah. episodes that are literally just Trent. I, yeah, I start saying, and yeah. there's a few episodes of yeah. just Trent and I. The Trent show. And then that oh, one, yeah, that one right. dude, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think there like, were one or two that were just me and Holly, too. Yeah. 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 But there were like three or four. It was just you and me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we're we're doing it this way because it, I feel like it makes it more interesting. I was talking with Jason, and I think what happens sometimes with our game of the year is we've been so calibrated all year that it tends to be we could go in the show and, and finish in like 30 minutes because we've been talking about these the whole time. And it's nice to have a difference in opinion. So their rankings are ranked the same that our rankings are to kind of give this a little bit of a mix-up. And it also keeps us not completely siloed on inside our own ass. So what they're saying is that they've streamlined the process so well that we're here to fuck it up. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you for chiming in on we, that, Rusty. All we, the way hey, all the way out there in Michigan. Yeah. Look, look, look. Far away, Rusty? Yes, that's, your, that's your name. I like <laughs> every time you turn to look at Rusty, this lamp behind know, your chair I starts know. going I, down. I can see it out of my peripheral, and I, I'm just like... I'm That's waiting for the fall. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh, there it went. I killed Poor the dog. Poor Lola. <laughs> and the there dog. it went. Oh, she doesn't mind. <laughs> Jeez. She's mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I'd you be mad at her too, nest. too. I'm so sorry. There you go. I love, I love Is dogs, Lola okay? So. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. she, she's gotten all of her energy out, jumping on everybody. Yeah, we don't approve of of the tilt cast hating dogs. That's fucked up that you guys. Uh... Wait, wait, wait. What? What, what, what happened? <laughs> what? Wait, what? Well, you guys said you wanted to mix it up, so I was just expressing a oh, uh, a dissenting Is this a John opinion. joke. <laughs> I found it funny. I, you want me to explain? That's it? what like, matters. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's kind of like trinkets in World of Warcraft. Like it's got like a five to ten minute cooldown sometimes. I, I know. I want to know about the, the the dog hating joke though. Tell me the logic of the dog hating joke. <laughs> is he, he leaned forward? <laughs> well, the the assumption is that the default position of the Tillcast is to hate dogs. Oh, and we're here to you mix threw it a out. dog. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I get it now. I kind of get it. I see where you're I'm going. I'm so lost. I see I where have you're no going. Idea. It was over the this horizon. Is, yeah. I see. I where guess you're this going. Does tra- doesn't translate to the internet. So <laughs> nothing about John translates to the internet. <laughs> no, no, John's good. John's Actually, good. <laughs> John's been on more shows than any of us. Mm-hmm. To be Have fair, I? right? Yeah. Carousel, you've been on here a few times. At- Pubcast and DBGP Game Club. So do you guys not do yeah. guest spots in places? I haven't in a real long time. Because you did, I mean, you were on Carousel too, and Trent's been on Carousel before. Yeah, we talked about werewolf aids. Mm. Yeah, wear aids. <laughs> yeah, wear now, I remember that. It was a good conversation. It was a really enlightening conversation. Look that episode up. I don't know which one it was. It's not on the internet anymore. I think John pulled it's, it off the internet. <clears throat> that I means did. it's that means it's rare. It's an NFT. It I didn't want to get I didn't want to get oh fucking God. canceled for something I said fifteen years ago that I forgot about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Has it been fifteen years since the carousel was a thing? Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Well, at I mean we did the carousel like, I don't know, two thousand ten to two thousand fifteen or something, so not really. But um it's I, been like I did it with you for about a year. Yeah, it's been like five to ten years. Nice. It's a long ass time though. Well, so John or Jason, we'll let you kick us off since you have a plan in your head of how to do this. You what you do. You way overestimate my Well, why don't you do this? My abilities. Go through um, the go through the categories <laughs> that so we have some categories, right? Um some things are not gonna fit neatly into a game of the year list. And some of the stuff like twenty twenty two is a weird year because there wasn't a lot that came out. There was either some really, really good stuff or some trash, right? Trash. And so ended up playing older games because they were still good. And so well, if you played those older games and you ranked them high, like they still have a place in this list, but maybe maybe it's like a best game we played from last year. Like Spider-Man. Yeah, I yeah. think I have two or three from last year on my list because I, yeah. I either replayed them this year oh. or I beat them in like January or February or something. <clears throat> All of us did. If we, you look at that game list, everything I coded in green was we have prior to 2022. Yeah, there's there's probably 15 <clears throat> games on here, 20 games at least that were games that were from prior years that yeah. we played this yeah. year, last year. Um, let's uh, let's actually start with what I always think is the most interesting category. We'll start with what we think was a brown note. Oh. The, the absolute trashiest fucking games of the year. Oh man! Wow. Um, oh, wait, wait. From the let me open, so, let me open my phone. <laughs> yeah, you should. Um, now that said, we discussed a couple of these last week with uh, with Justin, Rusty, and I, but we can get into a couple of them here. So, yeah, I wonder if I wonder if we all played separately bad games. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Um, I'm on TVG Game Club. We played some fucking stinkers this year, man. I'm ready what, for this. What's what's maybe like the worst one or two that you guys played? Give me... Okay. I lied in that I have to look up the list. That's fair. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> Trent, do you no, have no, something? No, no, I'm joking. While, while you guys are perusing that, a couple of the games we, uh, we tagged with the brown note last week. 
Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Throw out the ones you guys tagged, and, and I'll yeah. see if something falls. Into so, that. first on that list, Salt and Sacrifice. Yeah, I did. I did. So, just... Salt and Sanctuary is an excellent game. That's one of my favorite, like, Souls-like 2D side-scrolling games. It's got a really good upgrade path. It's got a a somewhat non-linear path through all the levels, but, like, once you beat something, you're done with that area, basically, right? You could grind, but you don't have to. Um, Salt and Sacrifice is the Monster Hunter take on that, and it wants you to go back to the same areas and fight the same monsters to get their parts to upgrade your stuff with a loot table for each of those with a rare drop on things. And to top it off, they use the same variants of similar monsters and they're different colors. And it's usually rogue mages that you have to chase. And it's, they have different powers, but they all are just a different color variant of the same thing. The gameplay. <laughs> that, that, the, just, that just reminded me of Grandma's Boy when they're talking about the, <clears throat> what was it? The, uh, the elves on level three look yeah. like, look like the, the whatever shamanic demons on level seven. He's like, we'll just change your color. Yep, yeah. that's exactly it. <laughs> and it, that's, it just felt a, it felt like a lazy a lazy version of the prior game. The prior game is excellent. Okay. This game just, it disappointed me. I don't know that it's a horrible game, but it's a really grindy game without a lot of fulfillment. Like Monster Hunter has this big, long buildup to a fight, right? And the fight's a pretty long fight with a lot of different tactics and maneuvers that you can do and different ways to kind of chip at it. And you know that you're like, you're going for something that comes from the tail you attack the tail if you're yep. going for horns you go attack the horns right mm -hmm. whereas this is just a loot table drop so it doesn't matter the tactic really it might i don't know but for the most part is there's not apparent that if you attack it a certain way you're going to get a certain drop and yeah it just it's grindy in all the worst ways and it's just it's a disappointment i don't know that it's my brown note though I've, i know some games that are yeah. worse and we mm. did have a couple of those lost ark for example, oh, absolute shit oh, show. Man. Fuck that game, like fuck it. It's it's bad. Rusty, like, you have a better take on this than I do. So, kind of recap for our guests and for maybe newer listeners. What's the reasons that you hate this game aside from you spent take it away Rusty. too much of your hard owned. Earned. So, <laughs> so this is another reason why you shouldn't uh, uh, pre order games. Uh, of course, it had a uh, cash shop. Yeah, you know, style shit that you can pre-order and get a you know super exclusive bullshit, and I fall for that sometimes. Uh, I'm I'm also really bad with cash shops, but still, uh, Lost Ark. Uh, brief synopsis of the game: It's basically an MMO, but in an ARPG, uh, you know, you know, uh, view, basically just like a three-quarter view, uh, and has you know a decent number of classes and. Uh, Kind of break, you know, supposed to break the mold of the uh, of the holy trinity of uh, uh, MMOs, where you have a tank healer and DPS. Huge AOE um, attacks. That's kind of what first drew our eyes to it. Oh, right. the, the it, attacks look pretty. Really, it looked really good. Like if you if you were watching it, it 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 looks like it looked like what you would expect a uh, Diablo MMO would look like. Um, what. Uh, in reality, what it is is basically just you know about what forty ish you know hours worth of just super fucking easy you know enemies. You could not die even if you tried. Uh, and... I did, so for instance, like I I got so bored with it, I started pulling the whole map to try mm -hmm. to get, and I died a couple times in forty hours pulling the whole right. map. 
Like I just go around like one hitting things and just get them to follow me to do my AOE ability and just do that for like 20 minutes and then kill everything. So you're just OP to shit. It's, it's yeah. there's, it's like easy kind of. on purpose to get you through the story, which the story is also subpar. I mean, and there's is, like, there, is there like a more like higher difficulty that you can crank it up to? There is. And, oh, there so is. So this is this is the uh this is what really killed me. Like it was bad, but I kind of uh, expect an MMO to have like a, a entry so you don't want to like get people to say, "Oh, this game is way too hard to Yeah, quit, yeah, you right? want you want to ease them into it. Yeah. So, when you uh uh, so when you get through most of that and up up to basically the culmination of the story and you kind of like get into what would be the beginning of endgame, then you'd start to see the harder shit come up or, you know, the hard version of certain dungeons and shit like that. What uh, what it turned into was a time gated uh, uh, like power grind. And that power grind main, you know, you could only go up in small increments and it would have as uh, at the top end of that was percentage based and you had like a one or two percent chance to succeed to go to the next stage you know what this, of you know, progression. You know what this sounds like? Uh, what, 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 what system is this on? Uh, it's this, on PC. This is a PC. Because yeah, it sounds like a fucking mobile game. Yeah. It's exactly what it is, and that's <laughs> and that's the thing is, uh, in you know this is a Korean game and it's oh, a Korean grindy okay. game, so yeah. that's that should tell you right, yeah. you know, from the source, what kind of game this is. They yeah. were trying to westernize it, but in the process of westernizing it, what they did was they pulled out all of the pay-to-win elements. That's okay. Uh, that they deem okay over in uh, in Korea. Mm -hmm. And what we ended up with in the States was basically a scrubbed down version of something that you simply just have to grind at every single week without fail uh, to be able to progress. Kings of Avalon or some mobile bullshit MMO where, yeah, it's like just a lot of resources. Raid Legends. Yeah, I was thinking of Raid Shadow Legends. I couldn't remember the fucking name of it, although it's advertised (laughs) on almost every fucking On every platform that you watch. Well, I I watch a few shows that refuse to do it, and they actually did episodes about why they refused to do it. Right. Right. And they blasted yeah. that company for like everything they were trying to get them to do just to advertise their shit. And I was now like, it's fucking Hero Wars. Yeah. I can't stop getting that shit. Or World of Tanks. Yeah, or World of <laughs> Tanks. But still, I mean, the uh, the thing with Lost Ark was that it it kind of sold itself as you know the next big thing, but it turned into just a uh, just a massive slog that was a massive massive disappointment for me i'm hearing it's massive not, a lot it's not that, fun that it's, was... it's a massive time sink massive again massive yeah, yeah. gargantuan time gargantuan sink. Yeah. it was huge huge it, it was huge <laughs> it was a massive waste of what 150 dollars rusty <laughs> oh my god is that how much massively we're gonna go ahead and massively say massive no we're gonna throw you under the bus how much did you spend uh i heard 150 yeah. unless you want to counter that Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> that might be on the low side. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, it's not as bad as my uh, as my Warframe expenditures. And but that's it's that's a close. fucking free to play game. But how long did you play <laughs> Warframe game, yes. for? Like, yeah. 
I played Warframe for a long ass time. Yeah, you Rusty got, has you like, got your money's worth. He's got like two thousand hours in Warframe. Yeah, you got yeah. your you got your money's worth. Yeah, okay, yeah. so that eclipses oh. me by a little because I'm up to like seventeen hundred. <laughs> Warframe's like, a genuinely good game, though. Yeah, like yeah. but like I treated like my purchases of like I'm gonna buy two prime things a year and I'll consider that my monthly like fee. Like mm. it's mm. not that bad, and you get more resources than you really ever need. Well, it unlocks the ability to have additional. Additional classes, essentially, right? Because you get spaces to house your extra frames, right? The, the primes mean, are actually great, uh, better versions of those uh, of those warframes. So, yeah, uh, right. But the have, thing it, is, is it's an actual game that's good, that's yeah. challenging. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Lost Ark is Very not much. that. I <laughs> could actually ends. play Warframe again, to be honest with you. I let's don't do think it. I can let's, do let's, it. Let's do it right I now. I don't think I can fucking do it. <laughs> let's just do it. Right like, now. I booted that thing up, like, a couple months ago, and I just, like, I was greeted with the spaceship screen, and I looked on the missions to see what there was to do, and I'm like, I need to do, like, several hours research just to even figure out what in the fuck I need to do next and what I need to be grinding for, and I... I can't go back, guys. That's, that's I cannot like, go back. That's like being up in a Dark Souls game but, after being away for a month. You're just yeah, like, right. shit, I have no... Where the fuck am I? What was I doing? Why am I wearing this? What the fuck? What was I doing? Why am I so mismatched? Yeah. What, what was I min-maxing from, like, uh, from the waist down? Yeah, why am, I, why am I wearing a Mimic chest helmet? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, we've all logged into our, to our From Software games after, like, months of being away. Oh, yeah. You're just like like a fucking amnesiac you're just like what the fuck happened? I, I just did that honestly with the witcher today like yeah. i was gonna do a new game plus and i just kind of got through the first area into the tavern and i was just like what do i what are all these resources for and then i couldn't figure out how to like unequip the torch yeah like I was it's like, like it's, it's like a prelude to senior moments as long as like it's like oh great this is what 70 is gonna be like. i feel like i should just instead of new game plus net if i decide to go that yeah. route just play yeah. it from scratch you're gonna walk into a walmart and be like did i come here to kill a dragon yes, what, yes. Right. Dragon i mean it's like that movie memento oh, i'm running I don't remember. I think why. that person's running after me, but I'm not sure. Are yeah. they my friend? Oh no, they're <laughs> yeah. definitely the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. I remember that movie. That's a good movie. It's a fun one. So, so, so John so, or Trent, but, did you guys find any brown notes that? Okay, I've got one that's going to go off on a long tangent. So, John, I'll let you go first. I'm going to be nice. Or, or okay. Rusty, actually, far away, Rusty. Do you have yes. anything? Well, he, he that was his oh yeah. Oh, I just completely see senior moment. Yeah, yeah. We both so, we both agree. Lost. Yeah. Arc. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. All that right. gray matter is catching up to you. Well, Trent. I've been at work all week, and I was at work today, yeah. and it was a long yeah. fucking day. So, okay, That's John, my excuse, John what, what game, let me word it this way, what game do you want to walk into the developer's office, find the project director, and punch him in the fucking face really hard? I don't, well, I don't really feel that way about any game, yes, you do. honestly. Yes, you do. Um, Dark Void. I, I ne Actually, I own that, and I've never played it. Uh, but you make me want to go look up phone games that piss me off. But no, the game I was going to talk about was X01. It came out in 2021. We played it on the TBGP Game Club. It is a game where you are a ball that accelerates. It gives little to no instruction. Oh, shit. It's one You're of on a planet. It takes for fucking ever to get anywhere on it. <laughs> and eventually you uncover like some weird ass story about a bunch of astronauts landing in this area and you're dealing with some ghosts or something. It doesn't matter. That is barely there. It is 10 missions not knowing what you're supposed to do. And you can kind of go any direction you want, although like 
Like, for instance, there's this one level where you're on a pl- you're kind of floating in space and you're trying to get to this planet. So I just took the direct path because I didn't know what the fuck else to do. And I looked it up online later and it would have gone much faster had I not taken the direct path. And I don't see how the fuck I was supposed to know that, but it's just a really shitty game. It's just a really <laughs> pointless game is what it feels like. Like you didn't have, is there any positives to the game? I don't think so. The fact, <laughs> the fact that you can turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, like, right now in in gaming development culture, everyone doesn't want to put instructions in, right? Because that's the artsy thing to do. You don't want to break <laughs> fucking immersion. Like, you want, like, your story to be developed as you traverse the environment and not told to you, because evidently you're a fucking idiot if you have it told to you. <laughs> Well, and a lot of these modern PlayStation games are, like, really big on being HUD-less, and I'm just like, I want all the HUD. And so I'd, like, go always go through the options, figure out how to turn the HUD back well, what's on. Worse, what's worse is when they have a HUD, but it's, like, temporary and only pops up every once in a while, and you're running around, like, Elden yes. Ring, and you're like, shit, I'm running, but do I, I can't to, see my stamina. Do I need to top off something? <laughs> yeah, do I need to slow down? And you're like, what do I do? What do I do? And you stop, and you swing your sword, and like, oh, there it is. Okay. Now I'm good. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I turned the that, uh, that broke my immersion. I turned yeah. all of that shit back on for yeah. Olden Ring yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, that right, pissed so me X- off. X01. Anyway, yeah. Is there anything other than that that really? That's all the fucking game game. is. That's all the like. So it's that, a really fucking boring, pointless game. How that much wasted, did you spend on like, it? Oh, I didn't spend anything. I got on Game Pass because uh, it's a Microsoft game. So technically, oh, okay. technically, you spent like what fifteen ninety nine. So, how much time did it take you? Uh, six to eight hours, which may not be a big deal to you guys, but it's I will never get that time back. I couldn't yeah. have done anything else. I, I did. I did Lost Ark <laughs> so. for forty hours. Yeah, my time would have been better used just jerking off that entire time. <laughs> if I'm being honest, sixty hours of masturbation. Like <laughs> that's a marathon. <laughs> I can just sit marathon. on the couch and stare at the wall, and I feel like I would get more out of life. That is a meat beat marathon. <laughs> so, uh, Maybe a manifesto. <laughs> yeah, Maybe a manifesto. <laughs> For anybody, okay. I mean, meat beat manifesto could be really worse. Good. You could have spent like thirty hours in like house flipper and power wash simulator, like I did this year. You probably get like some weird like, oh, this. I'm not working on my house, but man, this fucking digital house is getting fucking repaired. Like, yeah. in my it, old house, something like is, that was very appealing. It's like lawnmower it is kind simulator. Of cathartic. I got sucked into lawnmower simulator. I'm not oh. gonna lie. I don't know it how it happened. But I started playing it, and I was just like, this is a really fucking zen game. <laughs> like, I'm doing this massive, like, acreage and stuff. It's I live, like, okay, first off, I live on 10 acres of fucking forest. Yeah, but you, but you can't mow all of it. You no, can mow, like, 10 I have feet. goats. They do the mowing for me. But I'm in this game, and I'm just like, man, this is really fucking zen. I'm out here right? picking up junk to make sure I don't run over it. I'm going around, and I do it right. I go around with the weed eater to get the edges to make sure the flowers before are good. you start mowing. Yeah, yeah. So I can yeah. just go in straight lines, and I'm out there. I'm just like really zen about it, and I'm like, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you know, what'd be really funny is to make a game like this. It starts off like a mowing simulator, and then like off in the distance, a nuke goes off, is this a- <laughs> and the game just changes gears. It's like a it's like a podcast for graybeards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. It's like but, alien invasion, nuke, something happens, and the whole game changes gears, but, and now it's a survival horror game. But no, Trent is right. Happen. A lot of these simulator games that come out now, though, they're oddly zen. Yeah, like like, like train simulator. Oh, Jesus, it was, man. Uh, I, I Power wasted, Wash Simulator for oh, me this year. Oh, Power <laughs> Yeah. 
I, I put about 60 hours into lawnmower simulator because I had to get the best equipment. I had to get the best everything. I was, and I was looking just at like, all the different fucking yeah. like nozzles and shit yeah. for the power yeah. wash. I hired a whole crew. I had oh like multiple God. guys send them out doing jobs. So I was making money hand over fist. It's like, fuck, if the real world works like this. <laughs> God damn. Next it'll be air conditioning simulator right. where you run your own air conditioning empire. Right. So... Yeah, but that wasn't. So, that's not a brown. So note. That actually, of, I do recommend. That's not my. Yeah, brown note. no, that's <laughs> yeah. just that's time sinks. That's just yeah. game for yeah. games for middle aged men. It's so calming. The buzz of the mower. Oh, it like is going along. Fucking mowing that long. <laughs> I I actually don't experience the zen that you guys do with these. Dude, it's on Game Pass. I, think. I played uh, Power Washing yeah. there. Yeah, I actually I'm own done. it though. That's I have a physical disc. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> god. I just yeah. hate mowing the lawn, and I can't picture enjoying uh, it on. I, I PC. like I like mowing the lawn. I it's do. like you want to come like, over and mow my lawn? It's, no, it's no. like mandatory exercise. Yeah, but it's like on a cool day. And then you plug in really some headphones, good. and yeah. it's... but it's really shitty exercise. Like you're not gonna fucking burn off all the calories from a thing of fries. On no, you're just Absolutely, you will. No, like you're at 100 degree, in a hundred degree heat, like I'll walk back in and my clothes are just drenched in First sweat. Of all, yeah, a only, thing of fries is like five hundred calories. You yeah. are not going to burn five hundred calories only a, on the lawn. Only For a, a you, fucking masochist mows their lawn in a hundred degree way. You wait till the early morning where it's cool and you I can don't piss like off your neighbors. I don't like mowing so. on the lawns wet, but this is a weird tangent. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so Trent. let's go right into another weird tangent. What's your brown note? Okay, Trent? okay, all right. I, I said my, my brown note would be a little long-winded. I think Rusty had a long-winded one, so yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna. But I agree with him. That sounds like a shit fucking game. I'm so sorry that you spent that much money that you worked for on that right. game, and you'll never get it back. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, you're it's gonna the have time to. Too, you're gonna you have know. to suck a lot of Michigan cooch to get that money Ooh. back. Yeah. You're All right. right. God damn so my brown note is Gotham Knights. Oh. Really. Yeah. Okay. Who sighed really heavy? I did. <laughs> oh, you did. Okay. That, I, was, I that's can't disappointing. see Rusty because he's over here uh, on my periphery out of view, so I, I couldn't tell if it was him. And he's that's... like, I played it, and it was good. And I was going to start yelling at him. No. So, no, that just disappoints me. Yeah. Did anybody anybody else? No, like me and you were talking about earlier, like I watched, I was curious. Yeah. And then I ended up, I, I haven't pre-ordered hardly anything yeah. this year, and I ended up watching <clears throat> several different playthroughs and reviews yeah and i think i got out of the reviews that it was kind of like taking batman but splitting them up between four people with this toolkit well, and that and i know that that kind of did not that's sound that's not cool. even the piss off that's okay so so what i'm gonna do is is uh, this came out in october i think it was i didn't pay for it it was gifts so i'm glad i didn't spend money on it and and uh i looked at it as like oh and they were just like, oh, do, do you not like this game? And I was just like, oh, no, no. I said I was interested in playing it when I first heard about it. And I first started watching stuff. And I, I remember it got delayed once or twice. And I didn't really do a lot of research into why. But I got the feeling that somebody wasn't happy with what was done. So they you know, just pushed it back and redid some stuff. And so usually a game like that makes you worry. Yeah. <laughs> that something's wrong you know and so i i jumped into it and i'm like all right i know the continuity is not supposed to be a follow-up to arkham this is like it's this is more based around um uh dc before rebirth so it's like back when superboy prime like reset the reality and jason todd came back to life i'm looking at you because I, I think you've read batman as much as i have i mean i 
I have not, but I've read a lot of summaries. Like I know, I know who Jason Todd is, and I know like. Superboy yeah, Prime, Super Prime did yeah. a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so is this like, is that like the new Fifty Two thing? That's later. Like that was before. That was after all all that. Okay. So this is back in like death. So there was Death in the Family, Killing Joke. Okay. All that. Uh, Jason Todd for for everybody who 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 doesn't remember, he's the original Robin. Second Robin. Second, sorry, second Robin. Yeah, got killed by the Joker. All that shit. Um, Super, and of course, Batman. Thought he was fucking dead, you know? But what he didn't know was that Superboy Prime had altered reality, which brought Jason Todd back to life with amnesia. He didn't know who he was. Talia al Ghul finds him, throws him in the Lazarus pit. Um, he starts to regain his memory, heals, and he goes and he decides to follow the path of Bruce Wayne to become as much of a uh, uh, assassin or, you know, fighter as Bruce as, as Batman is so he can take him down and kill him. And he returns to Gotham, wages a war on crime his own way, which is a very brutal way, because unlike Batman, he actually doesn't mind killing people. So you get to play Jason Todd in this game, you know, as Red Hood. So real quick, side note about Jason Todd, in case uh, anyone else doesn't know. You Mm -hmm. probably remember this, Trent. So Mm -hmm. Jason Todd, right, 80s character. Mm -hmm. Um, When he got captured by the Joker, they basically said, hey, send in fan mail on whether you guys want Jason Todd to live. Yeah. The fan mail voted him to die. Well, let's, let's be accurate about that. It was actually a really close tie. If I remember, it was, like, really split. And the reason why is because, like, the original Jason Todd was really cool, and then they reinvented his character and made him a little more stupid. Like, people didn't like him. So that's why more people voted for him to die. But if I remember, it was, like, such a close margin. Can you look it up? Because I think it was a really close margin. And so because of that, the fans killed Jason Todd. <laughs> And uh, by the way, so the game consists of, of taking place in that universe, uh, which is more. Yeah, the margin yeah. was 72 votes. Yeah, 72 votes. It was a really close fucking vote. I think it was like like five, like 10,000 some odd votes altogether. Yeah, I don't have that information yeah, yet. Yeah. It, it was a really. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. 10,614 okay, yeah. votes. Yeah, it was really close. So, but, um, but either way. Uh, Batman nerds. Uh, <laughs> Imagine if DC like put out a tweet nowadays. That was a poll that was like, yeah, should yeah. Jason Todd live or die? Like everyone would just. Be... It, it would be better than the last election. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, <laughs> uh, so the game takes place in that continuity pretty much. And you've got Batgirl, uh, which is, uh, uh, Barbara Gordon. Yeah. You've got Jason Todd playing Red Hood, which is Red Hood's kind of a nod to the Joker's original character when he was just a, a petty criminal trying to be somebody before he turned into the Joker. Jason Todd took that moniker as kind of a, a fuck you in a way to Batman as well as the Joker. And then you've got, um, man, uh, Batman's stories are just all daddy issues. Yeah, they, they are. They are. There's a lot of daddy issues, <laughs> but, uh, then they got Nightwing and, um, Robin. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I was only, interested. is the, is the Robin, uh, who is after Jason? Todd? It's Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Is it Tim Drake or is it Damien? It's Tim Drake. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm just kind of like, all right, I'm only interested in Batgirl and, and Jason Todd. Yeah, Red Hood. So you jump in. And as you said, it's kind of like they took his abilities and split it between. They added some some abilities. Like, I think the Robin one has teleportation, thanks to the Justice League system and all that. 
And Jason, uh, Jason Todd Redhood, since he's been bathed in the Lazarus pit, he kind of has emerging uh, powers similar to Ra's al Ghul. So he can do this thing called Mystical Leap, where basically you just like jump across the city off of invisible platforms that form underneath your feet. <laughs> what the like, hell? <laughs> like that the entire right. way. Oh, it's so bad. Anyways, uh, and, and the whole point is like it's a nightly thing. So every night you go out on patrol. You're hitting up all these different sectors of Gotham where there's like X amount of crimes going on. It's kind of like in the old Arkham games where shit would pop up. You got to go rescue this person. There's witness intimidation, bank robbery. And honestly, I mean, those in the original Arkham games were kind of redundant. You know, it's the same fight over and over again, just on a different street. You know, I just like the combo system in the original Batman. This one has like Jason Todd uses like non-lethal guns. So you're doing a lot of gunplay mixed with melee fighting and then mixing in, like, you can mix in some of your um, your uh, mystical powers, you know, to take people out. And But the way I view it is, it's like, okay, this is supposed to be independent of Arkham series. Not supposed to tie into it whatsoever. And I understand how, like, I love the Arkham series other than Origin. And even Arkham Knight pisses me off. But because they they kind of lied to us, they said they're going to bring a new villain in, and it was just fucking Jason Todd, you know, as Arkham Knight. Uh, so that pissed me off. But the story's good, and the gameplay's great. But Origin totally sucks fucking ass. <clears throat> but if you're going to make a game that's completely independent, one, stop borrowing so much from fucking Arkham series. Make your own shit. Do it your own way. The characters are very similar. They They took Penguin and turned it from having that Cockney accent with the cool weird decrepit penguin into the same kind of decrepit penguin but he's got like a jersey accent instead <laughs> <laughs> so it's like i'm the penguin oh, i can't do it i can't you can't do a jersey accent <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't do a jersey accent <laughs> anyways um some of the gold chain's gonna come beat you up yeah <laughs> i mean it's almost a bronx bronx accent yeah almost <laughs> yeah but and then like harlequin they made her like it's the same Almost model build from the Arkham series, but she's more in like the sweatshirt kind of shit, like Margot Robbie's. Yeah, mm. it's kind of like how Silent Hill like adapted a lot of the movie elements in the later Silent Hill games that sucked major ass, you know. So, so it's that thing where it's like stop borrowing so much from the game that you say you're not a continuation. Like the game starts, Batman's dead. Wayne Manor blew the fuck up. How did the Arkham Knight game end? fucking bruce wayne blew up the fucking heart uh, the, the the wayne manor mm. you know it's like this thing where like if you if you actually played arkham knight and you beat it all the way and you got the the secret ending <clears throat> you found out what really happened where why he blew up the manor or that he blew it up and then on top of that it introduces a new character which most people just call the ghost and it's like a spectral nightmare version of batman and it's he looks a lot like uh, how he does when the scarecrow injects him with his fear talks. He's just this fucking ethereal mass with smoke everywhere, and he's very, very fucking scary. I wanted that game. <laughs> Instead, we got <laughs> Gotham Knights. It's boring. There is one saving grace that I'll bring up that the storyline was really bothering me because I when I I stopped paying attention to news about the game because I had no intent on buying it, it was given to me, I was under the impression that each of the characters was going to have their own independent storyline with villains matched to them. 
No, I have the feeling that it's pretty much the same goddamn storyline, just depending on who you play. Mm. I've only been doing Jason Todd. I've screwed around with the other ones, but that's pretty much what I'm getting is that that's, you're going to be doing the same shit every fucking time you play it through. One saving grace is they did bring in the Court of Owls, which I, I <laughs> love the Court of Owls story arc. I have Would, the fucking comics. I got the novelization of the goddamn I've, comics. So. I feel like you're giving it a mixed to mostly bad review. <clears throat> I'm giving it a mixed bad review, and, and, and I'm actually mad that they brought in the Court of Owls. So. Have you seen, man, the Court of Owls in the fucking Harley Quinn show? I, yes, yeah. It is. I haven't watched it. I saw some stuff for it, and I was like, okay, I really want to watch that. Is is the best yeah. Batman like, piece of related media in like a long time. The Court time. of Owls haven't been around a really long time. It's it's kind of a near, oh, is it like early 2000s or something like that? Yeah, it's, it's in the last yeah. like yeah. 10 or 20 years. And it's like an Illuminati society that runs all of Gotham. It's all the rich <clears throat> people run Gotham from the shadows in a very violent manner. And Like I they love, hint yeah. at them in the Arkham games, don't they? Yeah, I think they kind of do. Well, Batman always suspected that they were the ones who killed his parents. And, but, they kind of, and, I, and I actually thought the Batman movie... When I was watching the trailers, I thought it was going to revolve around the Court of Owls because hmm. the initial like preview teaser shit looked like that, but then it ended up being the Riddler. So I was like, all right, whatever. So That's what's my the brown note? <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, what specifically made it really, really bad for you to make it your brown note? The redundant like... goddamn gameplay, horrible story writing, and the fact that I, I feel like it's a game that's it's kind of like Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. We're our own thing, but we're going to borrow everything to sure. make our own thing. And that's kind of how I feel about Batman. Sorry about Gotham Knights is they want to be their own thing, but they want to borrow everything and remix it in a way that's just stupid. So stupid. Fair that's enough. all I can say. You have very strong opinions about this game. I love Batman, so I'm a, I grew up reading Batman. I love Batman, and I love the Arkham Knights. Sorry, I love the Arkham series, and I was sad to see that Arkham Knight was supposed to be the final note, considering that you know where they teased where it could have gone. A six-hour game of that would be better than this. That's very fair. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so when we're looking at these, I don't know that we necessarily need to rank brown notes, but I think that all of these count. I had nominated Survivalist as a brown note, but it's not. I don't have nearly as severe opinions about Survivalist as I do with the rest of these games. I don't know. Do you have anything that you want to add, Jason? No, I you, actually. You didn't, you didn't waste your time nearly as much as we did. <laughs> I, I didn't have also as like much. To throw God of War as a brown. No, I'm just kidding. No. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I, I uh, didn't have as much free game time this year as so you you picked only do. things that were at least decent. So I I picked things I felt were safe. That's that's a good well, way to do it. I mean, I mean, you know, you're at least that way. If you're disappointed, you have no one to blame but yourself. Exactly. <laughs> you <know>? Exactly. <laughs> My brother came, uh, came in early in the year, and then I fucking moved away. So uh-huh. <laughs> there's that. So that said. Um, Let's just uh, let's go ahead and get get this out of the way. Did you guys uh, play anything this year that's still in early access that uh, that you thought was great and worth the play? Like maybe a best early access title. 
Oh, hmm. okay. So not not so much that it's still in early access, like, but no, something that's still in early access. Oh, okay, because everything yeah. I played that was early access finally came out. Finally so. came out this year. Yeah, which, which, I don't which, play I can, early access games, so I try not to. Because like I did, we happy few. That was one of the last early access games I ever played, and I was very disappointed with the early access. Yeah, and that version. was a bad early access game. Yeah, it was so fucking bad. But then when the final product came out, yes. they they polished it up a little bit more, but it was kind of a night and day difference. They, yeah, it's, yeah, but it's still kind of like adding shellac to a turd. Yeah, like I it know. still was. It was still yeah. pretty. Yeah, it's a shellac turd, but you know, it was a night and day kind of difference to it. So I give it that. I don't. For me, there is a game called Stardius that I will continue to play that's in early access right now. It's kind of like, it uses the same engine as RimWorld, but it's a completely different game. Um, mm-hmm. It's about building starships from nothing. So like your starship blows up and then you have this, you're, you play the AI. So you've got some, you've got a bunch of colonists and cryostasis. What you're trying to do is rebuild the ship from the materials that you have lying around into something manageable and you rebuild all the habitations and systems to get it to a place where they can survive and start to take over. It's kind of like a colony sim, but like it has some priorities, but you're still in direct control of a lot of stuff. And eventually like you'll winch whole sections of the ship together and then like weld everything back together and then get your life support in a spot where your colonists can survive. And then you turn it into a ship and then you start traveling to like other worlds and you start trading and you start doing all sorts of crap. And it doesn't have an end goal right now, but the journey up to that point where you can start flying and going to other planets and fighting things and things like that is actually really neat. Um, it's a really cool concept. I really like that game. And I could probably, it's a, you know, it's kind of like a run-based game, but not really, right? Like, if you're playing Civ, you don't really think of Civ like a roguelike, but it's almost kind of like a rogue in a way because it's like playing another game of a board game, right? It's like you're playing another game of, like, uh the what's that god killer game that we play sometimes, John? Or we haven't played Evil or uh, God yeah. of War. No, the board game <laughs> with all the expensive ass miniatures. Oh, uh, Kingdom, Kingdom Death, Go- Kingdom Death Monster. Yeah, it's kind of like that, right? Like that's a run that we're playing. That's kind of the same thing, right? Like you're not getting anything out of the run to take with you to the next run, other than you know how to do things better. But the whole journey itself is really fun and unique, and I I just enjoy the hell out of it. Nice. Um, it's a very solid early access title. What was the name again? Stardius. Stardius. Yeah, it's kind of expensive, but 100% worth it. And it's updated like it's a single developer <clears throat> that I feel like is on a level with Tyrion, the, the guy that did RimWorld. Like he's an incredibly smart guy. Um, but he like people put feedback like, oh, this thing works kind of weird. And like the next day it'll be fixed. And there'll be a patch that fixes that. Like, it's pretty crazy. Nice. But, uh, yeah, there's always, like, many updates, and then he does these huge updates every few months. And I've been playing it on and off all year. Um, very creative game. All Sweet. Right. I don't know if anybody else has any other early access titles. Rusty or Jason, did you guys play any early access? Well, Rusty, you played some early access. Yeah, I, I played a few. Uh, I think the one that stands out to me is Against the Storm. Uh, that game just... That's a strong second. It, it's a really good uh it's it's a really good like uh like uh oh what's it like a, a builder it's a city builder style management sim kind of in the in the vein of um it's kind of a fantasy like realm. An rts but it's all randomized like it's, so it's an rts you know, building but it's an rts city builder it's a, yeah instead RTS of fighting enemies you're like 
you're fighting problems. Right. That's a, yeah. I don't know. That's it's a weird take on that type of game, though. It's it's kind of a uh, it's a weird management sim that has you do things. Uh, so you need to respond to different events that happen in your run, and each run is ran, uh, is is procedurally generated. So you might not have the same buildings or the uh, or even the same you know uh, uh, specializations for uh, the three different races that you have have specializations. You might not have enough beavers, for instance, to be able to produce what you beaver. need. It's it's like this. It's like you're you have three different races require. They have different needs to make them happy and different food needs, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Beavers are quite high maintenance. They are high maintenance. I mean, they are. <laughs> but, they are. But what you what it does, it just gives you things that will work, but you have to kind of retool your mind to make the problem solve differently. So like, my guys like bread. And they really like meat or whatever. I and then I can't find any meat, but I can find bugs and turn that into jerky somehow. So like it's just weird stuff like that where you kind of reverse problem solve things that to make those work, or you right. find other needs that you can overcome that challenge to make sure that they don't die or leave your colony. Um, but it, it's very fast paced sometimes too. Yeah, there's some things that are uh, more efficient than others. Uh, there's a couple different ways that you can kind of like brute force your way through a problem if you don't have the resources to you know to do it the right way um but it's kind of got a a time limit to each run and each run you get a little bit uh, closer towards uh you know having better starting resources or uh being able to you know to choose better buildings to start out and stuff like that uh it's got really good bones to start like it's fully playable now and i'm i'm thinking it's going to uh increase in its uh its uh complexity and get polished over time so i'm just going to continue watching it but it's been it's been fun to play like you can sit down and play through each run and be satisfied it's like a full ass around i think i played it off and on for like a whole month i probably got 40 hours in that game like it's really solid it's a good you know like 40 minutes to an hour per run and you can kind of stop whenever you know come back to it It it's one of those games that i play like 15 to 30 minutes of my lunch break i'd kind of drop down and play that to kind of just take my mind off work yeah you played on steam deck too it was a uh, it was a good suggestion uh, by Justin. I picked it up because well, it was during the dark ages of the internet where I had like basically nothing for internet uh, internet speed. So I was able to download that over the course of a day or so and be able to play it play it offline. It was an offline game. I needed to have that, uh, you know, for the latter uh, latter half of last year. So, uh, pretty good game. Give it a try if you haven't. All right. Well then, let's uh let's break into this. If you guys had to if you guys had to name one game and I think we'll start with John on this one. That won't be in your personal like top 5 games a year that you sank the most time into. I feel like the game I sunk the most time to is in my list. <laughs> you, you know how to ask the hard questions. Sir. I do. Right. Um, I do. Oh, it doesn't have to be 
I a mean, game honestly, from 2022. No, it's just, just as long as you played it on this list. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a mix between Skyrim and Fallout 4. Like those are my kind of comfort food games. I like wandering around Skyrim a lot, and I like building shit in Fallout 4. So, um, those are when I don't have anything else to play. Those are the games I play. You know, like I have a different character on every platform in Skyrim, and I picked up the. Uh, I paid the twenty dollars for the. You know, the community mod expansion thing that they did, whatever it was called, Anniversary Edition. and um, He bought it again. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 20 bucks. Who, who gives a fuck? Like, that's, you know, almost the price of a McDonald's meal now. Um, <laughs> uh, like, Jeez. Sorry, that was the delayed laugh. No. All right. All right. Um, but they had, a, they had, like, weird little cool quests. Like, when you first run into the, uh, the White Run Jarl, like... The advisor slips you a note, and there's like, hey, there's an assassination plot, and you got to go unravel the assassination plot. But it's all done through notes. But it's it's cool. Like, at the end, you kill an assassin on the balcony in the Arles Court, you know? Um, but there's a lot of twists and turns to it, and they have a lot of, you know, odds and ends with it. I didn't really interact with the fishing, because I don't, I don't really care for fishing in real life, so I don't know why I, mean, I would want to do it in a video game, but... Um, so it needs to be a game that's not on my game of the year. Or you said a game that's not in your wheelhouse that you did sing a lot of time into, right? Well, that just won't be in your like top games. Oh, just or, not in my top. Yeah. Game. Okay. Then, okay. That yeah. makes it easier. So just outside your top ones, okay. you know. Okay. Okay. But that you still enjoyed, you still think is worth the playthrough. Yeah, I. I'm gonna say that uh, King Arthur Knight's Tale is probably that game. Um, I'm trying to find exactly how much time I spent in that game, but I would say probably, well, I'd say 82 hours. Um, that's two full failed runs. It is a very difficult game, but I think I understand enough of how to play it now <laughs> to be successful the next time I play it. It's a turn-based game where you're building up a kingdom. Um, you kind of have a base of sorts, kind of like XCOM and that you're like, you got to add parts to the castle to give you different abilities or leg ups and battles essentially. Right. Like you've got a, I don't remember the name of it, but essentially like a hospital, right? You got a hospital that heals wounds and you got a hospital that heals health. And when you go out on a run and then you come back and your guys are still damaged, they got to heal up. So you've got to have another rotation of people that can go out fresh. And if they go down um they have to heal from wounds or you got to take them out injured which means they might have like a 20 percent chance to get stunned or something yeah, like that like, they get like a handicap thrown on them yeah, yeah they do yeah. like a pretty severe one sometimes too like blind is one of them and if you're blind Jesus. you can't you've got like a 50 percent chance to miss <laughs> such as pretty pretty severe um which you can play through i've played through the pure tank that was blind. Mm -hmm. They couldn't hit shit, but was a really good target. I, I just like to think of them coming back from a mission, like, you're ready to go again, son? He's just like, I can't see, sir. Like, Get your ass out there. Yeah, I had a... Honestly, it sounds like Darkest Dungeon at this point. Yeah, it's it's not quite it's not quite like that, but it is a, it's an extremely tactical game, and I do like a lot of the bits about that. Um, it's extremely long. Like, I think a full run will probably take me over 100 hours. Ugh. Um, but it is one of those games you can play in chunks. Um, <laughs> but you said you've had two failed runs at 40 hours. Uh, about 40 hours each. Yeah, I got, I'm hoping that this part's been fixed. Like I kind of got myself into an, into an unwinnable state. I had three teams and I 
was only now granted part of this is me playing on hardcore um so this was me playing a run where um i had no saves yeah, right so it's just saved wherever i was at and i was trying to see if i could do it so i had three injured teams and the stuff i was fighting was too hard for my teams to go against without just wiping so i'm at a spot in it right now where i'd basically wipe all three teams because it's in hardcore mode um so I'm not going to play it like that because I know I'm not good enough to play it like that now. Um, but yeah, it's it is to use a term right. It's like the Dark Souls of turn-based tactics, and it's got a really cool art style. It's all dark fantasy stuff, dark Dark Age of Camelot, um, which I love that kind of shit. Kind of like Tainted Grail almost. Oh yeah, yeah. Tainted Grail is a really cool setting. I, I love Tainted Grail. Or at least I haven't played the video game, but the board game is a really cool setting. Oh, the video game is excellent. And that's how I found out about Danheim. My understanding is they're supposed to be fairly similar, but yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, the the actual game out that's right now is very similar to the actual board game. Can I break immersion for a moment and have one of you guys turn my headphones down? Yep. I have no idea which one I am, but. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, damn it. Just start You're not supposed to all. break the immersion. That's, that's, I'm, on, I'm on that one, whatever the gray one is. And this, well, one. this one right here is me. Yeah, check down. That, yeah, there we go. Oh, that's <laughs> so right, much better. Go. I yeah, noticed you kept popping down. your headphones yeah. off. Now I know why. Yeah, it was just right. it was too much. His cans are better <laughs> than ours. What kind of headphones? Um, these are the. These are your recording headphones, pair, right? Yeah, yeah. You've got. Yeah. Is that the? Oh, I can't stop moving your head. That's the DTs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That that explains it. Your cans are much better than ours. Oh yeah, but um, it's like I have the the Audio Technicas and I have the Buyer Dynamics that I use. I love the Buyer Dynamics. So, <laughs> so anyways, these are Buyer Dynamics. Yeah, yeah, that's they have the, I think um, have the 770s or whatever. Anyways, I mean, yeah, yeah, those are really good. <laughs> Rusty, we do audio production, so you know we're 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 all about headphones and amps and shit. <laughs> So. They're headphone nerds. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, I, um, I could use some more like sub end on them, but not really. you know. can you drop the lows? But no, no. I, <laughs> yeah, just, let's just do some live tuning. Just bring that right. bass in just a little yeah, bit more. Just a little. Just, just a little. No. Um, for wow. For it's weird not being on the compressor anymore. Um, for me, for me that. That turned into like the new Call of Duty, Back for Blood, because those are games that my <clears throat> wife likes to play occasionally. Um, I could just see her sitting on the couch, just like verbally owning somebody in Call of Duty. <laughs> she played Back for yeah. Blood with me and Jason several times. Did she yell yeah. at you the entire time? Eh, not really. Was, no. it like, was it like me with Donnie? No. Just like, keep the fuck up, Donnie! If, if nothing else, sometimes like games like Back for Blood, it can be a little frustrating because she'll hardly communicate at all. Oh, yeah. Um, but then you like you get in Call of Duty and she's like screaming every five seconds where she's where she's getting shot from or whatever. <laughs> um, but those end up being giant time sinks and, and legitimately the the campaign for the Modern Warfare series from from Infinity Ward is still really good story wise. I don't regret the the ten hours spent in that. Um, but I mean, 
I don't really play the multiplayer all that often unless she's playing it. So yeah, no, every, every I, time I can't I really justify a mainly multiplayer game yeah. in my top five. But it's like yeah. like Battlefield, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, like yeah. all those. For me, it's always a single because I love games like that. I mm-hmm. love the single player, you know, uh, uh, games like that. And so I'll like Battlefield. I've, I've bought and played every single battlefield yeah. since all the way back and like bad company and uh, all that shit 2042 fucking sucked. yeah yeah like i actually liked battlefield one it was the the last the new one they yeah. put out for uh for well, uh xbox that, one when that one came that's out, because yeah. that was actually a good story from world war one yeah that hadn't been told in one of the games before. Yeah. It, that was my problem with a lot of the World War II yeah. stuff is they kept rehashing. Yeah, like, the, the rehashing became a bad. Yeah, and, yeah. And I like the uh, was it the advanced warfare shit that they did with the future warfare. I forgot what they called. Oh the yeah, series. future warfare. Yeah. yeah, I like yeah. the Call of Duty in space. The yeah, infinite yeah. like yeah. that. What single player one was fucking rad. Yeah, and I wish awesome. they would do it again. It's it's yeah. it's like it's like do sorry yeah it's like a castle. Uh, <laughs> they could get into the blast. Like Wolfenstein. They could get into the blasphemy territory for yeah. Jason. Yeah, yeah. Oof. It, it gets fun. It gets really fucking fun, and they get cool gadgets and shit. And, mm-hmm. and uh, what was the one that had Kevin Spacey in it? That was, was Advanced Warfare. Yeah, that was, that was Advanced Warfare. Warfare. Yeah, that was and the only thing about it? Advanced Warfare <laughs> that I enjoyed was the was the idea of a uh, kinetic bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it know? was a exactly. Fun, it was a fun game for the most part, but. Or like uh, they had that one that was um, shit. But it, there was that one that was kind of like Apocalypse Now, where you're sent off to like Divide to find. Oh, you're thinking of Spec Ops the Line. Thank you, yeah, Spec Ops the Line. That is yeah. a fucking awesome yeah, game. Yeah, that's a fucked up game. That <laughs> game is so fucked. Yeah. And anytime yeah. I tell people about but, that, I'm like, play Spec Ops. Yeah, play that right? fucking game. And it's like, if you like Apocalypse Now, play that fucking yep. game. <laughs> but, it's fucked. But to the same token, aside from uh battlefield one and the call and the marm warfare part of the call of duty series most of the single player campaign stories have been kind of samey or shit for yeah. like the last six years yeah because that's so, where their money's at yeah yeah um so i still enjoy the ones that inflict a little originality yeah. into it well, the main thing is know. they won't split it up like i would be like me as a consumer i would love it if they put out two versions where one is a single player one's the multiplayer but of course for that they'd have to develop two games they won't yeah. do that no i would love i it. i would like the option to just buy the campaign for 30 bucks <laughs> and play the campaign you're getting into dangerous territory there. Yeah. I, I don't think EA is going to come for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I would spend 30 bucks on it, though. I'd be like, you know, technically it only constitutes 15% of the game. So right. If, if you think about it, if you think about it, if you go back to uh, uh, to the time where uh, they were, the, the developers were actually at war with GameStop. Mm-hmm. And when you uh, bought a game, it came with a code. Yeah, you had to pay uh, it to reactivate it. Yeah, you had yeah. to activate a, uh, activate the code, or you had to buy the code uh, digitally to be able to play the online version of the game. And that was all. EA. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're 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 playing with that kind of fire when you ask for that. So, because yeah. they're not going to do two separate packages, they're going to build it into one and be like, well, okay, well, you oh, can I know, buy, I know, it's, it's all about money. It's this. all about. I'm just saying, the, as a consumer, I the would, thing I would is, like they it. already kind of are with the fact that they made war. Uh, Warzone free to play. 
Well, yeah, okay. It, but Warzone is a you're, is, you're is a completely separate thing. Like the, the your multi, points invalid. Do the welcome. multiplayer people actually <laughs> want to play the single player game? Like, like I would have paid sixty dollars for that campaign in Infinite Warfare. It's only like an eight or ten hour oh, no, campaign. Oh no, I agree. But, yeah. Like. You literally get in the spaceship and then float through space outside of the spaceship and invade a ship and then get in your spaceship and fly yeah. off. Like, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. No, yeah. and I agree with you on that one and on the most recent it's two like, Modern it's like Warfare games. It's like that games. Sean Connery movie, that yeah. Saturn 8 or whatever, <laughs> where he's right. like the space sheriff on that, on that yeah. space station. Sean Connery. Um, that said, Rusty, you have anything like that? What? Oh, just God. outside of your top five, but, but you sunk, you sunk a, lot, a of lot of time in. Just just sunk a lot of time into it. Well, there's, I mean, there's the the default answer could could always be is, you know, uh, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, which is what I spend a lot of fucking of my free time on. But I haven't played that more than maybe a month in the last year because I didn't have fucking internet and I was moving. So I would say um, probably more to the. Uh, the more um, valid point would be uh, Dyson Sphere program. I spend fucking hours and hours and hours of playing uh, factory games, uh, especially when I didn't have internet. Uh, this was very easy for me to get into, just lose uh, about 150 hours, I think was my last playthrough, uh, and just go into you know the... Uh, the stupid realm of building factories that build their own kind of factories. You know, you build shit that build shit for you. So you just watch it go. And and that's your that's your Zen that Lawnmower Simulator and House Flipper were for me and Trent. Right. It's it is you know, once you get the math down and that's uh, I think that's simulator. kind of the, the draw to it is yeah, you, train simulator. you have to math it all out. And once you have the math down, you'd be like, okay, then this is this is what I need, and you have a, a set a set list of things that you need to build, uh, and then you can kind of go out and explore for the resources that you need, and the challenge of getting that shit from point A to point B to make the shit that you need. I uh, I don't know why it ticks a box for me, but it does. <laughs> so it's uh, but Dice Sphere Program is probably one of the better. Uh, better factory games out there if you like Factorio, um, you know, get it or Satisfactory. Give this one a try because uh, it's uh, it's it's a different random seed every time, um, but it's on a 3D um, like spherical world. Each you know each world is different, so it's it's interesting. That and the Dyson spheres, you know, once you build them, they're fucking. I mean, they're. You can customize the fuck out of them, so you can do whatever you want with them. Great. <laughs> All right. So nice. nice. Well, let's get into... Well, you didn't ask me what mine was. Oh, I thought you said yours already. No, no, no it's not. It's not Lawnmower Simulator. No. Oh. No, no, I did sink a lot of time to that, but uh, <laughs> mine, it, it's, it's one that came out, I think it was this year it came out, and uh, I sunk a lot of time uh i did a total trophy completion on it to get everything and that was a uh, ghostwire tokyo nice i wouldn't put it in my top it's a fun game don't get me wrong it's a little repetitious and samey it's got a great visual style and it's it's the guys who did the evil within one and two 
And, I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, and Ghostwire was actually supposed to be the Evil Within 3, but they decided just to rebrand it as its own thing and go a different direction, but that was the way they wanted to go with the Evil Within series, which I love the Evil Within 2. That's like one of my yeah. favorite games. And um, <clears throat> I, I liked it quite a bit. Ish, I just wouldn't put it in my top five. I sunk probably, I think, about 40 or 50 hours into it. Uh, nice. Just because, you know, you got to go around and collect these souls. Yeah. And that takes a while. And because they're not static, like, you know, they'll be in an area, but if you've cleared an area, uh, if you move on, I think uh, sometimes they'll regenerate so you can get, and I think it's like a, a stupid amount of souls you have to collect around the entire city yeah. to get that. Well, they count from multiples, but it's like yeah. collect like 50,000 or something yeah, like something that. Yeah, something like that. It's really fucking high. And you get Damn. like maybe 100 and, 120 out of each one. Sometimes you'll get 300 out of two if you collect two at the same time. And it, But yeah, it's super fucking cool game with a great Japanese lore built in yeah. there, you know. But yeah, it wouldn't be in my top five, but it was fucking fun. Awesome. All right. Well, with that, what do you wish you finished this year that you didn't? Everything. God of War Ragnarok. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) I, I have my hands. I have God of War Ragnarok actually started, and, uh, I have just not had time to sit down and, you know, and play it. And that's one I absolutely will finish. It's just, I gotta have time. I gotta, I gotta be able to do it. Yeah, I'm so, like 20 or 25 hours into it, and I'm... You said it's starting to get really good. The story beats are getting really good. The yeah. problem is the story beats have, like, these really <clears throat> meandering parts in it. Like, God of War Ragnarok's problem is that, like, the previous God of War, you had this really nice emotional we're gonna go spread your mother's ashes on top of this mountain like there was shit a point god of war ragnarok doesn't have a point <laughs> like it's just <laughs> wow. oh you well, want to go thought, do something atreus okay i thought it was i thought it was like the, the, the all fucker trying to <laughs> say he, him. he shows mean, up at the beginning of the game and he's yeah. like yeah. Hey, I want peace. Don't you want it's, peace? And we're like, well, we're just not going to make a deal with you. And then Trace is like, I'm bored, Dad. Let's go this way and fuck with him. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. If we want to get into this discussion right now, the point <laughs> will make a lot more sense if you finish the fucking game. So they, the part <laughs> That's about that's a the, tall ask. Jesus Christ. Well, I thought it's no. So the long. point, the, the point of this game. So this, I said this. I think I can't remember. What's that movie where Robin Williams go, Robin Williams goes to hell? Uh, what, yeah, dreams what dreams may, may come. come yeah. yeah, I feel like at the end of this game, like a lot of things pulled on my heartstrings the same way that did, and the point of it pulls on something that's one hundred percent human. Your mother's and not so in it there, puts. Yeah. It's hard to say. I don't want to spoil the game, so that's why I'm trying. I'm speaking in vague terms, but the point is a lot more grounded and relatable to anybody than it was with the other thing. And it's that deeper point that's the point of the game, and that's the driving force. But the driving force initially is kind of like, it's kind of like watching a movie, like a situation movie, and I'm trying to think of a good one because I'm not good with movies, but you think like movies where it takes you in a spot in time in somebody's life, right? This is a spot in time in their life. No and country things, for yeah, old men. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's, it starts off almost like that, right? Like this is a spot in time in their life, and like things are going crazy. 
And the motivating force but right they now is Odin. Going has, crazy. <laughs> but Odin has like reinserted himself in in his in Kratos's life, and wants to finish the deal. Right, like he wants him to he wants him to basically sign off and not destroying any more of his uh, family. Essentially, right. No, no, I just I, I, I have it, no driving force in the okay. game right now. I do not doubt that the ending is emotional, impactful. There have certainly been emotional, impactful scenes in this. After nearly every scene that Kratos and Atreus are together, my question is, why are we still doing anything? <laughs> so, okay, now I had I had a uh, when I start, I, I'm only about seven eight hours in, and I had a feeling that it's kind of a coming of age story. It is, Atreus, and that's it, it, the, it, that's the point. And it John. may not hit you as he's much. kind of a little bitch though. He was a he bitch a, in the first one. He's the same as we were. Oh, don't I don't look anything like Maybe that. so. I don't want to play me as a 14-year-old in a fucking no, game. No, but... It's, <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of awkward. I think... I think it hits me a little... Now, dropping I know that there. I'm not... I know that I'm not a real dad, right? But the only time that I've actually been physically involved in a little human's life has always been raising two teenagers. And that's where I related with it the most. And it's the closing of the loop of that that's like, the point. Like press A to crawl out of bed and wipe the oh, clean Jesus. Well, and that's fine. I still am, you know, it. I don't hate it, but to me, it's a middling game because it needs to be. It needs about fifty percent of it cut out. It needs a better world map, and, and it needs uh, John on the soundtrack. Ninety percent of the time, I don't want to be Atreus when I have to be Atreus. And you're okay. probably mostly done with being Atreus. That is Thank fair. fucking God. <laughs> It's like it's like the last. Wow. It's not quite as bad. Like like you start out as Atreus his... and you're like, fuck, I don't want to be Atreus. And then after a half hour or so of Atreus, you're like, okay, this this lore at least is kind of interesting. He's easier to play than Kratos though. Section. Yeah, the Kratos just goes like Hulk smash on everything. <laughs> Kratos as a character grows way more than he's ever grown in any of the other games. Yeah, and he... by the end of this, you'll really understand where I'm going for. And it's the whole reason I don't. I he don't think started I talked physically about... touching people. It's real weird. It... <laughs> Without it's like coming out of that bubble. <laughs> the, the, this, like, I kind of made fun of Christopher Judge for crying on the video game awards. And now I know why after I've played the game. I think <sighs> it's one of the best acting performances in a game that I've ever seen. Mm. Um, like hands down, especially towards the end. Like it's pretty well done and very relatable. And he's—I it, know they mocap the fuck out of these guys, right? Like their facial expressions and everything else. Like between this and Horizon, like that's some of the best mocapping I've seen ever in games, right? Um, but he, as an actor, sells it so well—the evolution of Kratos—and that's the story. It's the evolution of Kratos um, as you get further on, and it really sells itself really fucking hard towards the end. And it really—I don't know—to me, that game is just. Story as far as world building and storytelling, I liked I so like there's a handful of games that I've really, really enjoyed story wise, right? And as of late, it's been control in this game by a country mile. Uh Plague Tale Rec Room also does a pretty good job, not quite as good as this. Um but I feel like those story wise are two of the best games I've played in a very long time that have some kind of story that I can really like I actually want to you know, I only watched like four movies all year, right? Um because stuff kind of has to get me. And it's not there's bad things out, but like if I'm going to sit and do something for two hours, I want something more out of it. 
So um, exactly. <laughs> so if I'm going to go for like a Sorry. so when we talk about like story and games and things like that, like it for me to not if I get in a spot where I'm not skipping everything. That's a big deal to me because it doesn't happen that often. Like even like, you know, I love Fallout, but it's not necessarily for the story unless it's New Vegas. When there are story beats, I enjoy it, but they are very far between. Like I'm glad you have connected with this game and found a story that you like, Justin. You started off killing the ravens and <laughs> pixel hunting. Uh, that Almost every puzzle in that game is fucking pixel hunting. It's really annoying. But um, I just want to beat the game. I want to somehow turn off doing everything else and just watch all the scenes and just be done put with it, it on easy mode and burn through it so i could yeah. put it on story i mean the combat mode. isn't yeah. like when you're playing kratos in combat like that is kind of fun even if i don't feel the point in kratos and atreus pursuing their current path um and i do enjoy the evolution of kratos and i don't mind like a slow like moment in a life game but jesus fuck I mean that scene where Kratos <laughs> cries for thirty minutes straight, and you just have to keep you just have to keep, <laughs> keep pressing, pressing X yep. to wipe the tears away. You know, <laughs> yep. So hands down, this is some of the best accessibility features I've seen in a video game. There's literally a menu option to turn off the fucking button mashing. Mm -hmm. You just hold the button down now. Yeah, I don't yep. like wearing out controllers. Fucking lazy yeah. gamers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of wishing I'd finished it, Plague Tale. Requiem, wish I'd finished it. It's not terribly long. Um, I finished it last week. And uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn, I that, got for my Switch. Uh, that's uh, 116 hours for me. It. I've barely started it. But I have a hard time playing one game. Uh, my, <laughs> mine, mine would be um, two. One that I didn't even start, but I have Deathloop. I have it, but I haven't even fucking um, installed it. What that, was that? That's a good game. Uh oh, God, Deathloop. Yeah. Uh oh, yeah. yeah I I have I bounced it. Bounced off that game hard. Yeah, I, I have it, but I did, I never installed it, and I I, really, I bounced stuff it pretty hard. Too. I kept telling myself I'm gonna do it this week, I'm gonna do it this week, but then like ban stuff and dealing with John because he just he's so high maintenance. And, um, right. I am. I'll he just is. call up Trent. I'll be like, "Deal with me, bitch." Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> "I'll just be like espresso." <laughs> Deal with me. <laughs> and uh, it just turns into a thing. And um, Deathloop's supposed to be like the later Hitman games, right? Except it's a big world of it. It's uh, from my understanding. It's like now it's like you're on this island where you've been brought for like the most dangerous game, and every time you die, it resets. So yeah. it's kind of like, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like a assassin's style groundhog day. Yeah, but it's yeah. still like a big like what's the it's you know it's like the machines that had like a lot of parts to them that um, machines. No, it's the uh, it's like mousetrap. What type of machine is that? That's a. Uh, oh oh you oh I, I know what you're talking about. It's the actual dude who invented the type of thing. Yeah, where it's just uh, I forgot the. It's a bunch of nonsensical parts that the, interact that, that carries together. a ball from point one yeah. to point two. And my understanding yeah. is that is how Death Loop works. From my oh. yeah, from my understanding, it's kind of like, it's a runner like you're just running through, running and gunning, trying to get further and further, unlock the mystery and all that stuff. And every time you die, it Tom yeah. cruises you back to the beginning. And you have to start over again, which yeah, kind of like Returnal. So basically, like, yeah, this is the more stylized, like, pretty version of Returnal in a sense. It's and, a Rube Goldberg machine. That's Thank it. you. Thank Rube you. Yeah, I was trying to remember the name of that. Yeah. 
But um, but yeah, yeah, that one and uh, God of War would probably be the other one that I, I wish that I had finished. Um, but I just didn't have enough time because, you know, like John said, he's a needy bitch. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I would just actually going to say grounded. Oh, I why? can see that. I got started I on it that. and then a lot of other things came out and then I didn't realize it was coming out of early access last year and then it did. And then I started it and then just didn't quite get into it. And I want to finish that game. What type of video game is grounded? It's an obsidian survival game. It's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, basically. Oh, oh I remember. Yeah, I know. Okay. That one okay. It's on Game yeah. Pass. Yeah, yeah. Crystal and I both played through it this year. It's mm. actually really enjoyable. Nice. I won't I'm, play it. Yeah, that's because it has spiders, like giant ass spiders. <laughs> like Rusty I'm, has I'm, nightmares. I'm, <laughs> I, I mean, if you saw eight legs and a butt coming towards you, it's genuinely a little bit terrifying. I would get hard, giant ass spider. <laughs> there, I would, I would defeat it with because hard you're ass. like, you're like the size, <laughs> you're like fuck the spider. Try, ass. Tries thrusting <laughs> from behind. Imagine if a wolf spider was as big as this house, and that's how it did, how it appears. Like they're huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and they're, they're pretty fucking hard to beat. They're they're hard fucking to beat. Fucking she coming at you. No thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's. It'll be a little bit terrifying. I so, kind of got into a good rhythm for how to kill a spider, so but Rusty, you really hate that movie, James and the Giant Peach, right? <laughs> I mean, she was kind of hot too, though. You know, in like a in like a way. Um, no, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Let's see. No. I can see you on the camera. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's the saying no, is, but he keeps looking at the, me and nodding his head. I feel like there've been a lot of good giant spiders in video games. Though. The thing yeah, is, like Quailig. The perfect game for the perfect game for Rusty's spider phobia came out last year on Xbox Game Pass, and he won't touch it. If you don't say Earth Defense Force, then I'm just going to be like, you don't know what you're done. No, No, it's actually called Kill It with Fire. Kill It with (laughs) Fire. Nuke it from orbit. (laughs) You're you're literally just going through houses nuking spiders with flamethrowers. That's kind of like therapy. Yeah. No. That's like, it's not like It's immersion therapy. It's like Shutter Island. Yeah. It's like Power Wash Simulator, except you're spider. killing spiders with fire. Do they have a John Keen? No. Uh, sorry, do they have a, a fucking, um, oh shit, what's his fucking, uh, god damn, I forgot his name. What are you thinking? I'm like, thinking what? of arachnophobia. Oh, uh, uh, Jeff fucking, Daniels. No, no, the guy who played uh, the, John, John Goodman. Do they have a John yes. Goodman skin? Oh, <laughs> it's all in first... It's all in. I don't care if it's. It's first all in person. first person. I'll so. pay five bucks for a skin I'll never see. Right. Because <laughs> the NPCs will see it. And that's all. That <laughs> the spiders God. will see his face. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't. Yeah. It's just a I mean, the game with a goes. Pair of eyes behind it. I, I hate spiders too, Rusty. It's just I, I believe that's in the... immersion, uh, immersion therapy. So mm-hmm. I, I am like I had a tarantula to try and get over my fear of spiders, and it kind of worked. I don't fear tarantulas, which are not as often that you run into. Right. So it worked for that, but it did not work for anything else. No, no. Yeah. Fucking, that like, said, as soon as I, I mean, moved in here, I had a fucking, I, I don't know what the fuck spider it was. It had to have been a fucking wolf spider, but I swear to God, it was spider. the biggest fucking, it was the biggest fucking wolf spider I've ever seen. I found like, one in my garage and the way it walked was comical, how big it was. I was just like, it was like watching the thing. When the spider Wait, head walks off, I was like, what this, the fuck? This is fucking, this thing is like about three feet to my right on the wall. Uh-huh. And I just see the shape out of the corner of my eye. I jump up. I go uh, go across yeah, the fight room. Fight or flight. Fight or flight. Yeah. 
Uh, exactly. I jump up, go across the room. I look, and it's still there. And I pull out my fucking like, I pull out my phone and turn the flashlight on, uh-huh. and I could see it. Fuck, uh, I could see the flashlight reflect off of its eyes. Its eyes were so big. It was staring at me. And I'm you. like, it was staring at me. It's just like, what I, you I gonna do, big boy? Come on. No, I was fuck this. I'm out. Come to fuck with I'm you. just waiting for you to go to sleep so I can drink out of your mouth and your highly. Well, <laughs> well, you see, what I was doing was I was gonna go out and get the fucking gasoline, but my uh, but my buddy stopped me and you know just you know fucking like got like, the no, shop back out and no need to burn the house down. So that's what every insurance agency needs is they need that guy who understands the fear of spiders. <laughs> and they're like, so how did your house catch fire? It's like, I was trying to kill a spider. And he's like, I understand. Yeah, You're fully I understand. covered. I got yeah. you. We've got that, a coverage for that. You're that good. one adjuster out there that yeah. understands. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like you're in your car and you run through a through a fucking crowd of people. Like, what happened? Yeah. He's like, I thought I saw a spider yeah. on my windshield. He, uh, <laughs> they're just like, ah, I understand. Yep. He no, looks he, like he, Edward good. Norton and he and he teaches you how make napalm out soap. Yeah, just weird yep. shit yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he splices dick pics into fucking children's movies. <laughs> That's a healthy fat. That's a healthy pasta. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> All right. Jeez. <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think we're going to get down into it and start talking about some of our highest rated games <sighs> this year. Let's peel the onion. Let's, do Let's peel it. Uh, that said, well, I'm going to do this in no particular order because we're going to end up changing it up. Um, so first game we'll talk about. Uh, for our top rated Horizon Forbidden West. Mm. Oh, John, lean forward. He's got some. <laughs> I saw that. I mean, that's my favorite game of the year. Yeah. Oof. Oh, not not for me. No, I'm just agreeing. It's a great yeah. game. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it is uh, a very pretty game. It's pretty. It's. Fun. I don't own a PS5, so I literally watched it like They're a movie. Everywhere now. I mean, <laughs> I mean, for me, they took a ridiculous concept and made like one of the best. At least he admits that. Open world <laughs> environments out of it. And one of the best, like, one of the more unique, like, game combat mechanics out yeah. of it. Like, it, it's just such a unique story, like, even just in sci-fi in general. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think Ashley Birch does a wonderful job as Aloy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I think it's a wonderfully paced game. I like how you now have, like, a base where characters gather. Like, part of me wonders if, the, like, scope was cut cut out of the game where you could take one of the characters with you hunting. Uh, don't forget Lance Reddick. Yeah, I mean... I love Lance Reddick. He does such a great job. In yeah. Oh, both yeah. of those games. Both yeah. of those Silence games. is always a really good villain. He's a, he's a cool character, too. I just like... Like, Lance Reddick, he's, he's kind of like the Christopher Walken now like he's just the same dude and everything he fucking does and he sells it and you're just like oh, yes. oh like his philip royals huh? yeah his philip royals yeah yeah yes. I mean, it's, it's like it's like christopher walken's the same guy in every like fucking dead zone you, same fucking you, guy you can't <laughs> you tell know? if he's the if he's the good guy who's just willing to do bad shit to yeah. get there or yeah. if he's actually the bad guy it's like fringe like yeah. when he was on fringe you're just oh like, yeah it's like i can't tell if this guy can be trusted and then he's in the the new resident evil tv show that sucked ass and you're like i yeah. really liked lance reddick as as wesker and that was the only good thing about the whole show but he's, <laughs> he sold that shit and that, then him right? as silence is fucking badass yeah for me horizon forbidden west is the only game that i platinumed and got to the end and then went right back in and started collecting more materials to level shit up. how long did it take you to to go all the way through 
It's like a like if you do everything like I did, mm. then it's like a fifty or sixty hour. Yeah, for me, I'm I haven't even finished the game. I've already made my way almost to the southern sea coast, and mm. I've been doing everything along the way, and I'm already at like fifty hours in. I was fifty-seven hours when I beat stuff. it, and I have about five side quests left, but I didn't do all the errands or the races or anything like right. that. See, and I did all that stuff. I yeah. I disagree with the pacing because it took two hours for the game to get out of its way for me to play it. Yeah, well, when it's sending you down into the valley, and like it's pushing you that way to go and on it's the like elevator it's, ride. Like I, that, yeah. I think I told John this. Like I was really into it when I first started. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this combat. I remember breaking off the different parts or whatever. And then it took me through a story, and then I don't like most of the characters. And so I... And then I realized what I did at first and what I made the mistake of doing is I went through like the whole dialogue tree like I would Mass Effect. Because it's like dialogue conversation wise, it kind of sets itself up kind of like a Mass Effect in the way that you've got a lot of different options. Now, none of those really make that much difference because the story is always going to play out the same way no matter how you interact with those people. But like each one of those dialogue options is like 15 minutes long. And if you don't like the character you're talking to or you, you get to a point where you don't care anymore and you can't speed read. So it does this thing when you click to skip that it skips but it doesn't skip the whole, it skips part of the sentence and you press skip yeah. again and it skips the bottom part of the sentence. So yeah. every time you skip dialogue, you got to skip two or three times to get to the next line. Oh yeah, a lot of games do that. Yeah. Um, and so that was annoying me. And then I got to the elevator and it's like, all right, now I'm going to get to play the game. <laughs> and I go down the elevator and it's like, go to uh, Steel Town or whatever it is. Oh, the yeah, first uh, chain, chain yeah, break, yeah. I think is what chain it's called. Chain, chain scrape. Chain scrape. Yeah, yeah, I hate that fucking town. And then I got <laughs> there and I was like, Oh, I can't play right now. So then I put it down for forever, and then I picked it back up on Christmas break, and then I realized that I was just the brink of actually playing the game. And once the game got out of its own ass to let me play the game, I actually had a lot of fun doing it. Um, I just really didn't enjoy most of the characters. I enjoyed some of the side characters. I enjoyed the villain. I think uh, I keep calling him Philip Royals because I watched too much French. But Lance, Lance Riddick. Riddick. <laughs> yeah, um, I think he's an excellent villain. I think his motivations made sense like it drove the story forward i felt like he was a pretty human character i i really hate the weird hippie village in the middle that won't do anything to save their dying land those guys annoyed oh, the shit yeah. out of me i mean there's uh, stories that they're assholes yeah i mean but, the, the game is pretty evident about that yeah, yeah. but but like they, they, they I, have they have pretty houses though <laughs> but yeah they are assholes. But, yeah it is I, a pretty hairy and, and honestly uh, i liked like some of the weird lore of them worshiping the big uh, yeah and tube tops the, the, the don't whole, forget their well, tube it, tops it was, it was the whole seeds thing that was just like i kind of like this this is kind of nice this reminds me of like like fahrenheit 451 where everybody learns a book and memorizes th it this is I, their legacy i, I did enjoy yeah. the whole like seeds and dying aspect yeah, with yeah. Them. i thought that was pretty sweet like yeah, so. and for me like to be clear like the fashion of the game the appeal of it to me is all these people kind of suck at what they're doing because <laughs> they're just starting the human race, so they're not very good at dressing themselves, yeah. and they're excited about, like, kind of silly things. And that's I think part of it, really the, endearing to the, me. The aesthetic for <laughs> me is I, I feel like it's like a too pretty fallout. Like, it's the same, in a way, kind of like the same concept, just like a thousand years later, right? Like, the world's been blown up. People it's, are re rebuilding yeah. the civilization, but like everybody looks like they've been washed recently, okay. and they're yeah. Arms but are like, I'm interested in the story here, and I like playing it. I better. have I have a, <laughs> I have a joke about when. Okay, so I played uh, Forbidden the first game. I had played it and put it down, and I came back right before West came out. So I actually oh yeah, you played the last one like a few months yeah, ago. Yeah, so I like 
like I it was like a year ago. So I like shotgun through West and then jumped into the Frozen Wilds and did that. And then like a month later, uh, West came out, and I was like, okay. So I'm so I jumped from one to the next. And one thing I, I told to you once that I thought was hilarious as shit, and it carried over into um, into West was that you're sitting there talking to these like rival tribes and shit. And the guys are getting all uppity and stuff with you, just like, oh, I'm the big bad, whatever. And I'm like, dude, you look like your name is Chad. <laughs> Seriously, like these guys are all like tribal warriors. And I'm like, you look like your name is fucking Rob. <laughs> and that you just got done, like, I don't know, dropping your kids off and going to Starbucks, dude. And you're wearing some okay. weird fucking LARP shit. I mean, like the guys. <laughs> Everybody, yeah, just put that war paint on. Everybody is vanilla as shit, and that yeah. <laughs> like you look at these people yeah. and they're trying to be all badass and stuff, and like they're clean shaven, and they got these yeah. like nice hairdos and, and shit. And yeah, I'm just lot, like you just dropped your kids off lot, in the carpool. Lot, lot of chads out Gold's gym. Yeah, there's a lot of chads yeah. in it, and you're just like it's just hilarious as shit to me because they even have dad bods. <laughs> like these tribal right. leaders are being all tough and i'm just like dude you look like you go and you have lunch at fucking like mcallister's or some shit you know like every day i th i think for me like there's parts i like better about forbidden west than i did horizon zero dawn i you know but there's things that i like better about horizon so i actually like the combat about horizon a little bit better i feel like your toolkit's so expanded that sometimes it's hard to kind of figure out I ended up in a cycle where I used a lot of frozen and then I shot weak points, right? Yeah. Um, so I used my hunter bow probably more than I used anything else. And in the first one, I could place traps. Like, you can still place traps, right? But the combat, the enemy's so aggressive in this one that sometimes you think this is how you want it to play out. And then you end up only getting one trap off. And then the rest of it is just a bunch of dodge rolling, dodge rolling. Like, melee combat's not viable in this one like it was in the last one. Like if things get too fucked up. So I, I feel like you end up, and then it has the whole run out of stamina when you dodge thing on your third dodge. So now you can't roll anymore, and then it just turns into a big old clusterfuck, and then you got to figure your way out. And I felt like the AI tuning on the last one was in a way that you could set up some cool kills, essentially, right? Or like crowd control, like the rope caster was a lot better in the last one where you could tie something down without shooting it like 30 times, like it feels like sometimes with this one. Um and so, like, parts of it threw me off, but, like, overall, there's more of it. There's more enemy variety. There's a lot more. The exploration bits in this were a lot better than the first one. So, like, the, what's the, what is it called when you go into the weird cyber dungeons um, oh, to the, find the uh, oh, different the cauldrons? overrides? Cauldrons, yeah. 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 I thought the cauldrons were done a lot better in this, and I think the tall neck design in this was better because there's a lot more variety to how you do the tall necks. Well, there were fewer tall necks in this I one. think there's, like, nine, I think. There's, like, five. Five. Like, the first game, there was, like, nine or ten, or I don't... There was more than five. Um, but, but I got it. We got to rewind a minute. So, the... I kind of had the opposite experience of you. Whereas the first game, I found a lot of the enemies were kind of hit point sponges. Um, where, like, I could do, like, a in-depth trap setup. But at the end of the day, at some point, I was just going to wander around and kind of dodge and hit. And on this one, I found my gameplay was more... Strategic? No, uh, no. It, it was strategic on the fly. It yeah, was, yeah. I wasn't dodging. I was setting up quick trip wires. I was scanning for, okay, what parts do I need? Like the scan system in this game is infinitely better than uh, Forbidden or the Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Thank you. Yeah. 
the games are named terribly. But it would start you off in a lot of fights where at once you need to scan it, but you're not hidden, so you have to, like, tank some hits so you can get a scan in to even know what it's weak to. Oh, I didn't have that issue. No. You gotta get good. You gotta. No, sorry. <laughs> you, you gotta. Just get don't, good, just don't, bad just don't gamer. Just don't run in there. Just don't run in there. That's uh, a, no, no, like, it sets you up in a story. Like, here's yeah. a boss fight. You haven't scanned the boss. You don't know what it is. I've got to sit and stand here and scan. You just got to be quick. And I'm not going to be able to pick anything to yeah. know. And I know that I'm not going to be able to get another chance to get these parts I want yeah. because it's a unique for, boss for, or whatever. For me, know. for no, some I of it. I think I'm, you can get the parts with, like, all the creatures in it appear in other places. Yeah. Like, you're not, there's no one single battle that you're never going to have another opportunity to get resources for from. For me, I approached a lot of the bigger, especially in the cauldrons when they have you face off against the big baddies. You know, it's like I approached it almost like Dark Souls where yep. I would run right at them. And keep fucking running as they're sponging their, they're spamming their attack forward and get behind them, and then I would scam. Ended up, it ended up being a heavy. So di- the only additional weapon I used a lot is I figured out how to use the disc thrower or whatever disc gauntlet no, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. figured out that does retarded damage. So yeah. yeah, there's also a fucking ton of games in that first game too, man. Like they, they have a ton of weapons in the second game too, but like the first game, I, I felt like it was an overabundance. So when they came out with this one, I very much appreciated that like two mm-hmm. to three hour tutorial section because it's like I remember the combat flow in this game is way different from any other game in existence, and I remember them having way <laughs> too much variety on on weapon stuff, and they did mm-hmm. that in this game too. But I don't know. Well, well, didn't mind. well, they consolidate a lot of stuff down to where it's like you pick what it is you're wanting to go like um for your attack type where you got the different arrow options right shit. oh Under- that's a good point yeah underneath that one bow so you're i can't remember what they're even fucking called but yeah you'd have these different bows so you're picking this one that has a like i think it's like two or three various options where one is like a high impact armor piercing and the other one's like I know, like what? Uh, uh, like I use the cast or fracturing. Yeah, yeah. fracturing. That yeah. is tear, a good point. tear, tear, tear. That's it, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they consolidated. They consolidated it down. So it's that thing where you get a bow and you have to see if that's going to fit with what you're wanting to do, the way you're th- wanting to do. I it, think you know? the point of what I'm trying to get at is since we're talking about game of the year, like I'm overly critiquing everything that I've played yeah. in a way of like trying to determine where something sits and like. I've waffled back and forth on whether that hits my top five. It probably hits my number six, but it doesn't. It does a lot right in the fact that once I got past where what I thought was bullshit at the very beginning and actually got to the open worldliness of that game, like I had a lot of fun with it. I just think that some of the parts of that game get in its, get in its way a little bit. Like, but when it compared to everything else that I played, like, yeah, it's a good game. Hmm. But, like, trying to be as objective as possible with everything I've played this year, like, those are the faults that I've found that held it back from being, like, a 4-8 kind of game for me. Like, I ended up rating it a 4-4, which is higher than I rated Zero Dawn. I honestly, like, I kind of didn't even... You were so negative on this series earlier in this year, I kind of almost didn't want you to even play the game because I thought you were just going to hate it the entire time. So I'm glad you liked it at all. No, (laughs) it's mostly some of the aesthetic I don't like and then some of the story I didn't like as much. Yeah. Um, but I've also realized that, like, here's the part that sold me, and this is this might make you cringe a little bit, John, is that I cared so little about the story that I could play a podcast while I played this game, and that's a big plus. <laughs> so for me to be able to sit there and listen to hours of podcasts while I played different aspects of the game, and the parts of the story I did, like, there's genuinely parts that I did care about, right, especially the stuff that ties into the central stuff. Some of the side quests are really good, too. Um 
So I think there's the characters in the desert. There's the guy that's the uh, radio DJ. Or oh, not yeah. that. He's the like storyteller guy. The storyteller yeah, yeah. guy is pretty yeah. entertaining. He's probably one of my favorite characters. Like I, I like the Las Vegas. Yeah, the whole Las Vegas line. area. Not, is, like once you get that lit up, it's like fucking cool as shit. And yeah. when you go. When you first get there and you do the depths thing where you're swimming around underneath the sunken Vegas Well, strip, you finally have the ability cool to swim shit. and yeah. do something besides have to surface every five <laughs> yeah. seconds. So, like, once yeah. you unlock that, I was like, okay, yeah. now I have a reason to go underwater. Um, they made the underwater sections look really good, too. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why I brought that one up because that Vegas one is, like, jaw-dropping. It looks fantastic, man. And it's a fun part if of the we, game, If too, we had a category fun. for best-looking game of the year, like, it's that's it's pretty close. It's yeah. the it's the best looking graphics I've seen, and it's on a console, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me. Like they've right. optimized the fuck out of that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, what, have, whatever I mean, wizardry have... they're doing with that, like, is insane. What was that? Yeah. I have a couple things about uh, you know, Forbidden West that that's. I mean, I, I oh agree yeah, you with beat it before everybody. Everything yeah. that you you've said so far, as far as the uh, you know the story was great, the combat was great. Um. And uh, and I can I can understand the pacing of the game. This you know that you know, I can agree with your points there. Uh, for me, there was a couple things that just you know that I had a hard time getting over. So you have to look at the timeline in which I played this game. I played this game immediately after playing Elden Ring. I do too. Uh, and what? What I experienced from uh, from that was Elden Ring really didn't hold your hand. You had to kind of figure shit out. Uh, and this game, it was like, oh, there's a box over there. Maybe I should move, uh, move this box to a place. And it did that incessantly every oh, fucking there's a, minute. Oh, there's a vent in there. I think there was a vent in yes. there. By the way, there was a vent there that I could probably grapple with my grappling hook. Yeah. Maybe did I, I should mention- scan this thing. Maybe yeah. I should get you know. Maybe I should understand. Aloy this was thing a, little a little too more. quick with the hints, but no yeah, game's perfect. It doesn't that was the change thing that, that for me. me. Drove me yeah. crazy. Yeah. It was like, give me some time, give me some latitude to actually figure this out. You know, <laughs> that was. I mean, if that's that, if that's the only critique that I can come up with, you know, you know, for the game, that's that's small fries. At I mean, the same it's time, good game. In the old world ruins, I appreciated it because those were not the best designed. So, like, I was often looking like, where the fuck am I supposed to go on this thing? So Aloy throwing me a hint quickly in there was like, oh, thank God. Now I'm looking for at least this. Give me three minutes to actually do that instead of 30 seconds. That's that's my guess. Not, not all of us. I value my time a little bit more yeah, than that, say, so I'll take yeah. the 30 seconds. Yeah, not all of us have three minutes to waste on trying to right. find a magic door in the goddamn forest. No, <laughs> so, no but it's... It's like Hellblade. I'm with, I'm with Rusty on this. Yeah, but it's like Hellblade. I remember there's this one part in Hellblade when I was playing through Sinuous Sacrifice and I'm walking around, and I'm in this forest area, and you had to walk through these specific trees. Oh, yeah, oh, the, poor, yes, the puzzles in that yeah, are pretty yeah. crazy Yeah, and, and I'm sitting there walking around, and I'm just like, okay, I'm pretty sure this is where I'm supposed to be. And I'm recording myself playing this. And so for, like, 15 minutes, I'm, like, wandering around, like, looking at trees and shit. And I'm like, God damn it, I can't, am I fucking stupid or something? <laughs> and then finally, like, I just randomly walk. I'm like, oh, wait, I think this might be it. I, this is where I started. Why didn't she tell me to turn around? <laughs> you know, and I'm just yeah. kind of pissed off because if I would have turned around, it was fucking right there. Why start me looking this way? That's not how you uh, start a racing game. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, honestly, God of War is pretty quick on the hints too. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's a. Yeah. God, the amount of times we're like, I'm literally in mid animation, and like Freya's like, why don't you try grabbing that barrel? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, just shut up, you fucking head. It's like you're a little late, Freya. <laughs> right. But anyway. All right. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, I watched it like a cinematic because, again, I don't have a PS5, so I found a YouTuber who plays it without comment. Hey, do you want a PS5? Right. I mean. I mean, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, I'm more than happy to wait the two or three years it'll take Sony to release the games on PC. Oh my god! There's this guy. Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Um, I gotta say the the last third of that story after uh, after Carrie and Moss's character turns tail a couple different times. I was kind of disappointed with it after okay. that. Okay, all right. So that okay, that would be the uh, that would be my only second thing. The <clears throat> final act of that uh, of that game, I'm I'm still scratching my head uh, about uh, where did that fucking it. come from? I loved it. John loved it. I think. <laughs> I, I I mean, look, I'm I'll like... be the dissenting voice here, and then we'll talk about another game that I'm really going to irritate you guys on too. So okay, <laughs> but I just the the last act of Forbidden West just was like, but why? It, it, it's not that's bad. It's just it was the suicide run on Mass I, Effect Two with less consequence. Like I, I thought it was phenomenal. At least Mass Effect had likable people. Oh. It's oh, it's not. It's I like not the, the people in Horizon. Hey, I like the what's his name, the big drunk dude. Yeah, from, he's from great. Meridian. Is he's, it, uh, what's his fucking name? If I hear it all, the guy with it. the lazy the lazy fohawk. I always want to say yeah. Varl, but it's not Varl. No, is it Varl? Is, is it, it Varl? I think it's Varl. It's yeah, Varl. I love that it dude. Is. He's like one of my favorite. I was so happy to see him in the second game. Right. And because uh, I, I love Varl, I thought he was fucking badass okay, as shit, but, and he's an awesome character. And Rusty, I don't care, Rusty. I don't care. <laughs> Okay, but it's not the it's not your team that the team that you I, I, build. I, I, I have a problem with. I oh no, Varl's the guy. Enemies. Varl's a different guy. Who, who is the guy I'm talking about? The guy with the hammer. Yeah, the guy with the hammer. Yeah, what was his name? I thought it was Varl. He's pretty memorable. No, Varl's the the very memorable. He's characters. the Nora character. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, yeah. Uh, oh. He's the black guy. Yeah, Fine, uh, I'll say the, it. Well, I was gonna say the one that follows you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You had to bring color into yeah. it, so. Oh Jesus! <laughs> had to bring race in there. This All is, right. Well, this let's, is 2023, John. Let, let's hop. Not, not let's hop off of that train and get into another game. I don't think I want to. Be um, on the your same opinions train are going. valid, and so are mine. It's okay. It, that is true. <laughs> uh, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. I'll find it. I uh, got to the 30, the level 30 cap this morning. Um, I, that game has some issues in general, but the core gameplay is extremely good. Um, I'll tell you, so you're going to loot grind afterwards. It's, but it's the same in the same way that you do with Vermintide too, right? You're going to play the same things with different modifiers on them together with friends. Now it is much more fun with friends, but I've been playing since you guys have been busy. I have played a lot with randoms. In fact, about 50 hours with randoms. Um, and have had genuine lots and lots of fun with that. The soundtrack slaps in that game. Um, it is essentially like Left for Dead in the Warhammer universe. Um, 
I really like my preacher, uh, my zealot preacher, who has a hammer that electrifies the hammer and then just like whomps things into oblivion. Um, I do like clearing hordes of that big ass hammer. I do like using my bolter and just blowing things to bits. Um, I am now on the heresy level of difficulty with that and still beating it with randos. Aaron. It's still yeah, looking. Yeah, okay. Aaron was his name. But, Sorry. <laughs> but Warhammer, um, the community I thought might be kind of toxic initially, right? Like multiplayer communities can be kind of toxic, but it's in the same way that like playing Deep Rock is not toxic as well. Um, like group uh, gameplay is encouraged, like just like it is in Left 4 Dead. If you go off doing something solo, you're going to get fucked. You need to have your teammates close by, and people genuinely recognize that. Yeah, and it has me. a uh, yeah, it it has a really good way of communicating without ever having to use your mic. So you don't have a lot of randos just talking over the mic the whole time. Now, occasionally you do, and occasionally I'd lose, right? Like, but for the most part. Everybody plays well together every time that I've played, with very few exceptions. And you got private matches, too, that you can do that me and Jason have played yep. um, and Rusty have played, where you can play just the two of you and the bots, and the bots do fine enough, just like they did in Vermintide. The, yeah, the bots aren't completely stupid. Yeah, so, like, in general, though, like, it's a good blowing-off Steam kind of game where you can just, like, it just feels good. Like, it feels good to just tear through hordes of enemies. And that game does that exceptionally well. And it runs a lot better than it did initially. Like, it's had a pretty rocky launch. Um, it's not my game of the year, but it's definitely up there. Like, I really love that game. Um, like I said, I've been playing it by myself and having fun. It's one of the most enjoyable multiplayer experiences out there this year. Guaranteed. Um, um, <laughs> I feel it, like I'm the no, only one it, that has a lot of experience on the show with is. it. but. I mean, I, I haven't played it, and I haven't watched any screens. I don't have any opinions no. on it. I've watched a lot of gameplay before. I just haven't been on PC gaming. Like, well, there's some stuff I played on PC, but just not a whole lot. Because anytime I'm in front of the computer, I'm working on music shit. So. Yeah, it's it's in my top yeah. five just because I've I've had that much fun with it, with just the mayhem that is that game. And I need a like a Left 4 Dead experience, right? It's not as game story heavy as something like Back for Blood or. Even Left 4 Dead, right? Like, even that kind of had a story going for it. Barely, yeah. Um, I was about to say, story heavy is a strong phrase to use for those games. Well, what I'm saying is, I can I can turn off Rochelle, all of them. Rochelle had a Depeche Mode shirt. That was about all the story there was. So it has Suddenly, story, like, like, it all makes sense. Justin's like, fuck, this yeah. character has a personality. Get off the screen. Pills yeah. here. It's, well, they have to be interesting. That's like the someone point. Someone pick Bill up. Um, but he has kids. The, the it's been a good is, podcast game as well. The point is, it's one of those rare 40k games that doesn't suck. Yeah, it's one of my favorite 40k yeah. games. I mean, the previous one yeah. was really good. Like that was yeah. the one I played. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not quite where Vermintide was yet, but that game no. is an active live service game where they're going to continue to add stuff. And the way they're supporting it is the same way they do the other one. Now, some people hate the fact that you have to buy tokens. <laughs> So in the other game, you'd spend a set amount of dollars, right? And you get skins for your characters. Or you can earn skins by doing different things. You can do the same thing here. You earn money in-game, and you can buy different skins, essentially, for your characters through the cosmetic store. And then they've got purchasable skins that you had to buy tokens. And the reason they said the tokens thing was because of international exchange rates. Um, it made it easier for them to figure the international exchange rates for stuff so that it was the same for different people, basically. Um 
I don't mind it because that's how they're going to support all of their DLC through this game is through buying skins, essentially. I've spent $15 on skins, so to speak, because I think yeah. they're cool. Well, one thing, like you and I were talking about it before these two showed up, and we were talking about the aesthetic of the game. And we were talking, like, um, I brought up StarCraft and uh, freaking uh, Warcraft. Well, you know, just the big chunky, like the chunky Gears of War heavy fucking armor shit, industrial right. kind of steampunky shit and all that. And we were talking about how the aesthetic, everything nowadays is sleek. Everybody wants sleek stuff. Oh, this is yeah. definitely like chunky, badass, dark yeah, fantasy. Yeah, yeah. And like we were talking about uh, like Mass Effect, everything's so sleek. Except for Krogan's. Krogan armor's not sleek. There's nothing sleek about that. But, no. but like everybody. In that first game, it was sleek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, everything or was like, sleek in the first game. Or like Destiny, everything's very like sleek and everything. And then you got like these like steampunk auto mechanics in space with chainsaw hatchets and shit like that beating the fuck out of each it's, other. It's really satisfying yeah. to fire up the chainsword or the chain axe. <laughs> Yeah. And then do a heavy swing and just like cleave something in half, and it does this belaboring animation where it's like it's like hitting bones as can, it's going can, through you can, them. You can feel it, it's like, like Gears of War. Yeah. It's, it's like, super yeah. visceral, like it just it has a chunk to it. Yeah. it it's also it's a, a great boost. feeling to start popping off headshots, and then your <laughs> Ogren teammate just walk in and block everything. Well, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fun playing fucking Ogryn. It's fun. So, so, like, there's a lot of other games. So, the funny thing is, in Vermintide, you play the dwarf, which is shorter than everybody. Yep. You have to aim up to headshot. <laughs> yep. So you play the Ogryn, and the, you play the Ogryn, and every the tallest thing comes up to like the bottom of your nipples. So you have to right. aim down to headshot with the Ogryn, which yeah. is kind of funny. So I always yeah. play the height challenge of uh, characters. It's either they're too short or they're too fucking tall, but the Ogryn just has like the get the fuck out of the way button and just charges through a bunch of shit and knocks like yeah. he's he, he's uh, he's a bowling ball yeah. he's, he's like 10 feet crazy. tall yeah i've seen the the tattooed tumorous body yeah. that thing lugs around so. it's Dude, crazy it's nuts uh, but as yeah. soon as you get the slab shield uh that uh ogren actually makes m way more sense because he is huge, and that slab shield is also very huge. And as long as you have stamina, you can block literally every uh, ranged the, attack. I think I blocked a fucking sniper shot. I think the <laughs> only thing the game suffers for now that I'm this far in is there needs to be a little bit more content. Um, but I have gotten 60 hours out of it with most of that with the same character. Yeah, so, well, I mean, um, that's and it that's the thing with um uh with the uh, like Vermintide two and. Well, there was I heard I didn't play the the original Vermintide. I only played two. Two is definitely um, the better one. But what what happened was after uh, after a period of time, it just adds more shit to you know to the game, and eventually we ended up with like chaos wastes for Vermintide two, which is like the like the best way to play that game. I uh, in my opinion, yeah. And Vermintide um, two, like each one of the maps take you thirty to forty five minutes, and there's like forty five maps now. And they didn't start off. They started off with like twelve, right. um, and they're not paid DLCs. Like they're just, and it's an add-on that's been paid for basically by people buying shit off the pay off the skin shop. And for two years, they added shit to that, including that roguelite mode that took all the levels and restitched them together into different ways to make new levels essentially. And it, it's it's done really well. Like every run is completely in, uh, unique. 
Um, and like we weren't even playing it for gear. We just play through to see who got the highest kills, to be honest with you. But yeah. had a fun time doing it. And then Dark Tide, they don't really, they send you through different routes through a lot of the same levels with different objectives and different modifiers. Like there's a pitch black modifier that's really cool. Um, where you're just seeing with your flashlights, and the enemies can only see you with their flashlights. And it's really kind of eerie and cool to see lasers just, like, flying through the darkness through both sides. Um, especially with all the ray tracing shit on that game. It just, I don't know. It looks great. It's visceral. It's intense. It's a chunky-ass game, and it's uh, it's the best multiplayer experience I've had. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. The best. What's this guaranteed so, multiplayer experience <laughs> on the market right now? Guarantee. Guaranteed. So, in the interest of moving on, is there anything anybody <laughs> wants to say about God of War that wasn't said during the tangent? Aside from it being the best God of War, no. Press X to cry. I mean, I disagree with that. I think the last God of War is the best God of War, but uh, I also mm. haven't quite beat it yet. So. All right. I think I the best God of War was Lord of War with Oof. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That was a good Trent, movie. That's a good movie. Trent, a, a the best God of War was anything 18. but Kratos, damn it. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like it. Kratos has evolved. As a well, I, no, I, I, yeah. they're Let, a good set of games. Well, I remember Let's, the first one's very Devil May Cry, yeah. juggling mm-hmm. enemies and just slaughtering shit, taking down Medusa's titties. You know, it's just this fun stuff. And now they're like, it's just like they took now they're this, character pieces. Yeah, now they're character pieces. You yeah. know, it's like this is like what built happened, around, It's like what happened to my porn. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a character piece built around an action game. Yeah, it's Kratos like, used to have a button mashing game where he just fucked women. Yeah, what the it's, hell? Like, it's like now my porn has stories. It's like what the fuck? I don't care why they <laughs> oh need to fuck. I just want to see them fuck. But no, no, I'm totally down. I'm there for hey, it. Hey, at, at least they didn't go straight to step stories. Like, oh, did. it's like, oh, step Kratos. What are you doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my head stuck in the, I don't know what, like, fucking, like, I, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. Fenrir. Right, I, got, well, I got my head stuck in Fenrir's stable. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so let's right. go ahead and talk about everyone else's game of the year, Elden Ring. <laughs> it's just hands down everybody else's game of the year. I know, it, I it, mean, it's, it's up there. It, it's up there. I, I mean, mean, you guys I go mean, ahead and glow. That, I had a miserable experience with that game. Why don't you talk about your miserable experience first since I, since I uh, dashed on uh, yeah. Horizon so hard? That way we okay. can debunk it. So yeah. uh, <laughs> I beat Demon Souls on PS3, right? Ooh. 2007 i started playing dark souls and then got to the uh the swamp and decided i really didn't want to play another swamp area and i put it down and i thought i'd come back and then i never did and then i just haven't played like i played a tiny bit of bloodborne and just really haven't interacted with that series since so i no longer know the control schemes i no longer know any of the stats or anything did you ever ever beat any of those uh, like bloodborne i beat beat demon souls but you never beat bloodborne or anything did you beat the new demon souls remake no it's good. So, I start up Elden Ring. I begrudgingly play it due to Justin and my nephew constantly telling me it's one of the best games ever made and my nephew telling me it's reinventing open worlds and all this other <laughs> bullshit. Um, so, I am greeted with a character make screen and I think, well, I want to do what I normally do in like a, a big open world fantasy game. I want a guy who can use a sword but also cast spells. My understanding is the spell casting in Elden Ring breaks the game a little bit, which would be appealing for me. Because I don't want to spend a bunch of time 
and by a bunch of time, I mean probably weeks, getting decent at this combat system because I don't like the combat system anymore. Um, so I'm looking at the stats, and I see this one character. I don't remember what his name is. He has yes. a high arcane stat. Is he the astrologer? No. I, I went for someone with a sword, as I said, and I was just looking for a stat that would get me more magic. And common sense would say arcane would mean fucking magic, and it nope. does not. It means fucking poison, because this game is stupid, From and all software. the UI is fucking terrible. It is some of the worst UI I've ever seen. Like, And I hate that like my fucking dodge button is also my jump back button, depending on how long I press it for. Like, It's, it's really nonsensical. So then I go in the world, I do the tutorial, uh, it's fine, okay, this is kind of what I'm expecting. I get out in the world and I'm wandering around and I'm like, what in the fuck is the point? Okay, that golden tree is very pretty, but what in the <laughs> fuck, the what am I doing? <laughs> it's a big so I just start tree. wandering around and I find a boss and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to put effort into beating this thing, so I'm going to go a different direction because I can't even fucking level up right now. And I go and I, I find a bonfire in a camp and then finally I Google it because I'm tired of wandering around, not being able to level up. And it said, oh, you need to find more bonfires. So I wander around till I find another bonfire and now I can level up. And I, I don't want to correct him. It's points of grace. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. I cannot tell you it's how much it doesn't semantics, fucking matter to me. Semantics. It's points of grace. Like, <laughs> I think if... This combat system were made for the first time in this game, and you guys weren't viewing it in the eyes of like a first-person shooter player who has had a concrete set of mechanics that you've been building off of for the last 15 years. I don't think anyone that would think the combat system is any good. Like you can put time into it and get good at it. Like most things that have mechanical inputs, you can build any sort of skill set on it. Um, but I don't. I think it's. I, I do not enjoy it. How uh, far have you gotten into it, John? I mean, about there. Like, I cleared out <laughs> one of the camps. After I beat God of War, I'll give it, like, a little bit more of a fair chance. But understand, oh I'm very begrudgingly Wait. playing this game right did now. You, did you get to the boss fight that you're supposed to die at? I have no idea which one that would be. It's this John, thing oh that God. falls out of the sky and comes running at you saying, I'm a fucking boss and I'm going to kill you. No, that's and the, then, everybody does that. Yeah, so I know, say you got to, I've seen like three or four bosses, and I don't remember what no, most of them look like. No, that's after you get out of the church, Trent. Yeah, he like already, he already got, yeah, he would have okay, gotten okay. to there. Just, yeah, just making sure. All right, so yeah, <laughs> he, he killed you. And then you resurrected, and you just got to you pass just him. Automatically, you assume. got to pass him at that point. Hey, I don't know where he went. He could have quit after an hour. I don't know. It's I think, like if you compare, so comparing it to other combat systems, to talk about that for a second, because I enjoy the combat system in this, and see the other people that copy it do it poorly. So you like, see, I want no one else to copy this game. <laughs> so like, like people saying this is going to influence games for generations makes me worry that I'm not going to be able to be a gamer in the future. Oh, like Naughty Dog's oh already God. been like, like there's so like talking about Naughty Dog. We talk about <laughs> talking about apples and oranges, right? Like I'm used to having a stamina mechanic, which this relies on, right? Your stamina's your energy for move for fast movement, for dodging, jumping, etc. Right? Blocking. Right. And so like with Horizon, they simplify that by giving you two dodges and then a dodge that puts you in a I'm a tired I'm in a tired and weakened state and now I'm gonna get hit. Yeah, like in over. this I can kind of like gauge when I'm gonna be in that spot by constantly watching my stamina usage as I go. And it has iframe like pretty generous iframes with that. Like I got to a point in the first game, so you talk about well, you got me into Demon Souls way back in the day. 
And I gave up on Demon Souls for a very long time, and then I went back and got pretty far, but didn't beat it. Then got the remake, and then beat the fuck out of it um, after playing through all of the Souls games. Um, the thing about this, though, is like I got so good at the dodge mechanic with this that I don't need the shield anymore. And that was something that, like in Dark Souls 1, I would be the human tank, right? I'd go in there, I'd build up my stamina to a stupid level. I'd wear as heavy of armor as I could, like the Onion Knight armor or Havels, armor, yeah. right? the really fucking yeah. heavy, like slow roll armor. Yeah. I'd have so much poise that like something had hit me and essentially like it'd be like hitting a, a mountain. Yeah. And like I'd, the smallest smidge of stamina would be reduced when I'd block because like I was an immovable stone. And then I got to played a lot of Bloodborne for a while. And then came to this, and now I'm like a fucking ninja rolling bastard, right? And so, like, I know when to dodge. The enemies telegraph their stuff that they're going to do well enough that even, like, at lower levels, I was beating stuff that I shouldn't have been able to beat because I understood how it telegraphed its moves. Right. You've been playing these game series for, like, 15 years, Justin. No. Honestly, when did, I, when did Dark Souls come out? 2011? Like, yeah. yeah like 10 that. years. That's a... 12, 12 years. 12 years. Yeah. It's a long time. But that's I'm, not a bad I'm, thing. I'm, it's 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 a th where he he's he's familiar with the gameplay. Like for, you I'm want ready. something out of a game that I do not is what it comes down to. Good I don't want to uh, think about iframes is not good combat. If you were okay. rolling in real life and someone swung a sword at you and hit you, you would die. Dude, like, but <laughs> real life doesn't mirror gameplay. Like gameplay always wants to make it fun. So like the way that it's not <laughs> the way that Horizon does is it slows it down so you can ex access stuff out of your toolkit. And the point of Horizon <clears throat> is essentially hitting weak points, right? Like you figure out the monster's movement set, and then you hit weak points. And the point of Dark Souls is trying to figure out what is the bet. Like, do I need to be ranged or do I need to be close? Do I need to kind of hug this guy? Do I need to not? When's the part where I can like open up a can of whip ass and when I can't? And the thing that makes this so much different than the Soul series that I thought made it the accessible Souls game is the fact that you have summons and everybody gets summons. Mm -hmm. Like some points in, especially Dark Souls, you know, because it's kind of the third big Miyazaki game. Like he opens up and you basically have, there are points where you're under leveled and the only way to beat bosses if you're not incredibly good at the game is to summon somebody, right? You summon a sun bro, comes in, he helps you out. And you don't need any sun bros in this because you, got you just your got ashes. you, you got yeah. your ashes and you can use your ashes anytime they're on recharge. Yeah. That is my hope for enjoying the game. And I think I have a summon, but I haven't figured out how to make it let me use it. Well, I'll help you with that. Okay. When you, we get the wolves. When you, yeah, the wolves are great, but so is the, the, uh, the archer dude. Really tall ass motherfucker that shoots the magic arrow, but also has a fucking hatchet that'll just go to town on shit. Whenever you pull up the the the, I'm not gonna say pause, but the menu over on the right side, you can push off from those menu options and go over to the right side of your inventory, and there's these four little squares, and that's basically your satchel. You go into that. You press X, I think, or what? I mean, I figured out how to move can. weapons and stuff in yeah, and out of that. That's, that's I just have some that. object that sounded like it would summon something. I forgot what it was at you this get a, point. You but, get one summon yeah. pretty early on, yeah. and that summon's so powerful it can almost kill the enemies on its own. It almost makes it too easy at points. Yeah. Like, there's it's a lot of people. There's a fight, a boss called Melina that people say is too hard, and my summon Why? almost beat Melina yeah. Yeah, by I, itself. Like, yeah. I had trouble with her when I first went in because I fought her on my own. I didn't bring anybody in. I didn't do a summons. And I go in there, and, and she has two stages. The first stage is pretty fucking easy. You can just run around a library beating the shit out of glowing bitches. 
and then smacking her down when she falls to the floor. But then you go to the water. Oh, that's up. not the fight I'm talking about. Now, which one am I thinking of? What's her name? It, it... I don't want to give too much away, but John may never ever get there. So, like, it's there's a fight which in the library. It? Uh, it's the library fight when you're doing that's, the that's... mage when you're doing the mage quest. Okay. I'm talking okay, about yeah. later on in the game with the DPS check. Oh, okay, never, never. I thought you were talking about that. So, like, to be clear, when I enter an open world game, what I really want is to explore and read lore and find interesting characters and like maybe join a guild or build something. Like, that's the parts I'm interested in. Like, so so Breath of the Wild I didn't enjoy because, again, it was just like this game where it's all, we're not going to tell you anything, there almost is no lore, and all the secrets, well, at least in Breath of the Wild, all the secrets are the same. Hey, here's another temple that looks like the other fucking temples. Yeah. There, the thing about this that's so much different is that the world is, well, this doesn't make a difference, but the world's really big, but you don't realize it from the beginning. So you only see your your map is a certain size on your screen, right? And it shows everything that's discovered, and that fills up most of your screen. As you discover more, the map continues to zoom out and get bigger, and then you don't realize how big that map is. That map goes up, and it also goes down. And there's a lot of different layers about this that, like with the exploration aspect, you're like, I didn't know that was there. I went down an elevator, and I didn't realize there's essentially the whole map underground. Yeah, I mean, but what you guys are looking for out of this game is you want to find a hidden area with more enemies and another boss, and you'll get, like, a sense of achievement out of being no, Well, the boss, and there's no, also right. a whole no, story no, around no, that, no, too. Yeah, I was going to say, no, no, no. There's actually a lot of lure inside of Souls games as well as Elden Ring. It's just not as easily accessible as it would be like in a but it, fantasy. But RPG as far game. as like a Souls game, though, like, like I don't want to be a fucking de- environmental detective. You don't have to be an environmental detective. Well, there's, <laughs> well, it doesn't do all the tropes of like different audio logs that you listen to, like yeah. a lot of games do, like Bioshock yeah. oh, started I with. I don't mind audio logs. But it doesn't do I the mean, audio- I don't mind it not having audio logs, rather. Yeah. But I'm saying it doesn't, like, you, you run into some lore, right? This. The different NPCs explain the things that happen around the story. Yeah, it's not as vague as the other Souls game is, and there's full-on cutscenes with that yeah. explain a lot about what's going on yeah. the further you get like, into the game. Like, I mean, there's a big cutscene at the beginning that I couldn't tell you a fucking thing from. Like, yeah, that's well, that's actually pretty much kind of a Dark Souls staple. Like, right. I mean, that is true. I remember yeah. that from Demon. Yeah, like, well, like, well, no, even beyond that, like I've been playing from software games back into Kingsfield, and like that's on like PlayStation One. They tell you nothing. They tell you nothing. I remember you playing there. Kingsfield, and you yes. were so in love and excited. That was and first... in my mind, I'm like, how can you possibly yeah. enjoy this that game? That was the first FromSoft game I <laughs> yeah. played, and I did, did not enjoy it. Yeah, I love the Kingsfield games. I still have the Kingsfield he, games. He loaned it to so... me for quite a while, and I couldn't get They're into great. it. And, the, and then they come out with Dark Souls, and everybody's in love with Dark Souls. And I'm like, see, they make good games. So that said, <laughs> so... the game that may make me a hypocrite. I've never played an Armored Core game. Yeah. If they may, yeah, if this yeah. next Armored Core game is really good, but it's just Dark Souls with Max, like it's entirely it's possible. Not, I will. Well, love they, they did. It's not. They no, they basically said it's not going to be Dark Souls with yeah. Max. Oh. It's that, not. They in did the original, a previous Armored Core game. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, the it's going to be a Core games weren't. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically going to be a a game where you upgrade the fuck out of your Mac to take on bigger things. Yeah. Which in a concept is very from soft. Is that's what it, you're building your character to be awesome, right? It's it's kind of like. Uh, it's almost like a a, a Gundam and Mech Warrior, um, which is right up John's alley. Yeah, those are two things you yeah. love. I like yeah, the aesthetic so, a little bit better than Gundam, so that's why yeah. I want to play it. Yeah. The uh, the idea behind it, though, um, the, those games are a little difficult. Uh, so I mean, they 
they add uh, extra difficulty to them. I beat the I last Armored Core. playing Armored Core like Armored Core 5. back in the PlayStation game. It's pretty fucking it's, hard. It's good. Yeah, I remember the old games were were too hard for me. <clears throat> the the thing I was going to go back to Elden Ring is that they did something different with the emergent gameplay. That So, like, with all the Souls games, right, you're forced in, especially, like, Demon Souls, right? You got the, like, seven worlds or whatever. You go in, they have different stages, essentially, to each world, but, like... It's very much point A to point B. There's not a lot of like, there is some shortcutting you can do, but that's basically what it is, right? This, you can just literally take off in any direction and you can see like there's some giants pulling a cart. What's the benefit of me taking them on? I don't know. Let me try it. Right. And then I see, find you, out. You're telling me, you're, you're proving my earlier statement, right? If you wander around till you find something else to fight. And then like you run into, well, that's what makes it cool. But <laughs> but that's not what I want. <laughs> like There's like a whole area like, you might go into an area thinking everything's safe, and then a dragon comes down and, like, yeah, just yeah. fucks your world up. I'm in a Souls game. I don't think anything's safe. Yeah, they're notorious. <laughs> for, for me, it's a thing, like, when I when I first started playing the game, I came out of the the, the chapel into the big map area, and immediately there was a, a giant. The, that Templar know. or whatever? No, no, no. Not the dude on the horse. Further down by the beach, there's this. There's big, a giant, yeah. yeah. A big giant. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, I'm going to fucking kill that thing. You know, I'm like level one or two, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna go. So I lured him back and I cheesed him and I took him out somehow because he actually got me really good a few times. But after that, then yeah, I walked over and I thought, hey, here's a guy on a horse. He's probably yeah. nice. <laughs> no, like he's no. there to fuck you on yeah. purpose. Yeah, and I was it just wants like, you to sneak around yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up sneaking around him and I got inside the chapel thing and I talked to the dude there. I met the one chick, uh, um, went from there. I ended up getting Torrent, the horse. Is this the first game with stealth in the Soul no. series? No, no. They have they have different stealth mechanics in the other ones. Like It's it, not as apparent it's not in the other games. Apparent. Yeah. It's mainly like there's certain things you can do to, to muffle your footsteps in the previous games. But honestly, it, it works a lot better in Elden Ring because they actually give you, I think, visibility stuff too where you can look at like, visibility. I mean, they like do the a, Far yeah. Cry, like hide in the bushes thing. Yeah, it's very it, much like yeah. Skyrim eye thing, you know, that yeah. tells you if you're in stealth or not, right? Yeah. But uh, it's like, but I ended up going south instead of going north. And I found these ruins. And this is early on in my, my, my playthrough. And I go down into this basement and I'm like, oh, there's a box. I'm going to open this box because there's probably some treasure in here. And you probably know what I'm talking about. I open yep. the box and I'm thinking, okay, this might be a trap. I got to get ready to roll. Vapor appears, and I'm teleported clear across the fucking map to this red fucking scarlet destroyed wasteland that's beyond my fucking level of, like, five, and I have to find my way back <laughs> to somewhere <laughs> off into the west, and that was my gameplay experience. You know, it was fun. <laughs> it was yep. fun. You pay for your fucking mistakes. You learn from them, you go forward, and you unlock stuff. I met people during that. Like, I ran into NPCs. I can do that. I can pay for my mistakes and learn from them in real life. I, I want to relax but this and is enjoy nice and, a game. This is nice and, and non-consequential. So it's, it's a thing where I, I met NPCs, learned more about what was going on, got to see an epic fucking battle going on uh against the the little doggies yeah the big doggies oh yeah because sometimes the different creatures like yeah, get into fights with each other and shit and i sponge the shit out of that for for fucking uh for fucking runes because if you just kept reloading the fight would restart <laughs> and so i just go and wait until they're killing each other hit a few people run out and just collect the the runes I, as they die <laughs> but I, yeah 
I think for me as a whole, I didn't have this kind of when I played Skyrim the very first time, right? Like it was this whole new world of exploration and things that you could do, right? Mm-hmm. And like the whole mm-hmm. You remember, like, when you go, like, the first time you go to the, like, Dorvan ruins, like, underground, and you realize, like, that's basically, like, a whole third of the map mm-hmm. is that big area under there. Like, I had a lot of similar experiences playing Elden Ring that I did with playing <coughs> Skyrim the first time. And, like, I've played Skyrim to death at this point. Like, I probably got, like, six or 700 hours in Skyrim, right, between 360, which is so where I played a big chunk of it, and then also on PC with all the mods. Mm-hmm. And I've played it to death, so I can't comfort food it as much as I used to. But, like, there's a whole section of this podcast where I talk about, like, different Skyrim mods that I was trying out because, you know, you wanted to make, like, update Skyrim for the umpteenth time. That sounds riveting. And 150 mods. Or yeah, I think mods. I ran it with, like, 150 mods Justin's, once. Justin's top 150 Skyrim mods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I almost got to that point. But, like, Elden Ring hit me in the same way that that did as a fresh experience yeah. from things I've been playing. Um, that I haven't run into in a really long time. So for me, like, it's absolutely my game of the year. Like, it's probably my game of the last five years, as I keep saying, um, just because I I put 164 hours in a single run, oh. um, which is kind of crazy. Um, but I played it for almost two months straight. Uh, it, oh, yeah, I do that with Persona games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it hits a great exploration note for me because it's that. I mean, it is a massive It's, it's challenging, but to me it's fair because I understood what I fucked up on. Yeah. And then I sometimes know when there's something I can't fight. So, like, for example, the very first big guy, the guy on the horse at the very beginning of the game, I realized pretty early on that was not something I could beat at level 5. And then I came back at level 35, and he was a challenge, and I realized that I could do mounted combat, and that made that essentially way easier with summons. I and I fucking stomped uh, his ass, I and it felt really good. I could kill his horse, and that made yeah. it so much easier, because I think I was level... 12 or 13 and i took his fucking horse out and then it was just me and him and that leveled the playing field because he's he's not that bad once he's on the ground he still hits fucking hard he hits like a truck yeah but you can get the fuck out like you said dodge master you can get out of his fucking way well and i also mm-hmm. played i played as a faith build which is something i've never played before yeah. so like i got the dragon powers mm. which made me feel very fuzrada yeah. Right. So, like, I had all the different dragon breath attacks, and I got a rot breath attack that's yeah. fucking powerful as shit. See, I'm always straight melee. And but I played yeah. in melee plus that, and then I had that flaming sword that you can get towards the end of the game that mm. like shoots flame and a stream straight yeah. down in front of you. Yeah. The, um, the coat? No, not the coated sword. The um, I don't remember what it's called, but I it's am. a huge two-handed yeah. sword. But that's what I'm saying. I didn't even play with a shield. Because I just played two-handers the whole way through, or fast one-handers. Yeah, and and to John's point, and magic. To, I mean, I play fast one-handers at home every night. To John's boom. point, the one thing that I actually do love, but I can kind of see where he's coming from, is that when it comes to Dark Souls and Bloodborne. And Bloodborne's not as bad. They actually do tell you quite a bit as you're going through what's going on from NPCs. But in the Dark Souls games, especially like Demon Souls and shit, uh, and Elden Ring, a lot of the lore is put together through descriptions of items. I mean, there's an immediate conversation in Demon Souls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and you have that really cool kind of, of chant that the priestess lady, I, I forget what she is, yeah, uh, kind of says. And you have, like, kind of the cool, like... Do you listen to uh, Mistopheles or not? Like, yeah. there's there's cool bits in there that you're kind of immediately greeted with. Yeah, there's stuff that that they fill you in on, but like with 
Dark Souls games, it's all coming from reading the in-world like item descriptions yeah, I, and stuff. Like but that. I still think Ooh, like yeah, a lot okay, of the NPCs, yeah. the NPCs explain yeah. a lot more yeah. in this game than yeah. previous games. That's what that's what I was gonna say. Elden I Ring look forward to eventually finding them. Dude, they well, are you, all you, over you the unlock, place. He unlocked his second grace. Yeah, uh, yeah, he got to the second bo- bonfire. Great. I, I, <laughs> okay, I, no. have, I have found five bonfires, and it was like the fourth or the fifth one before she appeared. My understanding yeah, like is they're supposed to be open world map ones before she appears. And that was the problem. Actually, I kept finding them in dungeons. I think she was. She's like the second one. If like, you, but you, you got to first but walk you, out of the. Thing. No, it, no, it happens on the. No, it happens by the ruins, and it has to be at like night yeah. when she appears. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure she appeared in the day for me. It, it doesn't matter, but it, I like remember... my point is like you have to like it's two or three, and the point is is I had more than that at yeah. first, and the problem was is several of them were in dungeons. Now I remember when you first walk out into the top world, there's a grace point right down the steps, and there's a dude standing by. Uh, no, 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 sorry. It's when you first walk, there's just a dude standing there, and if you talk to I him, I think he tells you to go to the ruins. He, yeah, he tells you to go to the chapel ruins, and he tells you some other shit. And when you go there, you meet the barter who tells you some more shit. And then as you move up north, you find this little tent uh, encampment with some dudes, and there's a bonfire. Sorry, a grace point <laughs> right up to the northwest of it. And when you sit there, that's where she shows up, and she gives you torrent. And tells you the whole point of you need to get to the Elden Tree. And she says, you know, you need to go up there. You need to do this and claim the, the throne and do that crap. And from that point on, you can just do whatever the fuck you want. You don't have to do what she says. Don't listen to her. I mean, my assumption was being getting the Elden Ring is in game. There, so is, there is no Elden Ring. It was Ring. useless no, <laughs> kind of advice. The Elden Ring's a lie. Anyway, I... Right. We, you guys don't have to like argue with me the no, entire no, no. time. You guys can just no jerk off and compliment no the game. No one's arguing and... with you. I'm no. telling you that there, what I was actually going to go into that with is there's there's NPCs that you do. Like there was a really cool storyline where I ran into a blind girl on a tree stump, and she was telling me that her father was at the uh, the stronghold where it was being sieged. And so I go over there and I find him. And, of course, she wants me to bring him back and all that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll bring him back and stuff. So I go and I sneak into this place, taking down all kinds of enemies. I find him. He and I both go up against the boss in that stronghold, which uh, was actually a really easy fucking fight since he was with me. But uh, when I go back to find his daughter, she's been murdered. Dead. And it's so sad. Her corpse is just like laying there behind the tree stump and i'm just yeah. like i'm just like game of thrones yeah yeah well i mean it was written <laughs> like by i know that's what i'm saying yeah it's like this is this is martin style i, didn't, I haven't heard <laughs> you know, you, totally martin rusty style. you sunk a lot of time into this right i but they're there uh, you just so i had a very similar experience to uh you know uh, to john here's because i had um i had tried from soft games before uh and multiple times just like they were non-starters for me i just could not get into them i didn't understand the stats i didn't know how things worked i didn't know how the i can i i hated the control scheme press triangle and it'll tell you what all the stats are right well i mean i eventually figured that shit out so uh, i went into elden ring i didn't immediately buy it like i remember I remember uh, Justin had started playing it and he said, you should try, you should just give it a go. And I was like, I was bored at that point. I was like, 
what fucking games are there right now to play nothing fuck it i'll go ahead and buy this and see what you know see what happens i think i think i was actually talking to justin at the moment that i uh, decided to say i'm gonna buy it and i think i said fuck it let me try it and let's see what fuck happens it. what's the worst that could happen i have to go and fucking like return it you know or refund it whatever i've only ever done that with one game so i sat down uh played you know played through the first uh first part of it and something about the combat clicked and it and as soon as that key turns you just want more and more and i found the exploration of the game and you know the exploration of the game really you know was the thing that i felt was missing from all the previous from soft games like that's what the freedom that i wanted that i didn't have from the previous from uh from soft games yeah because all of the is like the, the, i can yeah they're linear with alternate paths right that's and that's the thing if you don't know where the alternate paths are and you just basically end up going down the fucking left path and 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 meeting the skeletons and thinking that is the main path that you're supposed to go yeah, and you beat point. your fucking head against it you're gonna hate the game yeah. it's just that's just the way that's gonna be yeah always go to the bridge right so well and I, immediately you don't want to just run down the road because it's it wants you to explore before you get to that that next big point because right. it's it, thing, it'd be way too hard point. to that's that's what you know what i'm thinking here is is i was always under the impression of you know the FromSoft games was like you know they're they're gonna give you a fuck you and a really fuck you option you have to kind of figure out which way to go it's um, it's, it's really trial by error is what right the exactly and are. you yeah. have to be re ready and willing to fail so what i what i found was i found that zen moment where yeah i died plenty of times in fucking elden ring but instead of getting pissed i found that some you know just just like the com uh, combat clicked that was a learning experience i found a way to i was like okay i did something wrong here it wasn't the game it wasn't the controls everything was working properly i just i fucked up i didn't roll i didn't block you know something like that right or, or, there was or, something that i could have done better or the more common of i should have known this really big doorway was going to lead to a boss fight or right <laughs> or this is a, yeah or or this or this chest was probably trapped ah that fuck um, you that was not my fault <laughs> it was the first chest i'd opened in the entire game i didn't think it was going to be it's trapped. over by the fucking dragon area though I right. it was the first chest in the game. I didn't expect it to be trapped. <laughs> it's like they're not. I mean, I thought, okay, from software savages, but I didn't expect them to throw a mimic at me in a five <laughs> by five room or a fucking poison trap. No, it was a teleportation trap. No, nope. that's going to send you clear across the fucking map. <laughs> I was like, fuck. And that's you. not even the worst one. No, that's not. I've run into some more. <laughs> that were fucking. Luckily, I, I I put my game my a game on and every time i open a chest like because of dark souls two and three and, and one any chest right. i run into i always immediately like heavy strike <laughs> with oh, my, with heavy my strike. weapon for for me it was open chest back you know backwards rule let's see i always because if it's a mimic i want to get that that initial hit on there that's going to do a lot of damage 
And then and then I open it and fucking th- you know jump backwards th- as fast as I can. I think it mimics a life mantra for me mm. of learning from failure and I think that's I do like games that make me feel like I learned something from failure. Yeah, yes. yeah. I do like having a fail state in game but I like if the fail state lets me get back to what I was doing and try again, right? Yeah. Like there's times when I was playing King Arthur where I got to a fail state where I couldn't go back and that's very frustrating, right? Um this game and a few other like Neo is another example um that kind of does that. Neo is in my in my personal experience a much harder game um i don't actually think of these games as incredibly difficult in the fact that like after you kind of get the groove like it makes sense yeah but there are also people that don't like this style of game like john right like and it's pretty Mm -hmm. obvious and that's all right um even though john is the one that got me into the whole franchise Um, i thought i was gonna fucking hate it I, I like I've been fully expected it to be a refund. I've been considering selling all my soul stuff. Hey, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I enjoy like I have statues and all kinds of I, shit. So. I mean, I figured I'd bug you guys, but yeah. I don't. I mean, do you have Dark Demon Souls on PS3? Uh, I have yeah. this copy you've here. Got, actually. actually, you've got my PS3 as well. Like I do. collector's <laughs> copy. Oh no! Hey, hit me up for that. Hit me up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, see, I've. I've yeah. uh, I think we. So we've. This podcast is going to be way too long if yeah. we keep talking about Elden Ring. Yeah, so I want to yeah. move on to some. We've got a lot of games that we need to at least get through to figure out what lands on the list. I do want to throw one thing out about not just Elden Rings, but about everything. Like, uh, who was the book publisher that always did the strategy guides? Uh, Prima. Yeah, Prima. Prima. Yeah, yeah. So they're gone. Just doing digital now. Future Press. I picked up. Two or three Future Press books. One of them was uh, Forbidden West, and it's elegant. It's such a great fucking job. That that book is amazing. I don't use it to play the game. I just like having it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a collector's item. Yeah, I like it. Like I have all the Dark Souls ones and Bloodborne, and those are like up in the a few of those are up in the hundreds now because you can't buy them anywhere. But they 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 did an Elden Ring one that you can get for like thirty bucks, maybe thirty four, and it's going to be. I got volume one. They're going to put volume two out. Um, I think later this year, and it's it's gorgeous. Like the first book is your strategy guide. I think the second one's going to be lore and everything. So John, there you go. <laughs> you have a book that you can read that explains it all. I don't. I don't want to go to outside sources for the story I'm playing. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just... Like this is Warframe all over again. <laughs> you so just, you just this... need to give in and invest the time. Look, I'm going to <laughs> give it more of a chance, but understand, like, my game time is very valuable to me, and I don't want to spend a bunch of it retrying Come the over. same boss for a dozen times. No, no. Watching no, no. you, you and Justin that. play Elden Ring was enough That's for me to I'm... know that it was not a game I wanted to play. You don't try the boss over and over a dozen times. You try it a few times. It's obviously kicking your ass. You can't find the weak spot. You can't find the timing. So then you say, okay, fuck it. I'm going to go left instead. You go left for a while, you get a few more levels. You're like, hey, I feel like I got some better armor, some better shit. I'm going to go try that guy again. I ascended I my I think weapon, it's more like, I saw this you know? one enemy, and I really like that pole army has. <laughs> yeah, I really I'm going that. to go to that yeah. area until I get that pole army. Yeah. And literally, like, every piece of armor and gear that you see on anybody is something yeah. attainable. Yeah, yeah. And then you can up it. And then sometimes <laughs> you find out that it's shit, but... yeah. 
Yeah, it just hurts you a lot. Yeah, because <laughs> you're a weak ass. So, I think. All right. I think what I want to do though, um, so uh, we don't run out of memory on the computer, is take a break. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna do that real quick, and we will be back, guys. back after a back stretch and good time i'm doing this with a bad back today like an old man um you are an old man i am you pulled your back picking up a dog i did <laughs> but the the really funny thing is i'm the uh second youngest person today yeah um as you would be the oldest trent yeah but i live on a farm and do farm stuff all the time <laughs> so. you were born in the 70s uh, fucking the last year. <laughs> like it, was, it was 1979, March to be exact. There was only like nine months Like left. I said before, so, it was kind of like the Council of the Greybeards doing Game of the Year this year. Like I remember going, okay, everybody seems to love war games nowadays. And I'm like, I remember going to see that in the theaters and falling asleep. It was a great movie, don't get me wrong. Right. I, was, I was a little tyke. <laughs> right. And I, passed, and I could yeah. fit in the seat with my legs over the side and passed out. It was such a. I love Matthew Broderick. 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 That's exactly what. That's exactly what my eight-year-old son did watching Avatar: Way of Water in the theater last night. Watching Avatar one as an adult. (laughs) Right. Because I already saw this when it was a Disney movie called Pocahontas. (laughs) Yeah. So I got a question, Jason. Since we're going to get into this, how did Symphony of War not make it on the list, but Gotham Knights did? (laughs) <laughs> because you're the okay no he is not i rated that a five like if there's a chance of <laughs> symphony war being the number one game on this list then i will fucking fight for it dude john i don't think energized. there is i mean this is such a good game it is the best game justin may have ever recommended to me john's about things, to throw hands things dude. things yeah. can be tweaked mathematically well what did what did how, how did how did it's because it was because it was not on any of our top five per se it is on my top five. Is it on your top five? It is on my top it, five. It's yeah. on his personal. And Gotham Knights is definitely not on my top five. <laughs> no, it's not. Symphony of War is on my top five, and I think I rated it a five in the list. But I didn't rate it five, I rated it four point five. What did what did I rate Gotham Knights? Yeah. Hmm. Three point uh, five. Yeah. That's being generous. Three and a half. <laughs> yeah. That's being generous. I, I think I think yeah. just because you, I, I think were being I very it, generous. I think I had it at two. 2.5 and i think i took it to 3.5 because the court of owls showed up <laughs> and i was like okay because like that is my favorite story arc of recent days so symphony of war is now showing up on the top 25 yeah, list so the goal here is. is to get down to a top 10 and whatever doesn't make it on the top 10 will either be trashed altogether or end up in an honorable mention yeah is there a way you could the, put the, the list tr- on the screen next to rusty the uh the trick with trying to I mean do I can show you on my tablet any of this I mean, we can do that too it it'd just be, it'd be great if we could see it over here yeah, yeah like it'd give we, us something to look we, at we don't need to see about. Rusty's face <laughs> looking like Max I mean, fucking Hedra on I, the screen I said here. next to him you can you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Rusty he does so, funny things I don't want to see juggling thunder ooh he hit a button he's mad <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you cockjoggling thundercut. It wasn't an insult. He he holds up weird signs and stuff through the thing. Like it's good. <laughs> like I, you guys should publish videos of uh, of this stuff if you don't. Right. Right. Rusty likes to. Why is medium on there twice? <laughs> well, hang on, because. <laughs> There are, Why is medium there are on there tie breaks. I played medium. There are tie I have, breaks. I have thoughts break. about it. <laughs> I mean, Akira Yamaoka did the soundtrack, you know. So. Why doesn't this one zoom out? Because Google Sheets is stupid. Uh, I guess I don't need to be on screen. We can, uh, we, we can I mean, see part of your headphones. We, we can, can see, see part of you. Like, I don't know why you don't make the window even... I can see I'm your right shoulder. It, John. Okay. There you go. I can see your face now. There. Yeah. There we go. There's there's a list. All right. Now hang on, because there's still what some I... tie breaks I'm working on. But starting what? at the bottom of the list, because this isn't going to change. Uh huh. Uh, outside of the top ten currently, Death Stranding. I don't. I think it's like and, a best last year game. Right. Well, Trent and I both played it this year. I played so. a fuck ton of it. Like I, I played when it first came out. I grabbed it and I put about six hours into it, and I was like, "Oh, I have some stuff to do." So I walked away, not realizing I was about three hours away from the start of one of the best narrative-driven games of the year. It's a cool ass game. Yeah, because once you get past that first like eight hours of doing shit. And the game really opens up and starts to become a narrative-driven, sto- you know, story game. It's so fucking crazy and cool, and the concept behind it's badass. I love the BTS. I, I love the BBs. I love well, everything. We've about got twenty-five it. to go through, so, so it sounds like you want to keep it. So let's hold on to yeah. it for and move to the next game. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna move. <laughs> you know, if all so five of us that, had played a game and rated it one, it would uh, be higher that, rated. That than, is like, the true mathematically. That is true mathematically. Yeah. But that, we're not going to um, rate it completely mathematically. It, that's just how we try to build some sort of list because our games played list is usually so large, yeah. right? I'm, I'm just surprised um, you didn't average. I'm it. surprised Stray. Yeah. Oh no, it is. But there have it to be. Like it's just added. There together. have to be tie breaks tie break percentages inserted in order to make the list is there a reason why stray is was i the only one that played stray no rusty played stray no rusty played stray i like i thought stray stray is actually currently number 10 oh it is okay i I don't even think oh i don't even think it belongs okay okay it's i see you you haven't scrolled up okay i I haven't scrolled up yet that's my Um, bad i was too eager (laughs) these guys uh, again, we're Do you we're covering excel? what's not in our top top ten currently mathematically. Uh, yeah. Symphony of War. I think tell that, us about Symphony. Of I War, think John. that John, you can probably explain it better than I have. I I mean, it's, it's for starters. You know, it's a callback to Ogre Battle, uh, and it's kind of mixed with some Fire Emblem flavor. Um, mm. But you're managing an army, right? You have each unit has like. You can have up to like a dozen guys in it eventually, not at first. And your, uh, and your it's flavor armies dependent on your uh, uh, leadership stat. Your flavor armies have <laughs> some flavor. It's um, like it's, some fire emblem flavor. Like, I'm like not joking. It, it's like 
Ogre Battle March of the Black Queen, but modernized in my and yeah. mixed with Fire Emblem. Yeah, like it's in the game. You're you're managing you know multiple troops that you can disassemble and reassemble into units. Um, it, yeah, I see that rest. <laughs> Flavored. <laughs> um, it's like his Guy Fieri review. <laughs> Pinch of salt. Honestly, it's the aside from Forbidden West, like it's the game I was most addicted to this year. Like it just immediately grabbed me because I love tearing apart special units and putting them back together. Like, okay, here's an archery unit. Here's my cavalry unit. Here's, you know, my this cannon can, unit. It bases a lot on, like, this type of unit does best versus this type of unit kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you, if you have X amount of cavalry units in it, the movement type changes to cavalry, so you can kind of leverage that if you want to, you know, include a certain type of healer or magic user in it and still keep the speed of the movement. <clears throat> um, it's just a really fun game. It's not particularly hard. Um but they have some interesting boss mechanics in it. I really like kind of going into a map and, and taking things over. You know, it's kind of the, it's kind of a turn-based RPS, you know, RTS, you know, not, not in like, like a Disciples or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, it definitely hits that flavor pretty hard. I I would argue that it's, it's a top 10 game to, for me anyway. I don't understand how you and I both rated it really high and it's so low. It's literally mathematically because you were the only two that played it. Yeah, but how does a game get up to 11.45 when you're only supposed to be rating at 1 to 5? Because of the tiebreak percentages. It's called flavor. Soft flavor. <laughs> I don't. I would um, say keep Symphony of like War. It's a game that yeah. takes you to Flavortown, drops you off, and gets uh, you a again, room. Again, this isn't a finalized. This is literally just Let's figure out what we should cut. Don't look um, at the numbers. <laughs> So we're we're just going to say we're just going to say whether or not something like should be Mr. included. Shady okay. um, Symphony of War should be included. Yeah. Um, like I have a chance for that because Justin agrees with me. <laughs> game from from yesteryear. Hey, I love Disciples, so I'll agree with you. Even right. I didn't play with it because I love the the Disciples series. Um, game from yesteryear. Go so sushi. I can't sushi say ma. it. Sushi. Thank ma. you. Just say sushi. And then Ma at the end of it. The problem is ma. I have a top palette issue I and I just can't get through it. I say, say, say sushi. Sushi. Now add Ma at the end. Sushi Ma. ma. There you go. That was it. There yeah. Go. Go. So I was just ma. thinking about the... Oh, I'm sorry. We're trying to speed. I shouldn't bring up something <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a great game. <laughs> I played it last year, but... I, I think it's a masterpiece of a game visually. It's a Absolutely. gorgeous game. It's got a great story. It's um, one of the best narrative games I think I've seen. It's, it's very well done. Uh, I, th it, I think it goes fun. into the oldie but goodie category, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we already like as far as the cast goes, it was already in top five last year. Mm -hmm. The same right. thing goes for so, Death Stranding, which is kind of why I want to yeah. put it in that other category too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. No, I, I think both of those games are visually amazing and great stories and uh, replayability too. Actually, I feel like we'll have enough stuff released this year that we can actually have all games released this year mm -hmm. oh yeah absolutely um moving on nightmare reaper i think it's an honorable mention but it doesn't belong in the top 10 it's a fantastic roguelike doom style or quake style shooter with a lot of borderlands influence and a very retro inspired palette because it's all sprite based um it's got a fantastic soundtrack by andrew holschult but it's not a top 10 game of the year and 
worth it, full price and on sale. Agreed. And I think same for Back for Blood. Yeah, Back for Blood's honorable. I, it's got some things it needs to work out, but I don't think it's in our top ten. Yeah. Um, another, I think, oldie but goodie uh, that I think both Trent and I played this year, Marvel's Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I played it when it came out, and that was, like, my favorite. Like, I love Shattered Dimensions, Spider-Man. Yeah. That was one of my top games for Spider-Man, but this one became my go-to. Absolutely. And it was a great reimagining of the stories. Uh, sorry, the characters and everything. The gameplay was solid. Uh, the one I played was the remastered. I played that because I already played the original, yeah. but then I played the remastered when it came out with Miles Morales. And it was just gorgeous. It looked great. It ran even better than it's it did before. Yeah, mechanically the best Spider-Man game, hands yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I played um, it this year too, and I agree. All the yeah. swing mechanics were just flawless Dude, that, for last year, and, and the story, like the Doc Ock line of the whole thing, oh, yeah. is just so damn good. And it gets to the end, it's just like you actually feel bad. And I love Doc Ock, so I thought it was a great use of that character. Absolutely. So. And great turn. Yeah. Great turn. Yeah. Um, Don't. For, <laughs> again, because Goth- it was current year and it was played, Gotham Knights that is just in goes, here. We already decided that goes in a brown that note. That was too. going that's, in that's a brown a note. Fucking so, brown note. That's the worst um, Moving on, Callisto Protocol, which only Trent played this. I have no horse in that race because I don't know anything. I know what it is, but John, you you love Dead Space. I do. Yes, Uh, Jason, have you played Dead Space? Absolutely, and the only thing that's held me back on this one's Uh just I haven't bought it yet. All right, Uh, dude in Michigan, you played. Yeah, um, Dusty, you've. You're such a dick, Dustin. <laughs> I'm gonna fight. I'll come through this. You're gonna fight me? Come on. <laughs> anyway, all right. Have you played Dead Space? Yes. Okay. Um, so basically, this is Dead Space, but in a prison. <laughs> so that's pretty much what it fucking is. Oh, it's, okay. it's largely Dead Space in a prison. It's like, hey, let's do some experiment shit we shouldn't fucking do and make these horrible goddamn creatures. And then regret every fucking second of it for fucking eight hours. It's, it's about a seven, eight hour game. Visually, it looks fucking amazing. <coughs> it's got Kimiko from The Boys, uh, the, the actress who yeah. plays Kimiko. She's in that. Um, Is the, it a, it's a keep for you, right? Uh, that's the tough part, man, because there's mm. a few things. Is it an honorable mention? I'm trying to think. I love the game. I love the gameplay. It's got Sam Witwer in it, who I love. The the upgrading systems what pissed me off in that it just wasn't where it like dead space had a way better like that's by dead space three and two you had a much better upgrading system and your yeah. armor actually upgraded too where you could get more health you don't in this it's just your set and it seems like it was just kind of like oh let's just do this we'll just have this it reloads faster or it shoots faster and all that but you can't really do anything special with your own outfit like give yourself a bigger well no i think you can get a bigger inventory but you can't do anything to make yourself more health which you don't really need i mean it had a nice flow fighting mechanic i think i gave it like like a four so i think i gave it four out of five or something like that yeah you gave it a four and a half yeah four and a half yeah because that that point five was just that thing and what's he holding up flaccid space is what the rest he's holding up. yeah i'd say it's probably weak space is more like it. <laughs> it, it it could definitely use some hymns 
to get it going. <laughs> so worth a play, but worth not a play. Top, yeah, yeah. Top uh, ten. They're bringing material. out. They're they're supposed to be bringing out a new game plus with the update, and I think a story driven DLC is supposed to be on the table. I am holding out for that new game plus so that I can actually because some of the weapons you don't even get till near the end, like the assault rifle thing. And by that point you really have to invest which direction you're going for gameplay with what type of weapon you're using. And I used this shotgun variant with the stun stick. So I do these combos with that. And so by the time that the assault rifle came around, I was so invested into those for me to, back up instead just yeah I, there wasn't enough credits the, to spend on it and that kind of pissed me off i kind of like being able to have upgraded weapons across yeah. the board so yeah but I, i'd say it's worth a play um then there's a bunch of shit with the developer right now popular yeah. you know, he, he said some stuff about some shit <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah that situation turns sour yeah. yeah yeah it's kind of days gone i love days gone with a passion i think that's a great fucking game and of course the developer came out and made some comments about i think he said snowflakes not liking a, a yeah biker <laughs> biker main character and i was like oh don't say that i want there to be a part two <laughs> and now sam whitworth's dreams are crushed i love sam, um, sam whitworth's a god he he's great uh moving on a game that is in my personal top five uh guardians of the galaxy was that this year no it was last no, year it was last, last year, year. it's yeah. in my top five because i played it yeah. me and jason I mean, played it this year and i felt yeah. like if i'd have played it last year it would have made it into my top five i think, I think you and i, I played yeah. it around the same time didn't I, we? I played it like a, maybe a month after it came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I grabbed the collector's edition right about the time it came yeah. out. But I didn't play it until about a month after. Yeah, yeah I feel like you yeah. played it like right after I did. Yeah, uh, yeah. somewhere around. Like that. it's a great game. Justin and oh, I yeah. both played it like February, March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just like chewed all the way through it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a heavily fun fucking game. Fucking uh, fucking gorgeous. But doesn't yeah. it? Does it belong on a top five or top ten for this year, or is it still like an oldie but a goodie at this point? I'd say oldie but goodie. I mean, Adam Warlock was great. Cosmo was great. The storyline's great. The gameplay's I fun. I loved so. Cosmo, and I didn't yeah. think I was going to like that character, and that ended up being one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's always been a favorite from the comics. So yeah. She like, now. It's she. I, well, either one. <laughs> either version. I, I like yeah. the... Yeah, I like I like the one the, in the the the, the holiday special. Yeah. She didn't always have the thick Russian accent, and that bothered me. But she did at the end, so I <laughs> that was all right. Yeah, no, I'd say it's an oldie but goodie. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, just visually stunning game. Too. Oh yeah, it's a gorgeous. And, it. and the, like I said, the whole Adam Warlock introduction with Magnus. Yeah, yeah I, I thought they did a great job. And honestly, it was stuff. It's it's one of those things where the crap that they introduced in that game, you know, the Guardians three trailer hadn't dropped yet, and I was like, ooh, you know, I love where they're going from the comic books with this, especially Mantis's fucking character, dude. Oh yeah, uh, like the fact they brought in Mantis as uh, the, the multi time do we, do we want timeline. Yeah, we like Oracle. It now. came out like in December, didn't it? I can't remember. I want to say it came out like November or December. Do you? Do you it, maybe want to hold on to it? Do you want to hold on to it as maybe a possible top ten? Yeah, it was the end of twenty twenty one. Like I, I honestly, I feel like aside from five or six games that came out this year, which we can include Elden Ring, even if my opinion doesn't agree with that, <laughs> I feel like you're gonna we're gonna be hard pressed to find like the last two or three top ten. 
Yeah. I, let's yeah, just let's I, hold on to it just yeah. in case. I mean, for me, it, October twenty sixth, twenty twenty one. Okay. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Well, last year's 2022, right? So, like, yes, yeah. So, I got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, towards the end of the year before. <laughs> All right. Fuck. Moving on because we got to turn through the list. Medium. Uh, I think I'm the only one that plays that. I does think it, you does are. It, does it even belong? <clears throat> does it belong on an honorable mention or does it not belong on this list? I'd say honorable mention because it's it's one of those games. It's a very throwback kind of game to the old Silent Hill and Resident Evil, the isometric. Yeah, you know, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like the 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 camera angled static view as you're roaming around a room investigating, and the game actually is a really cool concept. It's just a little weird in how it tries to do some stuff. The story is not entirely creative, but it's really cool watching it split things between the afterlife uh, and and reality. And Akira Yamaoka did the music, which is. Some of it's a little weird because it's a Pol- It's a game based in Poland. Okay. Yeah. Try it out, John. You're giving me this look like what? Oh, it's on. It's <laughs> so on Game Pass. Too, I didn't man. realize that Kira Yamaoka did the soundtrack. Yeah. I'm if immediately I remember, more interested. If I remember, he did the soundtrack to it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you have a physical copy? No, I just got off Game Pass. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's on Game Pass. Okay. Yeah, I did that one in and chorus in chorus okay. at the same time. All right, keep moving. All right, uh, Plague Tale Requiem. I personally think it's more a worth a play, not even an honorable mention. I don't know that it belongs in the top ten. I would disagree. Pretty hard. Fight. The thing is, it's it, a better version of the last Plague Tale. It definitely belongs on here over fucking Stray, and I believe it belongs on here over fucking <laughs> Ghostwire. Nightmare Reaper doesn't belong in that list, so like it, it belongs in the list. So like Plague Tale Requiem not only has a really fucking good story, and I. I fucking hate kids. We all know this. And I actually I saw like him punch one the other day. It's I know. Up. I got to just punch a kid yeah. in the face. But well, no, like so saying? like the whole story Cats is you yeah. being the protector of the uh the macula and the macula <laughs> is the kid that controls rats, right? And um I actually the game got me to care about the little kid. When that that takes a lot for me, right? Even being a even being a stepdad for a little bit, right? Like just Annoying little kids and stories like is always kind of a turnoff for me, and he's not an annoying little kid. Like there's a lot of like motivation behind you wanting to protect this, aside from just like that primal human motivation to protect little ones, right? So the rat power is really fucking cool. The puzzles are pretty cool. There's not a whole lot of puzzle hunting and a whole lot of like pixel hunting in this game. Like you really can you can hunt a little bit, but it it rewards you in the gameplay differently than the last one, where the last one didn't really have skill points. If I'm really aggressive, it gives me points in aggressive just by doing it. It's it's basically however I play. If I play really stealthy, I get extra stuff for stealth. Um, and there's a lot of extra takedown slash kill animation sh- or kill shit that you can do in this game versus the last game. The last game, you basically just had your slingshot. Now I can set people on fucking fire. I can drive rats towards them. I can cover them in goo that rats want to chew. Like it's And it's really fucking brutal. It's way more brutal than it has any... Than what it initially seems. It also looks fucking gorgeous. So it's kind of like Dishonored, where it's like um, you can approach it in that stealth, and it rewards you for being stealthy. But if you play aggressive, it, it rewards you for being aggressive. Yeah. Does, and do, do things go more to shit though? For because in Dishonored, if you went aggressive and you kill people, there was more plague spreading. There was more rats for everything. There's a little bit of that, but yeah, it's okay. really more in that you have to really think about your tool set if you decide to play. It's actually, in my opinion, harder to play aggressively because you can just skip whole sections. Oh, yeah. 
of the game playing super stealthily because you can zip line through it. And I kind of liked watching people eat shit that were already shitty people. So oh, yeah. Yeah. I liked it, being aggressive in that game. My my main problem with the game is that most of the NPCs in the game are just horribly shitty people that I don't <laughs> care about <laughs> killing. The, the story is written so well that the the motivations for you taking people down I, feels really raw I and disagree good. with that. I think that's lazy writing. I... You should play it. They're a bad person. I, I think it's better if there's a little bit of so why does why does conflict there? Why does Stray belong on here over Plague Tale? Who, who all? I mean, I played Stray. Did anybody else play Stray? Why does I the fucking Stray. cat game belong on here over a game about fucking about the the whole black plague? Okay, shit? well, first off, when I when I ranked my playthrough of Stray, and I I think uh, what did I give that one? I think it was. Hang on. I think about a four out of five, probably, or a four. Uh, you gotta get back. Yeah, it's it's that thing where I wasn't expecting it to dethrone Plague Tale. You gave I it a four. That. Yeah, no. it's a fun game. It's an interesting game. It's very story driven and exploration driven, and it's 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 got a lot of character and a lot of uh, uh, atmosphere to it. It's it's actually a really fun game. Yeah, it's on probably my list. one of the uh, the the cleanest. Uh, indie yeah. titles that I've played this year. Yeah, and also, I mean, <clears throat> uh, the way that they, like, the whole world is is occupied with robots, like androids and shit, and that's all you're talking to, and the amount of story that goes into everything that happened and, and your interaction with all these robots and stuff, and you can get some really cool reactions out of them. Like, you, okay, like, you know, when you play, like, Ghost of Tsushima, you want to pet the foxes? Well, now you're a cat, so you can go up and rub up against people's legs. So it's kind of like the opposite of that. And they get right. little hearts on their screens, and they're so happy. Some of them get annoyed, mm -hmm. though. But uh, there's so much story you get out of it, though, that's actually really cool. So would you fight for that to be on the top ten? No, I wouldn't say it's even in my top fives. I would say it's an honorable mention, but it's a really Definitely. high up there honorable mention because it did such a good job. Yeah. And yeah, I meant to play it this year and, and did not. It's worth it. Yeah, give it a shot. It might be just a little overpriced for what it is, but it's still a, de a, a decent play. I think it was. That on... is why I did not play it, actually, Rusty. Like, I was hoping it would hit like a, a $10 sale, well, and it did not. I thought it was on. I, I can't remember if I grabbed it through PlayStation's subscription for games on demand. It's possible. Play. I think I did, because I don't remember. Which level of it. PS Plus are you on? You're asking me a question that I don't pay attention to. If it's money, <laughs> I just like throw cash at it. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. the lowest level, so I don't have access. I think I'm middle. Okay. So that might that's be. why you have access. Yeah, that's probably it. I have money. Maybe I should do that. All right. <laughs> um, another, I think, oldie but goodie, Control. Yeah, that's an awesome that's, game. That's the uh, best oldie good goodie on here. I think if you're going to rank oldies but goodies we've talked about that I've played, it would be Control, then Death Stranding. And that's a really close for me. I really did, like. Did you, did you just put control over Death Stranding? Yeah, control's almost up there with Half Life for me. I love Remedy, and I, I love their games. I I enjoy Control with uh, with a with a passion. It was a great game, fluid mechanics, cool story, the most terrible fucking acting I've ever seen in a Remedy game. From that chick, the the one who's the soap opera actress who plays the main character. I forgot her name. Watching her talk to people, I literally wanted to stab my eyes out with my own. I like the teeth. story in that game quite a bit. But I love I, the story. But, but I also, 
let's hold that thought because I want to talk about top 10 games for this year. Because we, we, we all agree it should be on an oldie but goodie, though, for sure, right? Which one? Control? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like yeah. right up there, yeah. Uh, high on life. <laughs> I think it's an honorable mention, but like I haven't, I haven't had the motivation to finish it yet. I no, I actually don't even agree with that. I, it, it's not, it's not worth it. If it's it, not, if it's an honorable mention, I'd say it's like middle to the end of the list. I mean, it's a fun game. I love Rick and Morty. Man, I, you you know, got me hooked on Justin. What's his face? Justin Roiland, and yeah, and then Dan Harmon did Community, which used to be a great show. Uh, but uh, I love the game's humor i really enjoy the 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 meta of it and i do like the expertise and how they put it together how it'll insult you by doing the simplest of things if you pause the game when you come back it's like did you seriously just fucking pause the game it's like it's it catches these things but there's a little bit of laziness in there too, where they I didn't think, fully. I think Rusty got annoyed so. with uh, Justin after a while. <laughs> well, you got, it's, with it's Kenny the, the way that, <laughs> It's just the way that these these games actually play out. Mm-hmm. Like I can watch a, uh, an episode of Rick and Morty and be you know perfectly fine with that, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm sitting down to play a fucking game for you know for maybe a couple hours, I just get to a point where I'm roiling doubt. And mm-hmm. I just cannot stand his voice anymore. So that's why and I only threw like an hour in at a time. Right. And, and I think that's probably my, my, that's a problem with me, I guess, because I sit down to play games for a long period of time when I do. Yeah. Um, if I had just picked it up and put it down, my, my problem with this game is that I, the, the best part of the game for me was sitting there watching movies that uh that, yeah that i probably shouldn't have watched <laughs> yeah, but... yeah I, I watched the uh the t-rex one i hadn't seen that yep. one in a really long time and i was like i forgot how like vulgar this movie is they drop f-bombs like constantly <laughs> and i was right. like i forgot and, about well, this yeah but and, yeah it would it would totally be canceled this in yeah today. <laughs> but it, it's one of those things where where i when i went into the settings of the game i thought it was hilarious where i saw that the Gatlians and NPCs have an option to turn down how frequently they talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> right. So there, there's right. that thing for the annoyances. If you find this level annoying, <laughs> you can adjust well, it that's... to where you don't have to hear Justin Roiland's voice as much, or you can so, just say almost none at all. The problem, uh, the problem then becomes that's kind of the whole point it's a of shtick. the game yeah it's the shtick of the game and right and so, I, I i love i love rick and morty humor and i love uh justin roiland and dan Harmon. when they work together i love their humor and i like the humor in the game but like i said it's that doses it's like it, aqua teen hunger force yeah. when you go see the movie it's one of the most terrible fucking things you have i'm talking about the first one is the most terrible yeah. thing you've ever seen or even the Family Guy movie is one of the most terrible yep. things. But then when they show the Family Guy movie on TV and they break it down to 30-minute episodes, yes. it plays much better. Yep. Exactly. So Agreed. That's, that's the it, problem I have. And that's why I bounced off of it so yeah. hard. It's it's yeah. worth playing, and it's fun, and it's cute, and it's got well, some it, gamerish shit. It'll, it's but, worth you know. a play, but I yeah. don't know that it's... Yeah, it's not like a top anything. Yeah. No offense. All right. Dying them. Light 2. So it's the bottom. It's a it's a power bottom. If anything. <laughs> Dying like you're looking two. at me because you heard me bitch about. It. <laughs> I liked playing Dying this like game, um, but I don't know that it belongs on a top ten. 
I loved playing this game when the game would let me play it. I got it on PlayStation 5, and cutscenes would come in out of nowhere, and all the voices and the and the subtitles would go away. And so I wouldn't know what anybody's fucking telling me to do until the thing's oh, over. And then sometimes there's dialogue options. I made a man commit suicide because <laughs> I didn't know what to say to him. <laughs> And I would have to turn the game off, completely exit it, reboot it, and see if it would fix it. And sometimes it would. And when it would, of course, like whenever I come back in, the checkpoint that the last got me, because you don't always know when you're going to run to a cutscene, is sometimes like 10 minutes prior. And so I stopped playing it. They updated the game after, like I think it was like 15 fucking updates of waiting for them to fix this thing. I was so pissed off because I'm like, I kept messaging saying, hey, I can't play this fucking game. I spent money on it. I'd like to be able to understand what I'm agreeing to. <laughs> and they just kept putting out multiplayer updates. Nothing for the single player shit. Only multiplayer crap. And that really pissed me off that they were focusing so much on, on a multiplayer aspect of a game that the first one didn't really even have any fucking multiplayer on. So I was like, dude, multiplayer is not the selling point of this game. You know, it's the campaign, it's the actual experience, and you're completely ignoring these game-breaking glitches for it. And when I finally did come back after the last updates, the problem still persisted. I had more yeah. fun. I had more fun with this one than I did the last Dying Light, but I don't think that Rusty's experience mirrored mine. Like I'll probably go back to playing this um, because I felt like I got pretty overpowered to the point where I could just jump kick somebody off the top of anything. Um, and I genuinely liked the grind in this game because I just liked the gameplay loop of, uh, well, initially it was like not go out at night. And then I got to the point where I always went out at night to get the extra items. I don't know. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it's a worth or an honorable but for me, but I don't feel like it's a game that should be on the top 10. I'd say honorable because I am going to completely delete it and try and reinstall it with fresh updates. Yeah, but the problem for you, or the biggest struggle for that, is it'll take you like all day at work of letting it download for you to be able to do that. Yeah, because of the country internet. But, you know. Mm. Uh, the the it, country internet. Well, I got the I, I got a second PlayStation, so I've, I've already copied it over to my, because I got a God of War Seagate drive. You yeah. Know? And so I went ahead and I copied the base file to that. And I'm going to copy that over to the new PlayStation and let that update and see... If maybe it was they fixed it, but it just wasn't fucking applying, and try it again. So okay, nope. right. turn it off, turn it back on again. Um, if not, I'm gonna burn it, all of it. <laughs> Do it. Moving on, uh, Ring of Pain. That was a an older game, but it was me, it's, it's a 2020 game. I discovered it on Game Pass, and it had like this weird Five Nights at Freddy's artwork, and I decided that initially that I didn't like it just because of the artwork. And then decided to actually play the game, and it's like the one of the best card battlers I've ever played. Mm -hmm. um, that has so many different weird layers on it, um, to the point where like there's like games within the game. Essentially, like you can choose different paths. You go in a, a ring, right? It's all like twelve encounters or something like that, like a clock, right? And sometimes those paths continue to branch off and change your run drastically. There's permanent unlocks. Um, it is very random, but it. The system, once you understand the systems, you can kind of make any type of hand you have actually work to beat the game. You just have to understand the game mechanics to do so. And by that, I mean I have like probably 
80 or 90 hours in this stupid card game. And when I've, it went off I've Game Pass, I just went ahead and bought it because I was just like, this game's fucking gold. Um, but I don't I don't know that it belongs on this year's... Uh, it could... Uh, I don't know. That, I think it's an oldie but a goodie that we just ended yeah. up discovering this year. I yep. think we. I think I don't want it to bump off something that's potentially released mm-hmm. this year that was good too, just because there was enough good stuff that did come out this year, even though we played a lot of last year's games. Yeah, I think somebody might tackle me if I said that it needed to be on this year over the Symphony of War. <laughs> I would. I would say <laughs> Symphony of War is a better game. Okay. Yeah, I'll agree. All right. <laughs> uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. I could see that being on the top ten. I love that game. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's a, a good game. Who here has played it? Me. You. I've got eighty I've hours in it. Maybe like five hours of it. Okay, because uh, it's it's one I'm interested in. I just you know I so haven't let, talked to anybody who's actually. Let me tell it. you what it is. So it's a super so. hat. It's a super. It's not really XCOM. It's built yeah. by the guys that do XCOM. I think if you're really really deep into some of the lore with Marvel, there might be some issues for you because that's what I've seen the. Uh, not that I'm not one, but the hardcore Marvel nerds arguing about was some of the lore. But essentially what the game is, is it's uh, building up a team, right? And then you, much like, think of the loop like Mass Effect, right? In Mass Effect, you go down to the planet, you go fight and do missions, right? Mm-hmm. Then you come back and you figure out where your, where your dialogue is with all of your crewmates and figure out what their motivations are and see if they have any side quests that unlock. And then you upgrade all your shit, right? And then you go back down to the planet to do that. But the loop is a lot shorter than it is in Mass Effect. Because in Mass Effect, you might go down to the planet for two hours. With this, you're going down for a single battle. You come up, you talk to your friends for about five minutes. You upgrade your shit for about another five minutes. And then you go right back down to the battle for another 30. So there's like a real short loop on that stuff. There is a little bit of collectible hunting stuff you can do once you go back to the house. Um, but most of it's based on building up a deck. And the thing about the deck is you're basically building up a list of cards that you're going to get, which will be your superhero abilities. And those superhero abilities, when they play out, look fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. They look super. That's the cool thing. I really like how the impact and the weight of the hits are and the way that it looks. I like all the stupid little barks that the superheroes do when they fight. Um, it doesn't play out. XCOM wanted you to do Overwatch and hide behind cover and all that mm-hmm. stuff. The way you play this is you play a, you got to have a support character typically. You need to have a tank-ish character and a DPS. And the way you play off that is your tank-ish character pulls all the aggro off the person they're going to attack. So you're going to see that so that your characters don't die. And then your support character supports the tank while your DPS takes out everybody. It's a basic. <laughs> like the basic yeah. Holy Trinity, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And you play it like that and don't worry about cover so much. Mm-hmm. And the game just works and I there is no cover right and you can use the objects like spider-man's big thing is spider-man's inherent powers aren't that powerful but it gets a lot of extra points for using objects in the environment to attack enemies and so you can chain him to do a crazy amount of attacks in a single turn um, and he becomes really powerful and spider-man's everybody likes to rag on spider-man in the game which I think is kind of funny because he's the youngest guy in the group so everybody kind of like rags on his uh, inherent teenageness, essentially, um, which I think is kind of funny. But the uh, yeah, just the overall game is fun enough that I would play the random battles just to play the random battles because I really and the core gameplay is really good. It's a it's a fun game. It's also very difficult. I it suggested putting up the difficulty to heroic, and I have 
too stubborn to lower it back down, but I need to. But, like, so the, the deck building aspect, by the way, is, like, I, I know when people say deck builders, like, a lot of people's minds default to, like, a, a Pokemon or Magic. Yeah. And that's not mm. the style of game you should compare it to. You yeah. should compare it to You're choosing the abilities Marvel. you're bringing with it. Well, so they, they make these deck builders called, like, Marvel Legendary. Yeah. Or, like, basically you buy a box. It already has all the cards in it. Your shop is a deck. You're, you take a deck for a character, and your goal is to buy it's not like upgraded abilities to kind of uh, get it out, you yeah, know? Yeah, so, yeah. And that's this, but your each character's deck is like seven cards or something like yeah, that. So, you know, I've, I've been wanting to check it out. I just, you know, didn't. Um, but, I, you know. It, it came out to <laughs> a little bit of a rocky launch, too, because the ray tracing in it apparently crashes the fucking game, and I think it still mm-hmm. does. But once I turned off ray tracing, like, the game runs buttery smooth. Oh, yeah. And you've been playing it on your fucking Steam Deck, right? Yeah, that took a little bit of effort. Um, you have to use a specific version of Proton, and you have to look up the line. Like, in Steam, you know, they have that where you can put a the weird launch. bit of code thing into it. Mm-hmm. You have to put the bit of code that tells it to launch DirectX 11. Mm-hmm. And once you do those two things, it will work on Steam Deck. The load times are, are not great, but it is... I have enjoyed my time with it playing it that way. Uh, and does it look pretty decent on Steam Deck? I don't think it's a decent looking game to begin with, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, I think that's one of its negative attributes. Uh, you, so. should, you should play it on your PC. Yeah. It, it looks a lot. So, that, okay, I will, I'll take back a little bit of the skin textures are pretty fucking atrocious. Um, like, I don't like the... the character models, so I, I feel like no amount of resolution you can add to them will make them, like, look better to me. Um, like, it's not a... How do I put this? It is it is not a triple A looking game. It, it looks is... like a cleaned up version of XCOM two in a way. I never played XCOM two, so I can't comment. But think about XCOM that game, one. That game came out a long time ago. Think about XCOM one. It's like that level of character detail and and kind of bodies. Okay, know? so basically, go into it expecting that, and then on top of that, the I game the gameplay be... loop is super solid. That's yeah, the point. Yeah, but I yeah. might be irritated with the lore change. But honestly. Marvel movies have kind of desensitized me to that. Yeah. So I wish I've gotten to a point where I don't mind it as much anymore. I'm just happy that like, oh hey, <laughs> yeah, it's that guy. I, I see Thor. So, I think yeah. they good do a good job too of making you want to be your main character who is not a main Marvel hero. Oh yeah. Um I think I thought I would hate the buddy system, right? So like as you become you learn if you learn decide you want to learn about somebody and you want mm-hmm. to engage with them off out of the battle. You gain, like, buddy points, essentially, with them. With oh, so it's hearts. like Pokemon Go, where you have your pet that travels with you. So, not so. necessarily, but as you make a, form a bond with somebody and your friendship level grows, you get additional combo cards you can use with them that like, made them more powerful in combat with you. Like Pokemon. Yeah. Maybe. I haven't played Pokemon, so. <laughs> I'd compare it to, like, a, a Fire Emblem Three Houses situation, no, no, I'm, just, I'm just trying to. That no, might be a good comparison. I'm just trying to compare it again to Pokemon for shits and giggles. But no, Trent, you're being completely serious. <laughs> yes, I, I think I think for like yeah. all intents and purposes, it belongs at like the number nine or number ten spot. But like it belongs on the list somewhere. I really like that game. Yeah, I like the game. I just haven't played it enough to argue a whole lot. Like I'm on day like five or six or something. I'll, I'll agree. <laughs> I, think I'm on, I think when I ended, I was on like day <laughs> two hundred. I'll agree. Shut the fuck up, Jeff. Yeah, I'll agree. <laughs> so. But yeah, you I'm were addicted to it, now, it for a long so. time. So. All right, um, Ghostwire Tokyo. Does it belong anywhere in a top ten? 
When did it come out? That was it uh, came out in like April. I yeah, I really like that game, but the more I think about it, the more I think it goes on an honorable mention. Yeah, because for me, it looks great. The graphics are great. The gameplay is actually really fucking fun and addictive, and you really get into it with doing the whole. I like the shit. art style, and yeah. I like the weird spookiness of it. Yeah, all. it was a really fun fucking game, and. Like, but for me, it's that redundancy issue where the, the, the weird thing about playing yeah. in a in a town of dead people is that it's a town of dead people and there's not a lot of things to inter- people to interact with, Just right? Ghosts. Just everywhere. ghosts that cry a lot. And yeah, the little crying of, girls are. They all cry. Doesn't matter. You listen to them, they're just like, oh, "I lost my dog." <laughs> yeah, they're all like <laughs> crying and shit, and and you're just like, "Fuck, how am I supposed to jerk off to this?" But anyway, and it's a fun <laughs> game. I'll give it that. I, I I mean I honestly would throw it into an honorable mention because it was uh, an interesting game. It really is, and I would hope to see more from them. And I think they're supposed to be coming. I think I think it was supposed to end up on Game Pass or I think PlayStation, it's... and they said that there was going to be some new skin because you change your, a... you change your outfits in the game and different outfits will do different things for you and stuff but uh, i think they said that it was supposed to be launching over on game pass and coming with new content it was either game pass or playstation it... uh plus that was going to get it who knows yeah but i also was like oh yeah but does the published it and right now yeah. it's just on ps5 and windows so probably it was the one yeah, weird it's on game that app. one yeah yeah, it was the one off that they didn't have on Game Pass. Yeah, so that one's going to end up over on PlayStation Plus membership for for gaming now, and it's supposed to get some new content. I was like, oh, new content. Then I read, I think it was just supposed to be skins, and I was like, fuck that. Yeah, I've already played that. I don't know that I played again, but yeah. unless they just did a huge DLC to it or something. Yeah, I, I, I got every trophy, and so I was. I didn't like, save all the souls, but like after a certain yeah. point, I was by the point where you're like flying everywhere, like it. Yeah. I was I was good. Yeah, I mean, I, I I was bored one afternoon and I had done everything other than the souls and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna run through and get some souls. Fuck it, you know. I, I enjoy the combat system, so I'm running around just having fun, and I just ended up getting all the souls. So I was like, all right, I'm done. I got everything. I got the last trophy. But yeah, it is coming to Xbox because Bethesda published it. Nice. Gotcha. Nice. All right. Um, God, we've already talked about God of War. Um, so let's move and Nightmare Reaper. So let's move to Tactics Ogre Reborn. Absolutely belongs on this list. That's one of the best strategy games of all time. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah. I have not played as much of this edition. I have not I played have Reborn. Play- I've played the old stuff. So no. I put 116 hours into it this year, <laughs> yeah. and I did that in three weeks. Jesus Christ! I played that like a second job. Jesus. I, I did. I played. Put more game time in that, and I put it in my actual job. Yeah. Maybe, I've, or close to it. I've started it, but I've not finished it. Um, I guess that means... But I do like a lot of the elements that they've redone. It's it's a brand new take on the game, but it's really it's exceptionally well done. Um, and I could play through it again. That's the crazy thing. I had to put it down because I wanted to play other things this year. That's the only reason I put it down. Like I literally feel like I, I could just go right back into it right now. Take a different story path. I could. I still have a couple of like they're almost endless dungeons that I could do, and that's where I left off. It's like essentially I got through the main part where I see credits, right, and then started one of those dungeons. Like, oh yeah, this is like forty dungeons deep, which that's forty battles that are thirty minutes long. So I could play another twenty hours on that one dungeon. The other dungeon, I could probably spend another twenty hours. 
Um, I just, I'm good for right now. <laughs> I need to play other things, but it's, I feel like it's that good. All right. Uh, we've already talked Warhammer, so I don't Vampire think... Survivors. Fucking love that mm, game. That game absolutely belongs in the top 10. I love that game yes. so much. I've seen John play it, and he looks very happy when he does, so I, I'd agree. <laughs> <laughs> I know Rusty feels like he's pretty happy when he plays this game. I I am super thrilled with this game every fucking time I play it. It's I, And there's no reason for it. There's no point. But... There's not even a vampire in this game. <laughs> I have almost all the unlocks at this point. There's a couple think, of there's two or three hidden characters I don't have now. I'm pretty And there's close a couple of evolutions. That same. That, yeah. I, I unlocked a tree. <laughs> oh, I haven't unlocked a tree. Congratulations. I found like so they have the main achievement list. It's like 150 that kind of gives you a thing and then I found another list that has a bunch of weird clues and like one of the clues was go be a good boy in the whatever forest area i'm like okay they're probably talking about a dog so i took the dog and i went to the forest area and it turns out the forest area is really fucking boring because you're just destroying inanimate objects the entire time but you just hang out there for x amount of time with the dog and then uh you unlock a tree that moves very slowly (laughs) okay i'm gonna have to i haven't done that yet there's evidently All a lot right, of then. weird shit to unlock. I heard there's a panda in the game. I have not found the I've panda. I've got the panda. No. panda. I don't understand how I unlocked the panda, but I got the panda. I have like 20 characters, and I kept thinking, I thought five characters ago I'd unlocked them all. No, <laughs> I think there's like 40 characters in the game. Oh, Jesus. But that's it's a game you can play like on a, like yeah. in a single setting between things, right? I've got to get ready for this thing I'm going to go do, but it's an hour away. I'll play a little bit of Vampire Survivors. I'm waiting on everybody to come over. I'll play a little bit of Vampire Survivors. Like, you got, like, a 30-minute max session, right, if you're on a good run. And, like, by the end, there's just so much stuff on the screen and so many levels up. Like, you're just getting so many dopamine hits. Like Oh, like, especially when it, you hit, like, the, the gold thing, right? And then it just starts throwing out rings like Sonic and there's, like, gold going all over the fucking oh, screen. Oh, man, yeah. That one it's, uh, it's like a fucking casino. It's like a casino. Like, like, I gotta change my underwear when that happens, you know. It's like one of the... And it's made by, like, a really small team that didn't expect it to make it. And I feel like... They deserve all the accolades they've been given. It came out of, like, I started playing it in early access. And I was like, this is a pretty good game. Yeah, it is. And I spent, like, two ninety nine on it, right? And I was like, how is this game this good at two ninety nine? And I kept trying to convince everybody else to play it. And finally, Rusty, you picked it up and decided yep. you also thought it was a, quite the game for two ninety nine. And then I bugged you, John, for quite a while about it. And then you finally picked it up. And then you've decided it's one of the best things to play on Steam Deck. Yeah, I think I put... 40 hours into it, like the first it, week I had it, which is unheard of. I'm like a 10 hour a week gamer at this point in my life. <laughs> yeah. And then Jason picked it up on Game Pass and started playing the hell out of it. Like it's also on Game Pass. So, yeah. like, you don't even have to invest any money in it. It's also free on mobile if with ad support, um, which is crazy as well. That is crazy. Um, it's because he's made enough money off of the damn thing. To yeah. It has like 500,000 reviews on Steam at this point. Like, yeah. does it chug on mobile? I feel like phones may have a hard time with the amount of fucking bullets that are running towards oh, the end. Oh, Jesus. I mean, your Steam Deck starts to... It does. <laughs> it starts to die a little bit when it gets to the later levels. Yeah. Just talking about it, I want to start up a game I on do, it right too. Now. <laughs> like, Vampire Survivors absolutely belongs on this list. I feel like Vampire Survivors is the top five. I'd go with that. I, I, mean, I actually really I agree. agree with that. 
Um, and it's in my personal top five. Oh, it's probably in a lot of our prop top fives. It's in my personal it, top five. Yeah. Um, Vampire right. Survivors. Yeah, Can't yeah. be in your personal well, top five. It's in my no. Now I've taken out everything that we <clears throat> noted as honorable mention or oldie but goodie, etc., and we've officially eliminated our list, at least down to a You still have Nightmare Reaper 10. on there, and I didn't say that was a top ten. <laughs> no, he didn't say. Oh, you didn't. I said What'd it was an honorable. It was. I said it was an honorable. I said it was an honorable mention. It's a dishonorable mention. <laughs> I guess you're just gonna you have to like undo some other yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. You can uh, hit the little little arrow up here a couple times, no. and that'll help you out. Already did. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess that means version history. I guess that Go means back. Stray is gonna be on there. <laughs> if I have to pick no. that over, <laughs> if I have to pick that or Stray, I would pick Nightmare Reaper. <laughs> Why? What are you doing? I'll fight you. No, it's still. Hang on. We can leave it if we want. I'm the only one that played it. That's the <clears> thing, <throat> too. Oh, I see why it is. Hang oh, on. I got confused. I was like, Zero. Why is Zero Dawn on there? <laughs> it's from last year. Why is Zero Dawn on there? Yeah. Uh, no that's idea. supposed to be for <laughs> bit. I thought. I thought Jason knew what he was doing. Well, Jason's freaking Excel skills aside. Jason I mean, knows what he's doing. It's just nobody else knows what Jason's doing. Uh, pretty much. Hang on. And the words are not coming out of Jason. So, yeah. oh, give me a second because Google Sheets and its infinite wisdom decide to freeze up on me because Chrome. Well, if you, I. Mm, so there are two of games in my top five list that didn't evidently make any of these lists. Well, uh, that's where that's where the final uh, <clears throat> this final thing's not mathematical at all. Oh, I was just gonna say if you want to, yeah. me to buy you time, I could talk about one of them. Yes, go for it. Okay, do it. Yeah, what do you so, got? There's what this game called uh, Dungeons Encounters. Oh, um, it was made by one of the original Final Fantasy guys. They just kind of gave him a tiny budget, and he made this game. It came out in uh, 2021, and I played it in like January 2022 on Switch. Um, it is a very basic yet addictive game. There's no story in it. It is just a dungeon crawler. Uh, with turn-based combat, you have two types of damage. Like, one is direct damage, where just whatever the damage rating of the weapon is, that's what it does. And the other has, like, a number-to-a-number-style damage, right? Um, you have two types of armor. You have armor against physical damage, and you have armor against magical damage. And it's just a number. And your weapon damages one or the other, depending on the type of weapon. And that is the only complication to the combat. Uh, from there, like, your goal is you have 99 levels, and you're just looking to fill out each level. And it is a <clears throat> pretty unforgiving dungeon crawler. Like, the first time you team wipe, you, you don't get your team back. Like, you have to go find them with a new team that you likely haven't leveled at all. Which, the first time it happened, like, I felt a little bit of despair, but going in with, like, a levelless team and trying to figure out the shortest path to get to my old team members was fun as fuck. Like, it was an incredibly fun problem to solve. I need you to help counter something that I... So, I remember this triggered a weird memory, right? And I just remember weird things. So, I remember I have this wish listed, right? And then I remember reading a review that said, I got negative 
gold. So like I, I ran into an encounter where I ran into a bandit. I had a thousand gold. The bandit robbed me of 30,000 gold. I was now at negative 29,000 gold and I could not get enough money to make it through the rest of the encounter. Ooh. Is that a real thing? Probably, yeah. <laughs> so you just restart at that point? Um, I, that didn't happen to me. Uh, you certainly run into bandits that steal shit from you. Um, it's you probably it's get it back they, if you kill them. But... They could steal what you don't even have. You could be in debt. <laughs> yeah. It's like, did the bandit be like, just you like, mail me the rest? It's a very basic <laughs> game. Like, <laughs> like I, I, did, I did not have that particular give me experience. Your lunch money. Yeah, give me your lunch money and you can owe me the rest. It may have been a glitch. I don't know. I played it on Switch. <laughs> That's not, that almost sounds like a glitch. but um, yeah. Like, it's the type of game where you're, it's, like, the maps are, like, they just look like fucking engineering paper, like graph paper. <laughs> and, like, as you yeah. fill them out, you know, they'll find it, and you'll eventually, like, fill in numbers that you'll will fill out in a, in a list that'll give you hints on things. And, like, you have different math puzzles in it to figure out coordinates where you can find hidden characters. And the characters are, for the most part, just, like, uh portrait swap outs other than that they're almost all identical with the exception of like four or five is there a 3d representation of your character somewhere or 2d somewhere whatever you are walking so it's kind of an isometric view of the graph paper map right right and your character that's walking around it is kind of in 3d and animated okay but it's a very very basic looking game and it is it's just the core loop that's addictive yes it is absolute like if if you ever, like, back in the day used to draw out a map, or if you'd played, like, a, an Etrian Odyssey game on DS or something, um, or, like, like if you had played, like, the 80s Bard's Tale, right, and you have your graph paper and you're going through the dungeon, this is fills that itch, except the game is drawing the map for you. Hmm. Okay. Um, the music in it's kind of shit, so you kind of just turn that off and put it on a TV show or something, but, like, I'm... Hmm. I like this game so much that at some point I'm just going to buy it on Steam and start a new game because there's once you unlock everything and have filled out the entire dungeon, there's not much point to play it again. Did you check out that one game I told you I played, Chorus? Uh, I have not checked it out yet. That <clears throat> that one's um, is, I don't know if we're still biting for time. <laughs> we are because okay. I'm having okay. a restore previous version. So Chorus is kind of like. Let's make a really fucking crazy game. Well, I won't say crazy. It's basically a, a space shooter, you know, <clears throat> and you're flying around through space. You have this mission where you play this expatriate of this uh, cultish religion who's kind of gone rogue from Yeah, them. if you play that game yeah. without the story, it's infinitely better. Yeah, it's infinitely better without the story, but there are some elements in the story that are actually kind of cool. That had they expanded on that. It's because the main character whispers to herself all the time. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of like Hellblade, where she's just constantly. But like, Hellblade you know, is like taken know. more seriously because it's kind yes. of yes. intense. Yeah, her her internal dialogue is basically shit, you know. But but uh, the art style in the game is actually pretty cool. They, there's some cool stuff in it. Uh, later on, when you end up at the that end city, uh, where the uh, basically the end game is um there's that big city with a cool um 
I guess space streets would be the way to describe it. And I I liked the so, flight in that game. Yeah, the mechanics. I got were really pretty good. fucking good at yeah. flying that ship. Yeah, yeah, I got really good at uh, like you can you can get pretty beefed up and uh, like your weapons and everything. Like it has, it's like yeah. you're flying a ship, but you get powers. Yeah. So like you can drift and then warp to being <clears> right <throat> behind a ship to shoot it down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like it suits a controller. It's kind of how I, what's it called? It's not ever everspace. Yeah, I actually wish the flying from this game was in everspace. Yeah, actually, because that... everspace is a little <clears throat> bit too precise in a yeah. way. That's kind of a comment I made to John when I played it. Was that I told him that I I really enjoyed the exploration of it. the The only flight mechanic yeah. that game uh, tells the is it called. Tales of the Dying Sun or uh, fly- oh, uh, House of the Dying Sun. That That's has the best flying game. mechanics out of a space game that I've played Hands aside from down, a down li- the best VR VR space it's, it, game. It, yeah, it's almost well. I think Elite does better. Used to do better yeah. when it worked, but the uh, that less game, time consuming. Absolutely, yeah, you yeah. can jump in and just play that yeah. game. Yeah, uh, yeah. House of the Dying Sun. Like when I first got my my HTC Vive, I check that game out and fucking fell in love with then i got my pimax even fucking better because i had the side view and shit and i still play that game when i get a chance house of the dying sun is hands down one of the best fucking vr games to come out for dogfighting in space but but chorus what my thought on it was was i was like okay if they continue doing mass effect stop with the the planet scanning and all that bullshit, and just having a little tiny representative ship flying through a solar system, do it this way. Because you actually go to these, like, you know, small planetary systems where you're flying around free roam, going to uh, uh, all this different debris and stuff, like space stations, abandoned spacecraft, gigantic glaciers of ice, like asteroids and shit, and planetoids. You're not landing on any of them, you're just kind of going around, but, you know, you could easily mix in landing but the way that they did the whole exploration inside of like a small cluster, like the first place you start at is this huge sprawling asteroid belt. And there's just so much shit to go in and under and around and search around. It's, it's kind of like the, like flying yeah. the asteroid field in star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And it's really well done and it, it's a fun game, but yeah, the story is kind of, kind of stupid. <laughs> but the sentient ship yeah it's it's got some some interesting elements that kind of remind me of stuff like the doctrination from mass effect you know and uh eh, you know it's it, the, the acting's not all that great either but it does get kind of fun and the story's a little interesting it's kind of like a high so. value a high production value indie yeah 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 the the acting's pretty subpar i don't yeah. rusty did you play it yeah, I have not. It, it, it's worth taking a look at. It's on Game Pass on uh, Xbox. It's just called Chorus. Or no, in Chorus. I think it's, no, I think no, it's no, just no, called Chorus. Chorus. Yeah, yeah, think, sorry. Yeah, I it's Chorus. They chant, it possibly. they chant in Chorus constantly. But yeah, it's just called Chorus. Yeah, I, I I looked at it at one point. It was I think it was during a, a, a period of time where I was still waiting for the internet to come in. Yeah. And I was like, uh... Do I have the fucking bandwidth for this? Yeah. I so, didn't at that time. So it's like a spaceship fighter game? Yeah, yeah. It's a space fighter game. And like he was saying, so it's basically space fighting. So you got 
You're, it's you got your missiles. Yes, yeah, third it, person. Yeah. Third person fighter. Yeah. yeah. So I've I've added it to our TVGP game club list. Nice. I'm going to see if I can talk them into it. Nice. Well, you've got your missiles. You've got your regular, like, you know, laser gatling, whatever. I think it's about 20-ish hours of yeah. play somewhere in there. Yeah. But then you have your powers that you mix into it where you can actually physically do things to your ship to allow you like he talked about you can do this one where you actually like face jump right at an enemy and end up right behind them so that you can target them and chase them up i think the so, fighting in it's pretty enjoyable oh, honestly yeah. like it's fluid it's really well you done. got different upgrades so like you blow shit up and then you can get that gun that's on there there's like drops kind of like it like everspace yeah so then you can modify your ship to have this kind of shields with this kind of gun with yep. these types of missiles essentially yeah this kind of drive will help you out you know yeah. like for your speed and everything yeah and the upgrade system is actually pretty easy to attain everything like most of it's like credit you earn but then there's some stuff I like he said it's drops that you get that you can apply and even the shielding i think it's something like you have to do three shields for every level to go up on your shielding and then you can add multipliers to it where uh like add-ons to where you're upping your output. I, I wish your ship damage. changed the way it looked more when you yeah. did the upgrades, but beyond that, like it's like think of it as like a modern take on something like Defender or something, right? Like yeah. this is a, it's an arcadey space flight mm-hmm. shoot 'em up, and with some goofy story. I, I wish that they'd actually would have done a little bit more with the game. With like, I mean, yeah, the story is kind of whatever, and the campaign's like, yeah, it's about anywhere between fourteen to twenty hours, I'd probably say. But having like an actual arcade mode where you're just going in and doing. I wish I had a VR game mode. I would play yeah, that in VR. Yeah. Like well, crazy. I mean, you can get like E Valkyrie uh, for VR. Yeah, that's but that's fun. but that's all PvP though. Yeah, it's PvP. It's it's pretty fun. Uh, after I, after I upgraded my VR to not playing it on PlayStation, yeah. it's hard for me to go back to that resolution. Yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. It's like, but I have the two, and I still favor the PC over the, the PS. Well, yeah. You're gonna hey, when are you going to get VR 2 here in a month? Uh, I don't know. PSVR? Yeah. Yeah, they're coming out with the VR 2 in yeah. February. That doesn't have the mm. games they have on PC. I mean, that's probably true. Yeah. Right. The PSVR, PS, so like, Thumper is probably my favorite PSVR game. Um, and I've got that on PC, and just when you, when my resolution is literally like four times of what it is on PlayStation, so everything's very crisp. I don't have a screen door. Yeah. It looks like I'm playing it on my TV, so it's hard for me to go back to something that's that grainy. I have no idea what the quality of the PSVR2 is. Um, hopefully, it's not very grainy. There's not it's any way with the power that that has for it to beat my 3080 with like, 4K resolution. Like my my. Mm-hmm. PlayStation 4 PSVR is, yeah, even, yeah, no, but, like, my Pimax, when I, that's, like, an 8K. And yeah, so, it's, like, 4K per eye, basically, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I can get 1440 on, <clears throat> yeah. and run pretty smoothly on both eyes. And so when I play something like No Man's Sky on my Pimax, it's, like, literally, yeah. It's crisp. It's fucking crisp as shit to the point where... Fuck! You're just like, dude, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, I think I think PSVR is a good entry level VR, but also like, yeah. there's a few good games right that are on PSVR, but you can get so many more games on regular Steam, basically, right? Yeah. Like the, Tetris Effect is fucking amazing. The, um, the PSVR, I'd say I rank it. What's that? The, so the PSVR quest? two is two thousand by two forty uh, resolution per eye. Okay. Ninety hertz, hundred and twenty hertz. Uh, refresh rate, 
field of view, 110 degrees. But is PlayStation going to invest the time into putting good games in VR? Uh, my understanding is a dozen game VR games are coming out with it. Uh, one of them is the Horizon one, which is why I was kind of loosely thinking about it. And I also, it's not. I also know it's not the. You don't hook it up like you did with the PS4, where Good. like you have an extra box that goes in line with your fucking HDMI. Good, because that shit was annoying. It is. Well, uh, Lola ate my camera, so I can't really play PSVR, which is why I moved over to the. Yeah. Uh, using the uh, what's the Facebook one, the Meta one. Uh, was it? It's not Quest. Is yeah, the, it, uh, the is Quest, Quest Two. Quest Two. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is that PSVR, like PlayStation Four PSVR, is like a step up from. Quest. It is not. It's not. Well, no, I haven't done Quest 2, so I have no fucking clue about that. I'm talking about when they first put that shit Well, out, so initially so. with your Quest, though, you could only play the built-in <clears throat> games. Yeah. I can hook mine to my PC, and yeah. I can scale the resolution to whatever my graphics card will support. Okay. So that's different than what I've done, so... There's it's a little like, bit yeah, of hinkiness to using it with yeah. my PC, but it works. Mm. And it works quite well, and, like, you're not going to get Half-Life Alex on your PSVR. No, no. And Half Life Alex is hands down the best VR experience. I've yeah. What about done. the Rick and Morty VR game? Uh, that's where yeah, yeah. that's where Rusty got <laughs> Trover saved the universe. Yeah, he yeah. got bored yeah. of that. Yeah, I I, I I refused to buy it because I was just like, I think it was forty some odd dollars, and I was like, man, forty dollars. Oh no, for that's that that's the actual Rick and Morty game, that's which is actual, just hunting shit around your garage. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not gonna pay forty dollars for maybe like thirty minutes. Of I found it on a so. deep Steam sale for five bucks, and it is literally like maybe an hour's worth of yeah, shit. Yeah, that's what I figured. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna buy that for forty bucks. I mean, it's, I mean, it you looks can get cool, you but, can be, uh, get Beat Saber, I think, on everything, and that's. It's always yeah. worth it. Yeah. Um, I don't know that PSVR will support Ragnarok, and Ragnarok is an excellent game. Mm. That's the uh, Viking drumming game. Do you play yeah. drums to power metal, which yeah. is fucking great. Um, there is, I'm trying to think of some of the other fucking games. That I'm are curious. Is OLED yeah. better or LCD better? OLED. Uh, yeah, OLED. Okay, so OLED. PSVR 2 has OLED and the Oculus Quest 2 has LCD. PSVR well, 2 is higher resolution than the Oculus Quest 2. Native. Uh, it says, I'm looking at PCGuide.com. Um, mm. According to their tri- chart, Oculus Quest 2 is 1832 by 1920 per eye, and uh, Sony's is 2000 by 240 per eye. So, there's a, so one thing that you, and I understand what you're getting at, right? Like the native hardware for what it is, is that, but the power behind that to set that resolution is your PS5. Which is not a slouch. But it's not a it slouch, but it's have... no 3080, and it's no 32 it's not... gigs of RAM. It's no yeah. NVMe. It's not. I I'm just saying there might be more here to this headset than you guys are getting. No, but for. I'm saying that I can do resolution oh. scaling with what I got because I can upscale or basically upsample everything, right? To the point where I don't have a screen door. And just to stand corrected, I'm not trashing the PSVR two. It's actually on my I mean, radar to buy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't trash it all. Like I'm not actually. You want, I'm just saying there, there may be more there, like worth looking. What at. I'm saying is no, 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 the limitation is, of playing is, P- yeah. the limitation of playing PSVR is I have to play stuff that's on PlayStation only, <laughs> and there's no modability. Like literally, okay. like I can sit there and mod all the shit on the back end for how that works. To get right. the most juice out of it as possible, right? It's like but, it's it's the it's the difference between like PC gaming and like regular console gaming, right? Yeah, I have control over all the back end features to make it more powerful or not as powerful. Yeah, but, but at I the think same that's time, what, that's okay. the that's the that's the crux here, man. 
<laughs> you're you're speaking from a position of I've got a 3080 in a yeah. machine that actually can do this. Now, look Whereas at, a lot of people who are just starting into VR, yeah, like Mark, have, Marky Mark in Pittsburgh doesn't give a shit. He's just like, right, hey, let's somebody get this starting VR, into you know? You know, VR is going to look at what do I have available that can play VR, and a PS5 can play VR. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, it's also the the idea like how much is a PSVR two. Uh, uh, I do not know. know. I'll Google it. I think yeah. it's five hundred bucks. Yeah, so it's one of those things where, like, like the Pimax. I don't remember how much the AK was. I kickstarted it, and I think it was probably about five or six hundred, which was a really good price for the you know back it, then. Yeah, yeah, it didn't come with the lighthouse. I think I spent two ninety nine on my Quest <clears throat> two. Yeah, it's like my. But H- I also have a PC behind it. You know. Yeah, yeah. My HTC Vive came with the lighthouses, the controllers. But and that's the like a thousand dollars. That was an expensive one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and when I upgraded to my Pimax, I could use all my pre-existing hardware like the lighthouses and the controller. So it was just a headset replacement that gave me better resolution and better field of view. And, and of course, oh, they have the a PSVR. new controller, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It just looks like weird fisty things. But it's 550 and you get <laughs> uh, you get the headset and then the two fisty things. It looks like those ships from that shitty Tom Cruise movie, Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wait, they have a $600 one that comes with the Horizon experience, which you're not Aloy in that one, by the way, if it matters to anyone. Uh, I was going to play with my boobs. Not going to happen. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I, you know, it's Sony's going to do what they always do. Like, they're going to push it during February and then we're never going to hear about it again. So, like, I mean, you're going to have that argument. Well, we're not going to hear about it until, like, you know, another big game crossover comes over for VR like God of War Ragnarok on it for sure. Yeah. So. I guess they're going to have some Star Wars, Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, <clears throat> Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, yeah. Chapter 2. Um, oh, they're doing a chapter. I need to I need to really get into Saints and Sinners. Yeah, it's really good. I need to play it. It's really good. <clears throat> it's kind of like, so think of Saints and Sinners as like playing Fallout 4, but in the Walking Dead universe. Yeah. It's that kind of game. You're scavenging for material for your community and then encountering things and encountering a story. Yeah. And it's a pretty long game um, to the point where you could play it as long or almost as long as something like Fallout 4 and all in VR. And you've got the option of like the a lot of the handicap assist stuff so you could play it like seated or you could play it walking or you could play it full room scale or you could play it like teleport if you wanted to. I feel like the full motion is the way to play that game. I guess yeah. Resident Evil Village will be supported. Yeah, any, anything's better than uh, the Walking Dead Daryl Dixon game. That game is <laughs> That's awful. That's true. <laughs> All right. Versions restored. Okay. Oh, it's about fucking time. We've been going off for like right? 30 Jeez, minutes know, right? on Sleep this shit. Good. Jesus. I think my dick fell asleep. Did I see Baruto? <laughs> right. See what? I, I saw Baruto in that list for a second. No. Like, who the fuck in this group would play that? No, the I page guess you, reset. Jason. <laughs> that was Brotato. The page oh, Brotato. reset. Brotato. Yeah, Brotato. Brotato. My bad. We'll keep our anime shit out of this. Yeah. <laughs> keep keep your hentai in your pocket. All right. Now, here's where maybe the small fights come in. So, <laughs> I feel like mathematically in our top five. I'm fine with um, this list. Personal scores... <laughs> Personal scores taken into account. Um, we have Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, Vampire Survivors, 4K Dark Tide, 
Plague Tale Requiem, Tactics Ogre Reborn, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Dying Light 2, and Symphony of War. He read that so weird because he went 1 to 10 instead of 10 to 1. I think Symphony yeah. of War goes higher. And it, it threw me off because I'm just like, <laughs> right. why, did you, why did you pick the number one to start with? <laughs> Well, because the order is going to change. I know, but still. <laughs> Symphony of so, War is my number dude, two game of the year, and if you catch me in a different mood, it could be my number one. I'll agree. <laughs> I All think right, it so, certainly is higher than Dying Light. That's true. <laughs> You're very it, agreeable, Trey. I, didn't, I, just wanna, it, I just want you to let me go home. Is it actually in the top four? <laughs> I'm sitting here in my home. I'm ready it, to fucking pass Is it on par with... With the top three, no, I would say it yes. goes over Horizon. <clears throat> oh, that's that's one I have. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna have to fight you. There. I'm gonna have to fight you on that. I I'd like to see it in the, like below Vampire Survivors, honestly. Okay, here's what I suggest: Symphony of War, number five, number six, Dad. number All five. Right. I'm trying to be nice, Rusty. No, I don't want to be nice. Yeah, well, that's why you're not here with I us. I would have been nice about an hour ago. You're a very toxic person. That's why we don't yeah. have you. You are a very so, toxic person. And that's coming Rusty. from me, of all fucking people. Yeah. Okay, well. I would say Dying yeah. Light goes to number 10. All righty. I've had my issues with Dying Light. When it works, it, sorry, when it worked for me, it worked beautifully, and it's a great fucking game. I really enjoyed it. It's just I, I really wish that guy wouldn't have committed suicide because I didn't know what to say to him. <laughs> that still bothers me to this day so it was like that scene i'm sorry from, buddy yeah it's like that scene from the other guys where it's just like oh i've had trained this let me talk to him nobody down here thinks you have the balls to do it you piece of shit <laughs> you know? yeah that's what i felt like well so we can agree it's a it's a top five symphony of war all right i agree okay i so if it's a top five, then it means I'm going to have to actually fucking download this game. Like right now? Like right now. <laughs> it's like a great right game. Now? It doesn't take up a lot of hard drive space either. All right. Yeah. Or like three gigs so, or something. Yeah, not like God of War. That would put in our bottom five Plague Tale, Tactics Ogre, Midnight Suns, Dark Tide, Dying Light. Uh, Jesus, I'm, I'm, good with, I'm good with Dying Light being down there at like number nine or ten. I think Dying Light goes to ten. Okay, so he's right. going to put it live. I'd what say about, 9 or 10. Yeah. What about Dark Tide? God, I love Dark Tide. I mean, Tide. it's in my personal five, but at the same time, I've not finished Tactics Ogre. I've not played Symphony of War. Tactics Ogre, Ogre goes over vampire, uh, over Dark Tide. I've not played any That's of not, the PlayStation I, titles I'd yet. I'd say it's a solid eight. Would you put Tactics <laughs> over, over uh, Plague Tale? Yes. <clears throat> <laughs> like this is gonna so is plague tale good number nine uh, yeah, i it, personally I mean, bounced off of this it, very it made hard justin love children again i oh. guess it can go to nine no oh. he didn't love him that much damn I like the story. I don't like a lot of things about it, but yes, it did make me like children a little okay, bit. Okay, so what we have for sure I here know. is Dying Light at 10, Playtale at, at nine, 9, and Symphony of War at 5. Those are the definites right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to keep up because right. I'm stupid. Mar Midnight Suns, are you okay with this at 8? I think you're the one that's I I'm really okay with invested it. time in it. I think I'm okay with it at 8. Well, John played it too. I mean, I, I played it for like five hours. Oh, so he doesn't care. Yeah. 
So. I'm really the only one with a really strong horse <clears throat> in this race, and I'm okay with it being eight because it puts it in the top ten. Okay, so ten, nine, eight, All right. solid. All right. All right. Tactics Ogre. Not okay I with mean, seven. I played the, the right, original. Right, but at the same time, this is a rehash of a game versus... But isn't it a reinvention? Versus original. It's an ori- and it's a reinvention of the original. Yeah, and I played the original. I love the original, so it's like... It might be a rehash, but it's kind of a... It's still better than Final Fantasy Tactics. That makes it pretty yeah. fucking high rank. Well, yeah. It's, you not, know, hard, it's added, not hard to beat that. It so. is a complete rebuild, and they added a lot. And they yeah. added voice acting to like a hundred plus hour game. Like nearly everything's voice acted, right? Nice. Just so about everything's the, voice so acted. This is my question. Is Symphony of the War better than... Uh, than Tactics uh, Ogre? Than Tactics Ogre. No. Is Vampire Survivors better than... Tactics over. Vampire Survivors invented a genre. So, but that doesn't answer the question, oh, is it? God. Right. Well, here, let's look at what's up here other than those. You've May got I, Elden Ring, God of War, and Horizon Forbidden West. Are any I, of those, those better? Are, those are top top five easy. Uh, yeah, that's like AAA mm. material. So right. those are great games. I don't know where to put where do you where would you guys put Vampire Survivors? I kind of like you know, it where, it, honestly, I'm, so I'm not going to win on, on the top three rearrangement, but I'm good with the games that are up there. It, to me, I'm good with Vampire Survivors at four and Symphony of War at five. Like, those are, in terms of games that came out and that I immediately sunk a ton of time to, like, three of those games for me this year are in, in the top five, and I'm good with that. I, I would take... I feel like... I feel like Tactics Ogre Reborn and Symphony of War is going to fight for ta- uh, for the fifth spot. I feel like Tactics Ogre should be number three, but that's just my opinion. Well, yeah, you hate good <clears throat> games. Well, no. here, why, why don't we? Why I don't can't we, say that. I like here, Tactics. why don't we take Tactics Ogre and move it up here to six for right now, so it's right next to Symphony of War. I hate that we're bumping down so. Dark Tide, but it'll continue to get better, and by this time next year, it'll be my well, number one. Yeah. And to be honest, Dark Tides. There you go. Again, yeah. it's kind of hard to put a single player ex- experience oh. below a multiplayer one. Like, do you like Dark Tide better than uh, Midnight Suns? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, I mean, there you go. Uh, by default, I do because I haven't played Midnight Suns. <laughs> by I default i agree with everything i here's so. the thing is i realize there's more people that are here for horizon being where it's at than where i am where i am and i'm happy with most of the other things i would actually put horizon above god of war because i haven't finished god of war yet. i wouldn't <laughs> i would but i know i'm i know horizon is not as with this group as it is with me it did not i mean with you guys well, well, you, for whatever I, reason and that's I'm okay sure john and i am are, happy it's in the top yeah, five john and i are on the same page with that that i think horizon and is that's why we game. had guest people to and, help shake this and up and, i think it's a much better game and this is because i haven't finished ragnarok i think it's a much better game engaging wise even because like God of War takes a little bit of time for it to kind of get you there. Uh, Horizon for me got me right off the bat, and I was like ready to go. I so. mean, it's a mm. it's a funner world to explore. It is a much funner world with less like you know stupidity. I wish I could say I could help break this, but I mm, can't no. because I'll, I'll I, con- I'll I literally just... only watched these Jesus. two games as a movie. I'll jerk you off. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I could. I could live with where the list is now because I have enough horses in this race where it's at. Okay, so... If that's the concession I have to make, I'll make the concession. Th- then let's go to these top three. 
uh, we're not moving these top three. No, I mean, let's talk about it really quick. What, what, what do we, what do we got? Let's talk about it. We've got three games. We've got Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, and Horizon Forbidden West. Elden Ring's a game of a generation. It ain't moving. I, I'm going to say that it is definitely a game. <laughs> it's a game. I agree. It's that, a game. That came out this last year. That is unique. I'm a game, a game in the year. It's unique in what it presents, be it frustration okay. or enjoyment. And I think it is definitely game of the year. It, and it doesn't treat you like a child. Some of us. <laughs> uh. It's funny if I have a even an adult that doesn't know how to do something, I help them learn how to do it. And you no, tell them every five no. seconds. But anyway, I, again, I'm not going to fight you guys on Elden Ring in this. It, it's a losing battle. By it's, the time I find it's an not going to make my own personal list, so yeah, that's but fine. By the time I find an adult, if they haven't figured out how to do shit, I'm not going to help them. I'm like, you've got this far. So, are you arguing <laughs> that Horizon needs to be over Ragnarok? Uh, I, I do am, believe that's what the argument. No, is. I'm, I'm simply bringing up the devil's advocate thing of: Are we solid on the placement of these three? Now, I think Elden Ring. We've decided, yeah, that's number one. So, Horizon Forbidden West does that deserve to be number three? Does it deserve to be Ragnarok's bitch? Absolutely. No, uh, I, I don't know about I, that. I personally think watching them both as a moot, basically watching playthroughs of both these games on YouTube all the way through, because, again, I don't have a PS5, I enjoyed both stories pretty much equally. Mm. Um, so that would come down to gameplay mechanics, and since I haven't actually touched either one of them, I, I, oh, I, I can't I, say. I would I, say West has much better. Nah, I would. I would heavily disagree nah, because uh, the gameplay mechanics of this were worse than the Last Horizon game. Here's the thing. Is, <laughs> here's the thing. Is God of War. God of War. It's one of those. <sighs> there's some strategy. I in gave there. John allergies. Yeah. There's some strategy yeah. in there, but it's just a lot of swinging your fucking axe and doing shit and doing your little ice attack and building. Yeah, there's stuff like that, but with. Horizon, Honestly, like it's easier than the last game. Yeah, Horizon actually has a little bit more of a strategy, and, and even when we were talking about that earlier, what I meant by strategy is that on the fly, uh, you yeah. have to you have to know what you're doing and be prepared to switch weapons at any given time because what you're doing is not fucking working, or because you can't scan the fucking thing because it's already on your ass, or you've taken care of this component that you've knocked off. Now you want to move to something that needs like tear. Or, or something like that. So you got to be ready to switch as fast as you but can. But to me, I just didn't tactic. have as much fun doing that as I did. With I loved it. it. I, I thought it's great. There's no brute forcing in Horizon, yeah. right? Yeah. And God of War is all brute force. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's, it's brute force versus actual tactical. I think I related yeah. with the characters in God of War a lot better than I did Horizon. Oh, we're not talking about feelings here. <laughs> I don't know. I, I couldn't put God of War down well, where I was able to put Horizon down for quite a while. If it was up to me, I'd put Horizon at probably like number nine for me. Oof, no. Because I only ended up liking it after a while, and it's certainly better than a lot of games that I played, but compared to everything else, like it's better than Dying Light, but it's not better than anything now, else. See, keep in mind. It's a, it's a heavy concession yeah. for me to say number three. Keep in mind that, uh, that I have not finished Ragnarok. Now, I could get to the end of Ragnarok and be bawling my eyes out and say that was fantastic, you know, but then again. Paddington 2 and 1 touched me in a way that was very personal. 
and I love both of those it, movies. I I haven't I seen felt like I, I haven't seen La La Crocodile. I know that I that I know that I skipped a lot of dialogue in Horizon. I didn't skip anything, and I didn't skip any dialogue in Dude. Horizon. So. I didn't skip any dialogue in either. Well, okay. Yeah. What I do is I read the dialogue and I press the button in both yeah, games. Yeah, once I get it. Because I'm like, I'm you're talking too slow. I don't need this. Yeah. Because yeah. well, unless... Horizon will force you into a conversation for 15 minutes if you don't. I mean, so will God of War. Yeah. But at least it's in a cinematic and I'm not just like choosing all Sometimes the stuff. Sometimes that's even worse because I'm just sitting there holding my controller going like, God, this is draining my batteries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because that PlayStation lights do you up, want, the controller do, lights up. Do you want to put it bit, over you know? Ragnarok? Uh, for me, I if it doesn't end up at number two, I'm fine. I'm just saying that my opinion is Horizon West. Sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Uh, Forbidden West should be at number two. Okay, so. um, Forbidden West. I can I remember loading screens. There is no loading screens for Ragnarok. I don't remember loading screens in Forbidden West. Yeah, what, what are you? If you try, if you fast travel from point A to point B, you sure shit is going to have a fucking loading screen. Why would you fast travel? There's so much to do. Oh yeah, <laughs> that kind of confused me too. You can ride your goddamn little antler. Hey, little shit you mean you mean ride your mount and get coast, stuck right? on fucking roots all over the place? Rusty mm. is the name of my mount, and he is. Fantastic. Rusty is the name of a belt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. It's short for Rust Bucket. So. Yeah. Man, you guys really don't like. I knew Justin kind of like had a hate boner for Horizon. Are you there too, Rusty? I don't have the same hate boner because uh, obviously that mine's bigger. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I'm out. Anyway. <laughs> you guys can put whatever you want on the list. You're stuck between me and Trent. <laughs> no, a sandwich over here. <laughs> I remember fast traveling back to um, like I didn't do a whole lot of fast traveling because I, I played that map very systematically where I was going. You mean like an mm-hmm. Ubisoft game, like collect all the items in this area? That's, in this no, area. it's that more just hitting probably... the question marks where I picked up something that's going on, and I wanted to make sure I covered every part of the map because there's just so much to explore and so much to find there's like shit you run across people just standing around and you're just like what the fuck are you doing it's this whole fucking like additional two it's like half 15 quest. minutes yeah. of a boring conversation you know? and it's it's interesting though because you learn more about the history of what what's going on of that because that's the forbidden you know the forbidden wastelands and shit the forbidden waste so it's it's all new territory that's not discussed in the first game really and so there's all these new tribes, all this new new people you can meet, and you learn so much from doing those side quests about what's going on, about the history. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Kratos is just kind of like, oh, here's the ruins of, you know, some fucking god. I'm going to smash the shit out of the penis on the statue so, until it falls over. So small god of war spoiler that I find comical in this dynamic of this conversation. One of the big emotional moments for Kratos that just happened recently in my game mm is he finally broke down and hugged Atreus. And then the other characters, you see his character development because now he's willing to touch them on the shoulder. And I feel like, Justin, that is your level of conversation and emotions is like you have now like you want the game where the guy evolves to like barely have an emotion and nod. And that's your story. You, you, I you think have you haven't from you haven't finished a, the game. 
You, you've, just, you've evolved from just a handshake to a handshake, and the other hand hits the elbow. You went from a murderous psychopath <laughs> it's like, to a It's dad. like the fingertips touch the elbow. It's not even a full right. hand. It's just kind of like... It's just a brush. Just I mean, that. he was already not a murderous psychopath. It's nice to meet you. Just the <laughs> tip. I mean, here, here. See how psychopathic this is. Hand, give me your hand. It's so weird, isn't it? It's it is. fucking weird. It's weird. It's just putting your fingertips right on their elbow <laughs> while you shake their hand. So, <laughs> so, John, if John had it his way, he'd put it in number one. You'd say number two, Trent. Uh, yeah. Rusty, where would you rank it? I'd put it number three, right? Where well, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'd concede to put it at number three, but I would have it at number nine. Concede. I don't know, Jason. What would you put it? Well, he didn't play it, so his his things all can't really. I can't really say as far as gameplay goes. I I enjoy both stories equally, and I have issues with both stories, so I can't. How's that hand job looking? No game is no game is perfect. Like right, no No game is except except for Elden Elden Ring. Ring. (laughs) (laughs) Rusty holds up the lotion. It's like we locked eyes and knew what we were going to say. <laughs> Can we hold on to this for a second and figure out where the rest of the list is? So this is really where I think our contention is. Well, I think I think the rest of the list is... I think the rest of the list is pretty solid. Yeah, I think it's... Everything I, I like is as, six and up, a, so I'm good. As a, no. <laughs> as a tie break, considering that um, John John's number two game is down down at number five. Yeah. I would be willing to concede Horizon as two and God of War three. The thing ah, is, damn. you have to you have to think both <laughs> games, both games at least narratively, uh, story wise are are pretty damn neck and neck. No, they're not. Um, like no, one of the not. really cool Horizon parts. Horizon is nothing at the end of Varl dies, War, and uh, I don't fucking care because I don't like Varl. How about how about this? How about this? So let's real- do, let's do this the tilt cast way. Let's fight no <laughs> no it's called compromise how about number two holds two games and we bring we bring um fucking stray up here and <laughs> number two no, you're just, right. you just <laughs> to piss me off <laughs> wait wait what about undertale undertale yeah we can bring fuck undertale <laughs> one of my favorite story aspects of horizon is aloy is shit at working with other people. And the whole, like, first half of the game yeah. is her like, no, I have to do this by herself, and being kind of a dick Dude, to she's, her she's friends. She straight up ghosts them. And her know, friends yeah. getting pissed at her and calling her on it. And, yeah. like, it is such a wonderful, like, yeah. emotional development Well, usually, game. usually in the games they do that thing, or even in media, like movies, they do that thing where... There's the, the the hero who feels like they have to do it all on their own, and in the end, everybody just still shows up. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, buddy, we're here no matter what. You called me a fat bitch. I'm still here yeah, yeah. to help you. But in that one, yeah, they straight up fucking call her out on it. It's good. Because you're like, yeah, no, And I feel like good. it's a good yeah. marriage of the gameplay with it, yeah. too, because yeah. you're still hunting and doing shit I'm, by I'm, yourself. I'm but now at... you're equipping and helping train your guys. Yeah. Can I uh, can I please no. say something about the fucking end? Yes. Like seriously, the end of the fucking game is probably the biggest thing that sticks in my mind. And honestly, the group of 
uh, of enemies that you end up fighting i'm trying not to spoil the fuck out of this game because really i mean that's the kind of the big thing well but i mean i know it's been out for about a year now but still still not gonna fucking spoil it because i, I uh, those fuck that that whole fucking premise out of fucking left field like seriously what and and I mean, I'm they supposed hint at to feel the anything game. at the end of that yeah. game? I just, I just can't. I uh, just can't. Uh, as John I said, they, bring they, they, to. they hinted it throughout the whole game. Plus, they have to set it up for the the whole. So next, that can continue yeah. to the franchise. Well, they're also doing the TV show now. They got a TV show Ugh. lined up, which I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think like, we it like, <laughs> well, it's like with that the Warhammer TV show. Remember, I'm just kind of like, yeah. I don't. Why did they have to be raging, fucking, bleeding penises? Like seriously, like be- all of them. Because that's they they have superiority oh, god one. complexes. I don't fucking know. You live for several thousand years, yeah. or however long they lived. Yeah. Did Maybe you it was a did thousand. you watch Did you watch Alter Carbon? those those meths are total pieces of shit because they live so long they don't appreciate fucking life i don't appreciate life and i'm only 43 god i love that show disc out of the the back of their i indiscriminately kill i do not care god i'm so fucking excited for the dlc in (laughs) march or april i forget which month it comes out in i mean all right like move everything the fuck up like God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, get into bed and fucking, like, mate. I don't care. Like, move everything one the fuck up and put Stray at 10 and be, I'm, I'm good Could you that. imagine playing a game as Kratos and Aloy's baby? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus. That's First a, off. That's a rape situation. The jawline. The jawline <laughs> on that thing would just be. I think you just created. And the receding hairline. The receding hairline. It would look like uh, I don't know. It would just it would be frightening to stare at. A fucking Trent's fan fiction. It would man. be frightening to stare at. So I realize that Horizon is on everybody's list, you but crack a wall. Mine and Jason's. Mine. mine and Jason's. And mine simply because I didn't play it. Um, I, I mean, it's fine. Like Rusty seems pretty negative about it. Like you are are <laughs> fairly totally very negative. About the end. I don't you know that it's negative. I, I played 120 it. games and it ended up in the top 10. Like I said, that's not negative. I just don't think it hangs. As, I don't think it hangs with God have of War. Have them be a tie and put Callisto Protocol at 10. <laughs> like, I don't, actually, that actually wasn't a bad game. I, I don't think I care works. enough to keep okay. dragging it out. Like, for me, Horizon's <laughs> my favorite game of the year. I'll let you guys put it at 2. And I'm, I'm content I'm, with I will that. begrudgingly let it be at I'm 2. I'm fine with 3 or 2. I'm just playing Devil's Advocate. And it seems like I won, which was my angle, and I'm happy. So. <laughs> uh, we don't have to have two twos. Boom. <laughs> two twos. At two o'clock I mean, in the morning, I kind of like the idea fuck anymore. Is it really? Uh, well, he's an hour ahead of us. He's an hour. He's an hour ahead of us. He's in that Michigan time. Mm-hmm. Michigonian. Well, then it's settled. All right, Michiganese. Is that what it is? No, it's Michiganian. Yeah. Mich- no, Michigander. Michigander. They changed it. <laughs> no, it's not. It hasn't yeah. been changed. When I, when no, I used to, it's Uber and Troll. It's Uber and Troll. But collectively, we're Michiganders. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, Jason, uh, from bottom to top, what do we got? All right. From bottom to top, we got Dying Light 2 at 10, Plague Tale Requiem at 9, Marvel's Midnight Suns at 8. Warhammer 40k Dark Tide at 7, Tactics Ogre Reborn at 6, 
at number five, Symphony of War. Vampire Survivors at number four spot. Number three comes down to God of War Ragnarok. At number two, Horizon Forbidden West. And Elden Ring rounding out the top ten at the best game of the year. Is it possible we can put Forbidden West at number one and put Elden Ring at number <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No, <laughs> we're not starting this Can we again. just make the first five spots Elden Ring? Right. Yeah. Um, I'm actually good with that. Our so, brown. <laughs> our, so our brown notes were Lost Ark, XO one and Gotham Knights, which I don't think you put in there. No, I didn't. Most of that's over on the list on the left. I didn't move it all around. Um, Some games that are worth the play. Uh, Callisto Protocol, Ghostwire Tokyo, High on Life. Uh, If you can uh, stand all the the quotes repeating. Uh, (laughs) Not for Mm. broadcast. Marvel's Spider-Man and Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ring of Pain. Uh, what, what, what's the not for broadcast? What, what, what it's an FMV of? game. That's, it's uh, an FMV that's, game that um, we didn't talk uh, okay. about this week because okay. Justin rolled it out last week. Okay. Um, yeah. Some honorable mentions for for the top ten: Nightmare Reaper, Medium. Stray, Cult of the Lamb, Domekeeper, Hard West 2, Kerplurth, Terror of Her- Hemosaurus, and uh, Project Lazarus. Terror- huh? All right. What was just before Terror of Hemos- uh, Hemosaurus? Because Domekeeper or not? Kerplurth. 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 Oh, whatever. It sounded like you just like. Yeah, I, I did butcher it. I'm fucking tired. It's 1 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> so, Miles Morales would have been higher up for me if they would have done it as a DLC like it was supposed to because mm-hmm. I love Miles Morales, but it feels like such a fucking slam to put out a game that's literally like not even half the length of yeah. Spider-Man 2018, so I was pretty disappointed in it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, do you want to just go through everybody's top five list then? Yep. Trent, oh. what you got? Uh, what did I, I, I said? Jason's gonna. Have oh, to I got it. Got. Yeah. So, Trent, you had Elden Ring at number one. Okay. Horizon at two. This you is, had okay. Ghostwire at three. Okay. Callisto at four, and Death Stranding at five. Does that sound right? Yeah, I would actually put Death Stranding higher. Uh, I would do Elden Ring, Horizon, Death Stranding. Ghostwire and then Callisto Protocol. Cool. Yeah, that would be because yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure as to your exact placement there. Yeah, no, that's knew. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then John, yep. is your list correct? Yes. So what was yeah, your yeah, top five? Good. Uh, so number five, Vampire Survivors. Uh, number four, Dungeon Encounters. Three, Life is Strange. Two co- True Colors. Uh, two, Symphony of War. And number one. Uh, my number one, obviously Elden. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West. And then, Rusty, what did you have for your top? Uh, for number five, I had Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Uh, four was Vampire Survivors. Three was Horizon Forbidden West. Two was God of War Ragnarok. And Elden Ring for number one. And then, Jason, what did you have for your top five? Uh, at five, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. 
at four vampire survivors. And then the top three, we had Horizon Forbidden West at three, Elden Ring at two, and God of War at one. And then for me, I had Vampire Survivors at number five, uh, Dark Tide at number four, Tactics Ogre at number three, God of War at number two, and Elden Ring at number one. And that is a long-ass discussion to Jesus get to Christ. our list. <laughs> but it was pretty interesting. We had some good conversation. The Elden Rings have spoken. The, <laughs> the Elden Rings have spoken. Can I just spoken. change my list to be all Elden Ring now? <laughs> <laughs> Just different parts of the game. <laughs> All right, guys. With that, after four hours of recording, you can find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash RealTiltCast. And search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe. Find some friends of the show. you got Cabbage, KBG. You've got, if you still do that, Trent. No, I don't. I, I'm, I'm more focused on music right now for getting the album shit done so, so we'll worry about tagging you when you get started again yeah it's it's all music now so just go to like axis dot sorry axis slash what is it <laughs> do you remember our url um i think it's axis dash band.com yeah that's it you can find us on Bandcamp, amazon spotify all that right so, on yeah you got a uh, for the love of gaming we've got um bmfcast.com got noquarters.net we've got uh, picking up the pixels tvgp game club and tvgp.tv they do good things and also do tops of the year and so with that it is the end of the show all right peace later